My thing, though, was, like, the demo seemed to want to make you uncomfortable. You're shooting people right. who are surrendering to you. You're shooting people who, like, you shoot them once, and they're like, ah, like, dying out, and then you shoot uh -huh. them in the head. It's uncomfortable. People in the room were like, Jesus. Like, Did they explicitly say these people were surrendering to you? Did no, you see that? Because that's, that's not like, the impression I got from no. watching okay. it. Okay, I mean, it I feel like I saw people with guns, and then maybe they, like, dropped the guns after being shot yeah. once. Of, like, hey, maybe there was an alternative to just, like, shooting them in the head and moving right. on. It was stuff like you'd go into the room, and the guy would have a gun, and you'd be standing up, and you'd shoot him, and he'd go down but he'd still kind of have his hand on the gun and be like going to point and you gotta right. like you move yeah. sure. and move on to the next one I mean the whole thing like is like well we want to work in these gray ambiguity right. and like sort of this moral like we don't know what's right or wrong yeah. and I'm okay with the idea of that but I the dialogue that was in the game was not particularly well written mm. it felt very ham-fisted in a way that was like if you're going to do this sort of moral ambiguity this sort of gray area of like especially like a modern american war where like truly i don't know if i would say america are heroes for invading these other countries well it's london right I yeah, there's a terrorist yeah. attack in London, London, and they're going. It's yeah. very much sure. going after the like yeah. Bin Laden raid thing. And like, I read the book about the raid from the seal that was there, and oh, like, of course it, it seems like it was extremely. <laughs> it's a really good book. <laughs> yeah. um, it seems like it was very accurate to that. Like, lots of night vision, slowly going upstairs, and things like that. Yeah, and that's, right. you know, from the tech end, that's what they want to show, right? Is like, hey, just like modern warfare, we brought the night vision back because they haven't had it in a while, and so yeah. they're they're building a scenario around that. I think it's, it's like the pitch is interesting. The execution maybe is. Uh, tugging at the heart, like it, it, tugging at the heartstrings, the wrong way. It, it, it is. Um, it did feel a little manipulative. Yeah, manipulative. Mm -hmm. Like exactly. for me, yeah, I think for me, like if they're gonna do that, they need to have it actually be well, well written. Like at the end of the thing, there's this woman who is like surrendering. She's like, they locked me in here. I I don't know, like whatever. And she was like backing up towards the thing, and they shoot her. And then she goes down and is still reaching for a thing, and they shoot her in the head and they kill her. And then they find, after they kill her, they find, like, a detonator, and they're like, look, we made the right call. Yeah. And it does feel a little bit, like, it felt one very ham-fisted of, like, okay, we get it. Yeah. But it's also, like, if you want these sort of moral ambiguities to have it be like, you know what, we are the good guys. Good work, team. Right. It feels a little weird. I think they want you to have to make those split-second decisions like they have to in real life. Like, there's a part where you go in, and there, there's a woman there, mm -hmm. and she's, you know, she goes to her baby. And so it's like, well, okay, don't. Shooter, you know? Sure, I mean, I'm not disagreeing yeah, right. with that. It's like some weird Hogan's Alley at that but, point. No, but that's yeah. the men in black. But that happened in like the, uh, yeah. Mad Dog McCree. But yeah. that happened in like the Bin Laden raid. Like he had wives that he basically put in there. We shield get it. You stuff. read the book, no, man. I'm saying it, it seemed realistic. It seemed like they were trying to draw on real events and things like, like that. Do you, do you go to, if you make the wrong choice, do you like... See, they didn't show that. They've given some in interviews at the show uh, talking about some of that stuff, and there is like a, hey, if you go over the line on that stuff, there is a, hey, you lose. Okay, like, well, the over the line in what way? Over like, the line, like, you shoot that baby, it's like... Yeah. Sure. I think um, for me, though, I would rather see... Um, but also, there's, like, a, an idea of consequences as well. Like, they, I think they, they want to build a game where if you are playing it like Call of Duty... And just holding down the trigger all the time, and blah 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 blah. That right. like the people around you are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and they want to try to play with that a little bit. And I'm okay with that sort of tactical kind of like you have to make a decision on the fly stuff. Yeah. I think just for me, it needs to be more well written to deal with something so heavy. Like totally, it felt funny. And I think just for me, I don't know. I don't go to Call of Duty for like realism and war. I go to Call of Duty for like a fun shooter. Yeah. Um, which is maybe a difference for me personally, but I think also if when we went to that gameplay segment and we saw, okay, we didn't shoot this person, we were maybe too 
uh, cautious about doing that and they did blow something up or they did shoot one of my guys, like, I think maybe that would have hit more for me mm. versus just seeing us, like, really successfully go into this like residential home basically like yeah. yes full of people with guns right but just going and like killing literally everyone except for the first person and the lady with the baby i think it would have maybe worked better for me it kind of seems like they're not actually giving you much in the way of choice it seems more yeah, like yeah or, or sure. like what they're, they're showing like you know they, they, what they're showing is one sequence and you have to start wondering like well okay do different things happen if i do this differently right does it play out different you know will there be other sequences that go the other way because like when i first saw the bit of the woman very clearly going for something and them shooting her mm-hmm. uh that should have uh, well i it would this baby this would more fucked up but i would have been more interested in what they would have to say about the game if that was not a detonator if that was something right. where it was and like yes. she was just going exactly. for a picture of the phone, yes. or, you know, or, or yeah, yeah, and, they were, and totally, they had, and you had to end that sequence of they're going, oh shit. Yes, I think totally. I mean, that would have been fucked up, but I think totally right. that would have been more interesting to me because it doesn't feel like we're the good guys at the end. We made the right choice. It illustrates like what I think their pitch is. If if you add a sequence like that, go go that way. Where like you shot an innocent, and yes. now okay, what's we have to deal with it? All right, uh, hide this button. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, so I, I think that's that's my concern about it is that they they talk a good game around like hey wanting this to matter, but then every single person is just like, oh hey we found a gun we're yeah. fine everything's yeah. fine she had a gun there was a gun behind that baby good job right. you know like like shit right. like that like if every single situation is that then the whole thing kind of breaks down yeah uh, but but we won't know no I mean they could do some really interesting stuff with this or they could totally fumble it um, but I would like to see yeah consequence like you said and See, yeah. does the game keep going if you make that poor decision? Or, you know, does she go for the detonator and you don't shoot and it explodes? Are there different things that can happen? In I the assume game? that if that happens, it just shows a quote from some war thing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Go back to the checkpoint. Yeah, right? I mean, so this, do yeah. it again, but shooter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and and then it goes it goes that way with it. Yeah. Uh, did they talk at all about the technology? And the no, things? it was they really, really short theater. Yeah, interesting. they did not yeah. talk really at all. They were like, here it is, playing off the PS4 Pro, I think. And then they just showed... Yeah. They just showed the, the clip. That's probably smart. They the the way they walked us through it was to show us that and then spend a lot of time talking about how these guns are badass. And I was like, uh, mm. this maybe doesn't line up with yeah. The, that would the, be the very heavy stuff you just showed it. about the story. And then, it does and then line they, up with Call of Duty, but yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. And then there was another whole sequence where you play the little girl that they showed uh, okay. as well. That was uh, like a flashback sequence. That was it, like it's heavy. Uh, yeah. And so I think that's the thing, like that you can say about it, or the, the thing I feel I can say about it now is like, oh, it's heavy. No, oh, yeah, they're they're doing that. Like whether they're doing it in a way that you're going to come away from it going like, this is a well told story, or you're going to be like, oh, it's it's just heavy for heavy's sake, like yeah. heavy yeah. like a sledgehammer. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Right. Um, if if they just lay it on super thick in every sequence, like like I said, if every sequence is just like you're you know someone else in your squad going like, she had. You know, you start to wonder: Is, it, is someone going to be like just drop it? Like she had a gun, yeah, uh, or something like that, like, which would actually be super interesting if they started planning guns like that and it was part of the story or something. But uh, be the planter evidence, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that be that would be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be fucked that up. Would be, you are correct about that. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see more of of that thing. Uh, I think their their pitch is at least like what they probably need to be doing because like it's not like that thing is, you know, they need to bring some new ideas to it. And, uh, and I think like resetting it 
makes sense. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious about this one as somebody who fell off Call of Duty over the over the yeah. years. Uh, but I'm also curious to see what happens after this one. Is this like a reboot? And are we going to do Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2? Are we going to just go down the line, uh, or is this a one-off? I mean, what will happen after this one is apparently Treyarch will make a game, and it might be Black Ops 5. What if right. it's just Black Ops? Yeah, what is this black off? The big red one. They're gonna. (laughs) The the rumor going around is that they are jumping the line so that Treyarch's game, which has traditionally been more popular, is there for the launch of new consoles. Okay. Uh, And they've got support studios a place. Actually, it was gonna be like Raven. Sounds like maybe Raven's campaign will work its way into whatever this next game is. Hmm. That's all rumored. I don't even know for sure, but. uh, you know, resetting the tech and, and at least like updating that stuff gives them a good foundation to work off of again, which it feels like they haven't had in a while. So, uh, so that's kind of cool. Vinny, you saw some video games. I did. The one that I think I saw that I don't think anybody else played was Phoenix Point. Yeah, it's a very much an XCOM like the maker of XCOM. Uh, maker of I would think original XCOM. Yeah. One. It's not for Axis XCOM. Uh, yeah, um, all up. I believe. So the, I'll, I'll give you the the short on it. it okay. Yes, reducing it to an XCOM. Yeah, but it is very XCOM. It is a you have a, a couple of classes. The ones I saw were assault, sniper, uh, heavy, uh, and you can probably guess generally if you think about XCOM what those map to. Mm. Uh, and the, the kind of special class the Phoenix faction had was a technician, which is basically a medic, uh, and there was a vehicle playable on the map. The neat thing, one of the biggest things that I saw that was different was once you take a cover position or not even necessarily a covered position because you can move and if the view is obstructed by a building, uh, you still will get cover. So you don't need to have the shields. As long as you are behind the line of sight from an enemy, you are, it will occlude the vision, you will block the shot, but you go into free aim to then aim your weapon first person you don't just like click on the enemy and roll some dice? No, so there's no dice roll. So you, well, Technically, there's no dice roll. You have a once you're in first-person free aim, you have a circle which says 100% on the outside of it. So all of your shots will land within that circle. Where they land within that circle is randomized. Okay. Uh, but they will land within that circle. So if you're close enough and can get the enemy completely within that circle, you're good. That's and cool. and then within that is a smaller circle that says 50%, and that's basically your your um, you know. 50% of the time, the bullets will land in there. So they said it's kind of a bell curve. They'll mostly land around the edges and sometimes inside mm-hmm. that 50%. So if you're trying to get a headshot, uh, but you're only able to get that smaller circle over the head, yeah. you know, that's your trade-off. You know, distance okay. versus, yeah, yeah. you know, and your sniper can zoom in and, you know, mm-hmm. do the whole thing. But that's, it was neat because you can, unlike XCOM, if you can zoom in across the map and, like, catch a guy's shoulder, you can take that shot and if you're within the circle, you'll hit them in the shoulder. Right. It's not like, oh, they have to be fully visible or they have to have popped on the map for them. And and that also happens. You do so if someone's in full cover, but do you still see the model peeking above the cover? You can. You still take the shot? You can. Okay. Uh, yeah, so like the full cover is basically, it seems to be working more of like, hey, you're behind something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I got, I got popped by, it was hard. I got popped by the enemies a lot. Uh, I couldn't quite tell how the AI was reacting to that yeah. if I was behind full full cover. When they well, take their turn, do you see them doing the free aim? No. Okay. No, no. They just they. I mostly didn't see them. They were killing me. Got it. Uh, but uh, the cover was destructible. So you're blowing up cover a lot. Um, there are weak points and, and body parts that you can aim at to shoot off. So you can like. 
disable a guy's arm. Hmm. And, like, your arm will get disabled. Uh, so then you can only, can't use two-handed weapons. Right. There's only hmm. one. Your legs can get disabled where you need a technician to come kind of fix you up, patch you up. Yeah. Uh, which was neat. So you can kind of strategize of, like, I'm not going to be able to kill this guy, but I can shoot him in the leg or I can stun him or I can take uh, a piece off. Did you see a metal layers or base building? That so I didn't show that, but they talked about, and I could be getting some of this wrong. Yeah. Um, because I didn't play it, uh, but it sounded like you are the f- Phoenix Force or the Phoenix Group, uh, and there are other factions. And as you're doing missions, if you do missions for those factions, mm-hmm. you can trade tech or possibly specialized classes. So okay. that medic technician class, I could be wrong on this, but it seemed like that was special to the Phoenix Group. Okay, Phoenix Force. I'm going to keep saying. Uh, but maybe another faction has a special class that you can inherit or trade or get that character. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it wasn't as roster heavy as the Phyraxic XCOMs, <coughs> where you're just pumping out new soldiers. Right, yeah. Uh, which was, and, and they were right in this when they said it. They're like, basically, you just wound up building up four to six soldiers you wound up using all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to kind of focus more on a elite group of soldiers that you're going to have. So yeah. it's not, you're not going to have a hundred soldiers. You might, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might not have that many. But uh, they didn't show any of that stuff. It seemed like, you know, if you do missions for one faction, you'll lose rep with another faction, mm-hmm. that kind of metal layer. They said they'll, you'll be uh, getting tech and stuff like that uh, on the battlefield, autopsies and all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, it seemed really neat. It seemed very XCOM uh, with some cool modern changes. So I, I was uh, happy to see it. It was, it was pretty early. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't, it didn't feel finished, but sure. it, it was yeah. neat to play. Yeah. Uh, and you also saw the Dying Light. <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, that was, that was probably. Uh, I talked about this a bit on the Beast Cast, but it was probably my favorite thing I saw. Today. Yeah, that was the first thing out of his mouth when we came out of that room, which was very exciting to me. Yeah, because I feel like I've been the only person on staff that cared about that franchise <laughs> since it came out. I feel like I liked Dying Light yeah. One a lot. Well, and, nobody hates and it, but nobody fell off of it and was like, done when they announced <clears throat> it last year, I was like, okay, Dying Light Two, that looks. When did the first one come cool. out? Twenty fifteen, I want to say, like early. It was a while. Yeah. It was deep in the zombie. Sorry. Yeah. Zombie. Yeah. And it was even post, like, hey, we made Dead Island, and now we're not yeah. going to do that anymore, and now we're making this. It was it's, it's probably the best first-person melee I have ever played. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's really good. And they made Day and Night matter in that game in a way that no other game I have ever seen has even come close to. Right. Because Condemned has some pretty good first-person melee. Yeah. Well, like a Dead Island. <laughs> I like. I like. It's. I mean, it's the same developer. Okay. So, so it was there evolved. It was evolved from that. I mean, you can. You know, you can wire barbed wire into a car battery and then wrap it around a machete. Okay. And have an electric machete. So that stuff's good. But it was more about you can control the direction of your swing. Whatever. We don't need to get into right. that yeah, stuff. Yeah. This game has that. It has all the parkour stuff. It's got the day night cycle, except that in the first game, you were very isolated. You were trying to survive by scavenging because the outbreak had just happened. This game's 15 years later. So like. Society has kind of coalesced again, except around brutality and like dominance. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a much more barbarous society than in what you had before. That that setting seemed more interesting to me than the original Dying Light. Where well, it's a different focus. That's what I yeah. mean. The first one was much more about like when you're out, you're scavenging because the people back home are dying and they need you to find stuff to keep them alive. Also, like the, the biggest thing about the first game was if you got caught out after dark, you were in actual trouble. <laughs> right. Because the they didn't, because they didn't light anything. It was actually genuinely hard to see your way around, and there were like way worse monsters out at night. 
So I feel like they may lose that in this one because everything they've shown so far is during the day. Right. And there are people everywhere. Like, it seems like there are more people in this game than zombies at this point. Mm. Um, there, there were, like, a couple of points in that demo where the, the player or the person playing would fall into a nest of, of zombies. Yeah, and yeah. like, they was, hide, they're light-sensitive in this universe, and they all hide during the day. Yeah, I, but I, I, the world seemed more interesting to me. It seemed like it, a world not post-collapse, but on the kind of how are we trying to get back, you know. But also there's going to be zombies, maybe forever, but on the rebuilding end of it, and that's kind of a maybe less done narrative than the, like, how do you survive the post, right? But, right. You know, but it seems like very much a society now based on, like, violence and ruthlessness, basically. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I don't know, what was the most impressive thing to you? Like, you seemed, I was surprised how much you seemed to like it. I thought the flow of the first-person parkour, okay. like, they've, they've definitely taken that mantle uh, away from something like Mirror's Edge, yeah. where this seemed like the game if you were looking for a first-person parkour uh, to play. Like, and it was good in Dying Light, that's what yeah. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I thought the um, kind of flow on the storytelling seemed pretty good, so depending on how scripted that stuff was or, or how variable they are going to make good on that, the choices and the approaches could be really interesting. And I, we've all had this before since, like, Deus Ex. Like, right, you can go yeah. through the grate or you can yeah. hack your way in. Uh, it seemed a lot more significant than that. It, right. So what they're pitching is way more significant with probably, if I had to guess, a couple of really big world-changing events. Like they, they dropped a statistic before the demo started that a full playthrough will only show you about 50% of the content in the game, which I thought was like a weird thing to say before the demo. Right. But in the course of this mission, there were two different points where you could basically determine which of major story characters lived or died, mm -hmm. like it, in a way that seemed like it would really affect what you had access to later. Uh, and then the choice at the end basically opened up an entire new part of the city yeah. that was flooded that would, you would not have... Right. Basically, they said if you had opted not to turn on these pumps and pump all this water out because the people needed water, like that is a whole zone of the city that you just wouldn't have access to in your playthrough mm -hmm. because it was still flooded. Yeah. Uh, but then that let a new type of zombie that had been submerged yeah. out into the world. So it's cool like, they showed that because I feel like that's exactly what they talked about last yeah. year was literally like pumping water into, you know, yeah. covering surface of the city. But right. I guess like this is, this is just kind of showing it a little more, right? Yeah, and they talked about stuff last year like you, depending on which factions you side with, like there's kind of a law and order faction that is kind of made up of dudes in riot gear that are kind of cops. Yeah. And like there might be less bandits trying to jack your shit if you side with the authoritarians, but that means you'll also see like public executions of innocent people being carried out yeah. because they're just ruling with an iron fist. And they, and they showed that in action? Uh, they showed like that, that last year. Okay, they showed that, that stuff last year. About last year. This yeah. year it was much more based on these like in-the-moment choices. Okay. That was, like, And some of those are on timers. Like yeah. the, the mission started with your friend who is like the leader of one of the factions getting gunned down. Mm. He's bleeding out in front of you. and it's But the people who did it, who you were trying to meet with anyway, are escaping a van. And you have like a quick timer ticking down, chase the van or find a doctor for this dude. Yeah. And so they chose to chase the van, and then in the course of doing the mission, they got over the radio like, oh, so and so died. Like he's like he's gone, and that was like a major story character. So like that seems like the ripple effects of all those things happening could be pretty fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and so the setup for that is like your little your settlement's going to run out of water, and this other faction has basically this flooded area with unlimited water, which seems like unlimited water. They have pumps. Uh, and so you're there to try and get this water turned on from this person called the Colonel. And as you kind of go through, you realize they're kind of living in, <laughs> maybe overdone, but you kind of, as you're going into their settlement, sneaking in, yeah. a lot of kids laughing. It's like this kind of idyllic, uh, <laughs> oh, they've got the water, everything's beautiful here. But you're there to basically now destroy this thing and... 
the choices they made basically had those stormtroopers <laughs> marching through, uh, taking right. over that area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, again, I don't know. I, I, I really hope it doesn't feel like Paragon Renegade, like that. Right, yeah. Like yeah. you're filling up the red meter on I mean, that. They, they have shown some stuff where it was like, I think you mentioned during the trailer, the stuff, the Xbox conference that, like, Kind of bird's eye view, like what color a yeah, like half of given, the city was light. Like if like if this area is blue, then you can pretty much tell you sided with the blue faction. Yeah, in the area. Like, like you need some visual cues, I guess. Sh- sure, I just don't up. need to like start having scars on my face, right? And throw horns, <laughs> like, or start like, growing yeah. horns or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, but I think if you were to ask me, the first thing that really stuck out to me, it looks really good. Yeah. Like visually, that game looks amazing. Uh, uh, probably the best looking thing I saw at. Uh, E3, based on what they did with the first game and the game they are talking now, and I mean, you know, like the ambitions they are talking now, like right. I, I wonder if that game is going to kind of come out of nowhere and surprise some people because it seems right. like if they pull off everything they're talking about, like it could be kind of wild. It's weird. Like it feels like Dying Light flew under the radar. Yeah, it and totally people did. by surprise. Yeah. and you'd think that people would be like a little more on board here, but yeah. it seems, it feels like this one is also flying under yeah, the radar. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, I don't know. Maybe people are just actually sick of zombies. I don't know. Well, yeah, but and then the, also they they haven't really spent a ton of time talking about it yet. Yeah, so maybe when yeah. we get closer to to release, maybe they'll start to ramp that up and people will get into it. I wonder. Yeah. Is that um, out this year? Uh, I think spring. it's next spring. Yeah. And what I liked liked about the demo is less zombie focused. It was it was mm-hmm. more the faction, the human factions. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of the combat was against uh, humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad, you saw Final Fantasy VII. I did. Yeah. The the re- yeah. The remake, I guess. Uh, five. They uh, they kind of played it in front of us for a good forty five minutes, although a lot of that was like pausing and talking right. quite a bit, um, describing Cloud. Yes, pausing and going like he's a reluctant hero. Oh man, I don't even know where to start with I that thing. Cusses now. Uh, I don't remember any swearing. I think it happened in the press Somebody conference. Said that, that, yeah. He might they have. They all cuss a lot now. He yeah. might have. Where the swears, they say. I can't remember any swears. What, uh, My understanding is that Cloud said the S word. Possible. He said shut up. Yeah, It is oh, possible. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was in your party? Shinra. Um, it's the very beginning of the game that they showed, like literally from the train pulling into the Wait, station. Again? And Cloud flipping down. <laughs> well, but have they That's showed... That's what that shit is. <laughs> well, have, I don't know that they've shown this much of it in sequence. Right, yeah. They showed yeah, the whole in thing. In terms of just like actually playing it, yeah. Um, right. I think they're winning me over with that thing. Like, Final Fantasy VII is nowhere near my favorite game in that series, but like... It looks nice. I think like, that... I, I, it seems neat. What actually was getting me was that, like, I mean, the, the localization in the original release is like legendarily bad. Like, yeah. the Right, it was just awful. Um, this is like written well. The banter between characters is pretty engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, even minor characters like like Biggs and Jesse, I couldn't even told, have told you who the fuck they were last week if you had asked me. Even though yeah. I played through that game, right? Like now, I have a pretty good sense of like who they are and what they're about. Like Biggs these, was the one with the the do rag, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they're these, you know, they're eco terrorists. They're trying to blow up this reactor. Like you can tell what their motivations are. You can mm-hmm. tell that Jesse is super horny for Cloud. Like they develop, that even, finally comes through. Like they, <laughs> develop, they develop, they develop even these minor characters like pretty thoroughly. Like I was actually impre- like, but also a, a, a consequence of that is it feels like it takes ten times longer to get through the same section of story as it did in the original game. Sure, because they are. They even said flat out like in the original game, like it was implied as you would leave one background and go to a next that they had skipped over some staircases or. 
Oh, good. Uh, but now you'll get to see the, all these backgrounds oh. that, they, that the developers intended the first time around. This we got like, rid of editing. Uh, that's kind of how it came. <laughs> I mean, if, if they are turning one game yeah, into yeah. the first... It, 25% of the old game or whatever the whatever it was. Like, in my memory, you get through uh, that whole reactor mm. sequence in five minutes, and right. this was like, again, this was like a good half hour of, like, characters. Weird. Um, How was the... Um, in the demo they showed, there seemed like a lot of banter during combat. Yeah, the, the one-liners are, like, flying left and right in the middle of combat, mm. which is, you know, I guess, take it or leave it. Sure. Well, how did you feel about it? It seemed like kind of annoying during the demo, but maybe a little bit much. I guess it was a little bit much. Um, by the time I got to actually play it, though, I played that Scorpion Sentinel boss fight. Uh, like that combat's really fun. I was surprised how much fun it is to like go in and out of between mashing and doing active abilities and then pausing to kind of tactically do stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a mode where you don't have to pause time. You can actually map all those abilities to face buttons and just cool. kind of hold yeah. shoulder buttons to get to the shortcuts. Yeah. And I saw them demo that, and I was like, oh, I'm doing that immediately. Mm. Like, there's no way I'm going to play this menu shit when I can just do everything right. as fast as I can. And then it turned out I could, like, ba- barely keep up with the menu-driven version of the combat. Oh, wow. Like, they really drop it on your head. Yeah. Um, but uh, more than anything, I think that thing is, like, like, removed from how you personally feel about that game. It's just this like fascinating exercise in pouring probably unlimited money into recreating this thing from over two decades ago. You know what I mean? Right. Like watching that thing and having played it originally, like there are very specific camera angles they recreate, mm-hmm. musical cues, yeah, like, every, yeah, lines of dialogue, like everything in that thing is being filtered through this lens of nostalgia. Yeah. And like you wonder how much of it is deliberate and like what they're trying to evoke and. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's yeah. like the little pe- bits and pieces come floating back from this game it's that you played through 20 years project. ago. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a very weird project. And it's like project. this like incredibly lavish, expensive-looking mm-hmm. thing, you know, that is, like, trying to slavishly <laughs> recreate this thing yeah. that existed four consoles ago. But also, like, expand it. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's a weird can. thing. Yeah. But, but I... I found myself getting drawn into like the events of the story in yeah. a way that I didn't the first time around, so I guess that's positive. Cool. I'm uh, way into it. it I, yeah. The pace on it, though, I'm a little worried about. Like the like the when do we see the conclusion of this? Yeah, By the yeah, time we see the last one, do we one. need to remaster the part one? Yes, to I, catch up? I thought we were going to Q and A. Like the the producer was there, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to ask any questions because I wanted to ask like. You know, this, this this game is all set in one location, so it's probably helping with, I would assume, like art asset generation and stuff in a yeah. big budget game like this. Like, right. what do you do when you get out of Midgar and all of a sudden you've got this massive world and like 28 other locations that you go to? Like, how right. many how many discs and and releases does that get broken up into? 28 like, volumes. Right. Yeah. Like, is this going to be five different games? Like, I don't I don't know. Or is you, part of remaking it? Do they rewrite it to just have fewer locations? Right. I'm, know, I'm, like, I don't, well, like, I don't know that the fan base. Would stand oh, yeah, for that. No, I, uh, yeah, but you know, uh, there's just like no open world aspect. You know, maybe that's possible because yeah. I, I can't remember how open it gets at a certain point. I can't remember how you can go anywhere. Freedom you have when you're looking for those nights of the round. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta go. Well, eventually, yeah. Um, I also, I, I really, really quickly tried to ask PR like if there are any plans for your saves to carry between releases, or how progress will be tracked, or if it's just going to be a clean slate every right. time. But Super standard, like we're focusing on the first release in this, <laughs> in this project at E3, so yeah, I don't know, but huh. like I, I'm I'm more, much more positive on that thing than I was when I went into that thing. Cool, uh, Dan. Speaking of Japanese role-playing games, yes. you saw Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, have you seen the show? 
Uh, I don't know what a cat. It's a Goku. It's the main guy. That's his uh, real name. Oh, Goku. Yes, yes. I have seen that. Wait, Goku's not his real name? No, that's it's like a wrestling thing. I mean, Goku for a long is time. There's no K fame okay, in Dragon Ball. Okay, okay. yeah. Everything's a shoot in Dragon Ball. Kakarot's a shoot name. I thought Xavier Woods' name was Xavier Woods. He introduced himself to me as Xavier Woods. I have met him in person, and that's not his name. Every wrestler will I- identify themselves by their in-universe name. Also, an up, up, down, down. He's Austin Creed. Also, not his name. What? <laughs> Wait, you told me his name is Austin. His name is Austin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Austin Kakarot. <laughs> that's too many names. Austin Goku. Call him Austin Goku. Levels of So it's uh. I liked it to a degree. I think if I had not been a Dragon Ball fan, thanks to uh-huh. last year, sure, um, it wouldn't have done a lot for me. No. I don't think the combat is particularly great. Yeah, also, it doesn't feel good. The, it feels for, like very easy, mashy, just kind of whatever. Yeah, and one of the things, well, first of all, the, the first thing it tells you is like, hey, make sure you don't abandon Gohan, which already it's not realistic <laughs> because that's the only thing Goku does <laughs> right, is yeah. constantly abandon his children. <laughs> totally. Um, but the other thing was... Uh, since it is following the story of the show, you run into that problem from like the old like historical like WrestleMania modes, uh-huh. where it's like, well, you're playing as Chris Jericho, but technically he lost to the Road Dog by DQ here, so you have to like lose, or right. somebody's going to run in or something. So yeah. it's like it's like you you win you win the match by the numbers, and then the cutscene is just like you getting beat. And you're yeah. Like, oh, like okay. I got the health bar of the level six Raditz all uh-huh. the way down, yeah. and then I literally die. Goku just dies. Right, yeah. yeah. You watch a cutscene of your character getting murdered. It's yeah, like, my, hey, my, nice work. And then my <laughs> infant son headbutts him to death. Right. Yeah. I'm so uh, glad Dragon Ball's pretty cool. We are here at this point, <laughs> now having Dan realize 20 years of Dragon Ball Z games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it's I like the look of it, and it's just like, yeah. it, it's... And then also it's full of side quests and stuff, so it's just like, okay... You could just fly to Raditz and get in this fight. At least mm-hmm. in, the, in the demo they were showing. The thing uh, that surprised me about that I watched the presentation on yeah. it is it's not an open world game. They like very clearly say this is not an open world game. You like pick what location you go to. You're not like flying around the world and it's, running. It's into an open NPCs. field where you can fly around the world and run into NPCs, but like, but not necessarily. Yeah, there's like a world map like where you see the back of Goku and he's kind of like choosing a zone, like a Monster Hunter map or something. Okay, I wonder if the demo you saw was. A little different than, than mine because mine was very much just like it was a timed thing. It was just like okay, you got 15 minutes to go around, and then it's going to dump you into the rabbit hole. Yeah, Ours was too, okay. but we had a theater demo beforehand that showed okay. the world map and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a the novelty to flying around in the Nimbus and all that yeah. stuff, but yeah. it's it's fun. I'll play that. I don't expect it to be like great combat or anything. No, it it, it, it very much didn't seem like great yeah. combat. You can do the double axe handle though. Yeah, you, there's a lot of double axe handles <laughs> mm-hmm. in that game, which is true to form. Pretty good. Did they say anything about how much of the show that game covers? No, no, I don't know. That's the thing it, I, I find myself wondering is like. You know how much time do they, or how many different areas, how far on the story do you go? I think I think they've said. I think in the announcement. Okay, I'm not the guy to ask, but I'm pretty yeah. sure I remember reading. It goes up to some blank fight or something. Frieza? Okay. Is it Frieza? There's a lot. Of I feel fights, like if it's dude. Frieza, that's not enough. <clears throat> they should do Cell. As great as the, the Majin Buu stuff is, I think that's great for the show. I don't think that's necessarily great. For I think like, if you're naming a game Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, you take it up to the Cell games. Yes. I think they implied that they wanted that this is the first of. Nope, I'm out. Forget it. But I, th- you know, I think it makes sense if you go up to Freeza because of the first Super Saiyan moment. The game ends with you like going Super Saiyan for the first time. 
It just sounds like a short game. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, yeah. But, but they'll fill it full of side quests and all this other stuff. And they're like bringing back characters from Dragon Ball, like the Frankenstein guy. Yeah, that confused yeah. me. I had yeah. no yeah. idea whether it was Goku's a Frankenstein monster. Frankenstein. Sure. Okay. Why wouldn't it be? There's dinosaurs. I just don't think Super Saiyan's that interesting. I, I want to go, go further in, yeah. in a game, right? Like... Beyond? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. That beyond Super Saiyan. You can go beyond Super Saiyan. It's a, it's possible. <laughs> my uncle works yeah. at Kakarot. He told me. <laughs> yeah, my uncle works at Kakarot. You can call him. Um, Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all went Borderlands. Oh, that. Yes. Ooh. Hey, are you the first person to say that? I don't know. In relation to Borderlands 3? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I said that about Borderlands 2. Yeah, uh, I was going to yeah. say, that's... Yeah. Uh, well, I loved Borderlands 2 and was glad for Borderlands. Borderlands 3, I'm a little less glad for more Borderlands, <sighs> but that is exactly what this is. More Borderlands? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, we, we all played, like, a good chunk of it. Well, not a good chunk of it. Yeah, a yeah. bit of it. And if somebody told me, like, oh, this is a DLC for Borderlands 2 that you just forgot you played, I'd be like, oh, okay, sure. Right. Like, it, it's pretty much exactly the same. Like, totally the writing. It's, like, a little more updated. I remember they talked about, like, I probably wasn't listening as close to the dialogue as I should have, but they were talking about, like, a streamer at one point. It's like, oh, they're talking about streamers Let's play. They're evil yeah. influencers, I yes, think. Right? Yeah, so okay. The bad guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have up. a cult of personality. Do they play the song? No. No. Not even, like, a good, like, bluegrass cover of it or anything. <laughs> there's no... His elephant was busy. Yeah. 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 Something I was a bit disappointed in with the uh, demo we played was they gave us two pretty good guns to start with. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, cool. Sort of expecting them to maybe beef up some of the drops so I could see some of the different gun varieties. Right. And all the guns were shittier than the ones they gave me from the start. Yeah, that sucks. And then once we killed the final boss, it's like, cool, now I'm going to see those guns. And it's like, nope, it's over. They literally don't even show you yeah. the gun at the end. The, the gun- whole point of that game. I yeah. know. I was bummed that they didn't really show me the guns. Show me the good I mean, stuff. They- they yeah. showed the guns. It was just all the guns you find in the thousand different chests strewn across, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, the yeah. fifteen-minute chunk we I saw. The game yeah. didn't have loot boxes. Uh, I'm told it uh, does not have loot boxes. Why would you find me on this? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <sighs> now you've been fucked on that. I have been fucked on this. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you see anything else? It's all, uh, all, all uh, jumps well, out. I need to speak of an injustice by the universe. <laughs> all right, we're going to close this segment out. With Whatever this is, injustice. Oh, okay. So, well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about cyberpunk in a second. I'll, I'll be quick. So, uh, Dan, I don't know if you saw on social media. Dan and Ben went to a, a table read today for The Simpsons. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say that I was invited to this, mm-hmm. but uh, I ultimately decided to duck out because I had appointments this morning, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to pawn my stuff, uh, stuff on other people. Do the right thing. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to be responsible. Do your job. I'm going to do my job. I did that as a single point. No, you didn't have anything. That's right. the thing. You didn't pawn your stuff off on anyone else. Right. You had the time. And I would have so turned it down. I would have turned it down. I did my best to find a meeting in that time frame. I just nothing. That's all good. So you itself. You went and did your table read, and it sounded like it was a lot of fun. That yeah. was very cool. Uh, there was a special guest there, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because they don't, they don't advertise right. that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Werner Herzog was at the table read for The Simpsons today. I love him on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I missed that, seeing Werner Herzog, mm-hmm. uh, being in the general vicinity of Werner Herzog, yeah. which I... As he reads... Dialogue for an episode of The Simpsons. Yes, that is a thing that I maybe would have liked to have seen in <laughs> real life. Yeah. You signed my script if you want to see yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, okay. So I'm not. I want to again emphasize. I'm not mad at Ben or Dan or anyone really. Uh, I am mad at uh, God. Uh, I am. I curse him. Uh-huh. I curse. 
the plague he has put upon me, uh, I denounce him and all he has created. And that would be three. And then I saw Shenmue 3. (laughs) And you saw the light. And did that uh, get you back on board, this whole God thing? Not as such. I've uh, heard a couple of people talking about Shenmue 3 here at the show, and I've heard it referred to as everything from just like, oh, it's real bad, to like the worst demo a yes, person has seen what, in the somebody, last five somebody, years. That's, someone, uh, that's what someone told me yesterday. A Dreamcast game made in 2019. Yeah. Uh, well, made in 2019. I don't know about that part. <laughs> uh, it's... It feels like it was in a hermetically sealed bag okay. immediately following Shenmue 2, <laughs> and someone just left it in a freezer and then aging it. found it and just kind of polished it up a little bit and I'm like, oh, you're an old game. Let's just, uh, let's just put you on a thing that people play now. Wouldn't... Okay. Do you think that that's what Shenmue fans would be looking for yes, at this point? Yes, I do. That's... I do to a degree, yeah. yes. I think that this is dedicated to being the Shenmue that you remember in a way that's admirable in a way. Crowdfundable is another way to put it. Uh, (laughs) Madness in another. And, like, the demo is not great. Mm. It It is not great in the way that Shenmue sometimes is not. The dialogue is... I. I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's not so much wooden as it is just kind of like flat. Yeah. Like just deeply flat, like kind of across the board. Mm. And I went and I did a turtle race. And then I punched a guy sometimes. Sounds like a Shenmue game. Yeah, it sounds like the third Shenmue game. And then I punched some other guys sometimes. <laughs> and then the demo was over. Did you Man. ride a turtle or did you just pick a turtle that you I gambled on okay. a turtle that was racing and win? I won. Oh, good for you. Do you remember the turtle's name? Uh, it was blue. Okay. I don't okay. think that was its name. It just was color coded. Okay. okay. You yes. see this? You see this Yu Suzuki quote floating around right now today? No. That this that this game Shinmu Three is going to take us up to the forty percent mark in Rio's story. Terrific. Great. <laughs> Great. Seventeen. What they were 17 supposed dips. to be. Yeah. Was, there was yeah. supposed to be like twenty. There was supposed to be like sixteen Shinmu games. Yeah. Seven or nine uh, chapters. This one just takes place in Midnight Two with like two through seven or whatever the hell it was. Cyberpunk. Y'all saw that? We did. Quickly here before we. Send it on home. I, I think last last so year they've, they've shown this game so many times now that like I almost don't care. This is only the second time. Yeah, uh, last year was the first time. Yeah, the teaser, teaser they've had a teaser years before ago. that. But yeah, the first okay. 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 teaser was the CG. Last year well, was the first right. gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they had the, the press conference uh, CG trailer this year. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, is that is that demo out? Did they or they the new one? Though? No, yeah, they haven't released it anywhere. They put the first one out after like a month or two. Last year's demo felt like how many like. Crazy exciting moments and how many how much cyberpunk jargon can we cram into forty five minutes? Yeah. This year's demo just felt like here is an unbroken forty five minute chunk of our game. With some like, Keanu. Well, yeah, here, the, here's very much a game that will ship yes. uh, next year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like with, with all of the, uh, with now all you know how this video game with works. With all of this uh, that that implies, right? Like, I, I, I would just call say it like there were parts that were just kind of well, not like boring, but like. Mundane, you know? Yeah, it's downtime. Just getting around the world, like, real basic video game stuff. I I wouldn't call it unbroken, because during the course of the demo, they had to switch them back and forth with characters. It's like two completely different loadouts and two different completely approaches. They have the Netrunner. Here's the one that can open the grate for you to crawl through. Is there a class called Netrunner? Yes. There's there's the the Netrunner and the Strong Solo, which Mm -hmm. is like the burly combat class. 
So basically, there's the Rambo version, and there's the sneaking around, hacking, and using a digital wire to hack off limbs. So you're uh, you go into a gym, and there's this whole like gang of guys, like Ico Pro looking dudes that are just you know huge. Yeah, that's what we call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they're like training, (laughs) training against a a boxer guy, like a boxing robot. So you can like hack in there and like change the strength of the punch, and just like punches the guy, and blood comes out, or he's bench pressing, and you hack the bench press because everything's connected (laughs) to the network, and it just totally crushes them. Their whole thing is they. They get really big and beefy. That is like that faction they're using constantly. Yeah, now I get okay. Yeah. But also, like that part felt very Watchdogs to me. It was yeah, very much really. like you are directing your hacking beam at a thing, and then it just does the thing oh, that you tell like, it to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There are some hacking oh. mini games in there, but like I also didn't understand the one I, that they that, showed. The hacking mini game I thought was super cool because uh, so I didn't I didn't quite process what the actual sort of like pattern matching mechanic is. But the cool thing about the hacking, this was to get into like the gang stronghold or whatever, yeah. was you had the main hack that you needed to just get the door open and get in. Mm-hmm. But you had a bunch of side objectives on the hacking minigame, and it was all, I think, time-limited. Mm-hmm. And the more of those you got, each one was kind of attached to like a bonus effect. Okay. So like, like if you get this bonus, this side objective, it'll mark all the like major enemies on your HUD. Oh, neat. Uh, yeah. If you get this one... I forget. Like, it makes like a faster. camera lag one that makes it so yeah, like the it cameras makes it, it take makes it so longer. The security cameras take longer to to detect you. Like yeah. that was a cool idea. Like yeah. if you get really good at the hacking, it makes like it opens things. It up It looked a like lot. you were in like a really stripped down hex editor. Like it was like it was like huh. the one. Yeah. I, it was like yeah. all right, yeah, you matching one F B you know B A or B two. Like, there's uh, weird. There's no doubting like the fidelity of that game. Like you know, it has a ton of style to it, and yeah. you know, it's like visually, you know, it's it's very eye catching. Just even in the down moments in that game. Yeah. I think the thing I kind of was a little a little jarred by in this demo was that just the writing has this very kind of hokey feel to it at times, and like it, it's definitely like a little more steeped in stereotype than I was kind of hoping, considering just sure. like. You know, The Witcher 3 is generally pretty good at, like, nuance, you know, in character and sort of, like, the way that they build out the different, you know, the, the different personalities that populate that world. And here it just felt very much like there's there were times during some of the stuff where you're dealing with, like, the Haitian gang in that game where I felt like I was watching, like, Predator 2. You know, like, it just kind of yeah. has a little bit of that, like, you were really leaning on some stuff here that just feels a little, like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like it, I, I don't necessarily mean this in a in a bad way, but I feel like as more and more of the game kind of solidifies, it you kind of look at it and go like, oh, you're making a Deus Ex, okay, yeah, awesome. like it, cool, it, like some of that, yeah, yeah. like yeah. like that's you know with a different visual style and that sort of stuff. Like I'm absolutely ready to play another one of those games, uh, and and that's cool. But it, you know, it, I think for all the Time people have spent flipping out over cyberpunk and all this other stuff. Like, yeah, it's it, and now that it's solidifying, you're, just, you're kind of seeing more of what it is. It's like, all right. Okay. I mean, the yeah, the, the difference, it. the distinction there is that the world in this game has a depth and a scale to it that Deus Ex couldn't even touch. You know, mm. like that latest, that last Deus Ex game, like the city environment was well, like one, yeah, that was yeah, like yeah, one yeah, city yeah. block. You know, right? Like this thing is huge. Like, right. like the sheer amount of area and variety in the art design and like range of different characters you see and stuff like it's that's only cool if there's, world. if there's meaningful things to do so in that world, world yeah. right I mean that's that's kind of the you know otherwise we end up with like a mafia situation uh, oh it's I mean it's not, I'm definitely not that yeah like I, I didn't get that vibe at all yeah alright well thanks everyone for going to the show and seeing video games mm-hmm. outstanding thank you thanks for having us Jeff um, anytime 
We talk. There's some other stuff we talk about on the the, the beast stuff yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, there's some uh, right? the outer yeah. worlds talk we get yeah. into there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's Star Wars game is a lot more interesting than it seemed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So listen to the beast cast tomorrow if you want to hear more about some of those other games. And we are going to take our first break of the evening and get some guests on this couch and wrap this thing up. Pack up these boxes. Send them to San Francisco. Hell yeah! Take my damn Woo. shoes off. We'll be back. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. E3 is officially over as of uh, about an hour ago. But we're going to be here all night long. I'm Jeff Gersman. It's easier to point when it's in the middle. <laughs> what are you pointing at? It's a... <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks you know like. I don't see no graphic. It's very graphic down here. <laughs> Danny O'Dwyer. How you doing? Are you, you all right? I can't see you. All I can see is Shaq's face. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Mary Kish from Twitch is here as well. Hi. Well. Hi. Anita Freeman. Also Hi. here of, of Fulbright. Of Fulbright. Of Fulbright. Oh, yes. How's That's everyone doing? They're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still with them. Uh, my partner Jake and I are here, like, showing our own game cool. outside of Fulbright. Uh, so that's been fun. And uh, tell us about that. What are, are you are you talking about it publicly? Or are you showing it to people? Doing yes. like secret sneaky meetings? I have some yeah. secret sneaky meetings, but they're always just like in a hotel lobby, so it's like not right. that secret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's called We Met in May, mm -hmm. and it's a collection of romantic comedy vignette games that are like dates that my boyfriend and I went on when we met, and <laughs> in them you basically like mess with him. <laughs> Just in like real life, like a day. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, you like bury him in sand and chips and stuff, and mm -hmm. that's fun. And then there's another where you're like tweaking his nipples while he's trying to cook. And <laughs> it was fun to show that, that last night. Date one or date four? Uh, the nipple tweaking was date three in the game. <laughs> sort of many more dates in real life. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, third I mean. date, the nipple tweak. That's just the rules, baby. That is the rule. Yeah. Third date, third base. Yeah, yeah. And nipple that's, uh, yeah. it's called We Met in May, yes. but it's not out until September, right? It's not out until September. Okay. I know, we probably should have like released it in May, right? <laughs> They're called it Gone Till September. Nobody owns that one, right? Right, yeah. yeah. You could definitely use that. Is it, do people get Wyclef Jean jokes anymore? Or I just oh, everyone is just myself? losing their mind. We have the really good gates on the mic, so you can't hear the crowd here Perfect. fucking flipping out the over your Wyclef Haitian giant bomb users right yeah. now. Yeah. I know, I know. Thank you. Uh, Mary Kish. Of Twitch fame. Oh yeah, yeah. That fame is all mine. You're, I, <laughs> I call, accept all of it. It's, it's like it's you and then this ninja guy. Yeah, and that's right. Whatever else is going on. Doctor disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That, yeah. 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 Um, I'm not gonna just sit here and grill you about the TOS on Twitch. Well, the good news is it works. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. What the fucking. <laughs> fuck, right? Okay. All right. No. All right. But just I don't even want to talk about that fucking. Anyway. <laughs> How's it going? Twitch has a stage, doing a lot of stuff at the show. We sure do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're like rebroadcasting press conferences, which is like, you know, not that different from your GameSpot days. It's true. Uh, it's actually quite similar. Yeah. Um, the only difference is, is like, uh, Twitch allows co-streaming, so people at home, if they have internet, they can like co-stream mm. the stream. So that's and that cool. lets them like yell over a press conference. And they do. Who My God, that? they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's probably like a correlation between like, 
how loud you are and like how many viewers you have. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I can tell you as like as we we don't get that loud, people misinterpret that as like how come these guys aren't excited? It's like no, it's because eighty percent of Twitch is people going <laughs> all the time. Uh, do you think you should do one of these years where you guys just talk as much as humanly possible as yeah. loud as possible the whole time? I just want like it should be like by the end of the press conference we're setting this couch on fucking fire and just being like take to the streets. These games are so good. Um, it's lit. Yeah. That's too positive. That's so yeah. bad. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this, we need to rise up. <laughs> yes. Gamers rise yeah. again. Uh, Danny, it sounds like you had some trouble rising up over the course of the show. Well, in some ways. In some yeah, ways, something's I, rising I, up inside of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm descending down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get into this butthole talk. Danny, it Thanks. sounds like you had food poisoning for, I, was it a full two days? Yeah, it was great. On Sunday, right after Bethesda. So, I don't know, maybe that's just Did something. Did Bethesda make you sick? Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Oh, maybe no. they poisoned me. That's, yeah. Stuff, cause I, I like, hey, nice work on the documentary. No. They're like, why don't you continue to shill for us, yeah. motherfucker? You built up expectations for Fallout 76, and now we are reaping the whirlwind. What all, have you done? It was all my fault. I made a documentary that was so good that the game couldn't live up to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we went to a katsu place that was like a place I frequented multiple times when we because it was around the corner from the, the game spot, the old hotel. The time. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, Jeremy's my camera op is here. He had fish and he got away with it. And I had chicken katsu. Yeah. And, Isn't that literally like from the movie Airplane, where if you get the fish, you yeah. don't die, but if you did. Oh, really? Or is it the I opposite? It might have been the op. I forget. It's whatever you order. <laughs> there was two options. Yeah. And if you ordered, like, the fish, you're fine. Yeah, I would have thought, like, one, like, katsu is like that much chicken and it's fried. So it's yeah. like, how do you fuck that up? They find a way. There you go. Yeah. Maybe someone was like, just like, well, some stick this down my pants for a while, let it finish. <laughs> But people do that, right? That's gonna get me food poisoning. I have no idea. How I rank don't know how are any you? of it works? I, I just I don't know. Just think how rank your balls need to be to get food poisoning. It was pretty hot at E3 this year. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can give you something. So uh, thank you for entertaining me, by the way, because I spent two days watching everyone else streaming E3 uh, from like a, a mile from the convention center. So yeah, it was you weird. were there. Yeah, it was like a throwback. It was like I was you know, back in Ireland in bed like watching E3. Yeah, usually like, drunk sick with right? severe diarrhea, yeah. just like Ireland. Smashing right? yeah. bottles of breakfast. You need alcohol to digest the potatoes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought they don't they use the potatoes to make the alcohol in the first place. Circle of life, baby. Wow. Yeah. That's absolutely. I feel like you know, being most, I'm being mostly Irish. I should know that. But yeah. Gerstman. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Gerstman. Oh, Gerstman. Oh, yeah. That's what they call it. Uh, what do you think of the show this this year? Uh, you know, like the the Twitch booth, for example. Uh, you know, you, you've got a, a lot of stuff going on, but they're opening it up to the public. Like I, I've seen a lot of different takes on just like. You know, number of people and that sort of stuff, especially today. What do you think? Yeah, they, we didn't even have a booth on the show floor. It's interesting okay. to see how right. it's changing. Yeah. We were in the um, like an offsite. Okay. So we could have like more control nice. and yeah. everything's typically better when you don't have the restrictions of the show floor. Yeah. You have this like tiny space and yeah. the workers, you know, want to work within certain hours and everything's hella expensive. So And E three starts like five days before E three opens now, it's right? Mad. So, yeah. yeah, we were doing it anyway. Um, yeah. we stream on Saturday for E A that's the one that's dead. Yeah, they were, they were dead. <laughs> <though, yeah. laughs> I'm not dead yet. I still got some brain left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they did. Like <laughs> you should see me. This whole week, uh, you just kind of like vomit mouth your way through it by saying mm -hmm. stuff and people listen to you. But yeah, we were yeah. not even on the show floor, and it's interesting to see 
less people doing that, right? And right. I mean, everybody's talking about it, but it's just crazy to see that transition. But it's still public, so there's still a lot of yeah. public walking around trying to play games. IGN dropped their stage as well. GameSpot's the right. only one that has GameSpot's a stage still there. there. YouTube's not there. They're yeah. Ever, LA Live. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's well, there? A lot of... Uh, go? I don't even have an E3 pass. Oh, oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I was yeah. literally here with no You were outside, yeah. like, tweak my boyfriend's <laughs> yeah, nipples yeah, yeah. in this yeah. game. Actually, like, actually, literally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we showed at the Mix, which was, like, what oh, cool. we came out oh, for, cool. which was right. last night, yeah. which was super fun. All the games there were really cool. Um, and, yeah, like, uh, I, we walked by E3 and, you know, looked at all the massive monstrously big posters and I was mm. like oh yeah there's something happening in there to do with games <laughs> and there then I wandered away <laughs> there were a lot a lot more energy drink booths this year yeah mm. yeah I had energy drink gummies on my uh, hotel bed this God, year damn it I am I am so pissed so like envious no, because I got them. So I, I, I left the Do Not Disturb sign on my door for about three days. Okay. Because just, just don't, I, you know, there are plenty of towels in here. I'll be fine. Uh, leave me be. Don't, don't come in and jostle my stuff. It'll be all right. Um, and so I get back to my room whatever night that they, you know, decided to distribute. The gummies. The gamer gummies. Oh, God. Uh, here we go. My Do Not Disturb sign on the door. A, fl- a little card stuck in it saying, hey, we respected your Do Not Disturb sign. If you need it cleaned, you know, check these boxes, which they'll do after a, a number of days at a hotel. We're will, worried about you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or just like, if you need towels, check this box. You should have used all your towels you. by now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we know how many towels are in there. And it's gross. And I was like, there's a drought. I'm just being, I'm just trying to help. Good for you. Um, and so I'm like, oh, they didn't, they didn't come in and clean, which is nice because I put up the thing saying don't come in. And then I open it up, and there are two bags from <laughs> this nameless company in here with these fucking ga- energy drink-flavored gummies. How many gummies? Like two bags, of, you know, like, like two bags about that big. Like they put one on either side of the bed, like maybe two people were staying there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Who shares gummies? Right, no, not me. That's for sure. <laughs> and two little, like, bootleg five-hour energies. Like, knock off, like, tiny energy things. And then, like, a thing saying, download an app to get more. As if that's, like, a, like, yes, bring me the... No! <laughs> get that shit out of here. Wait, so what are the side effects of gamer gummies? Uh, <laughs> anger. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Increased shit posts. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I, it specifically said you didn't come in my room, <laughs> but someone did. They didn't just grow there, right? Right? They the gummy guy, he gets to bypass uh, all of your do not disturb it, just, it reminded me of the year that that Godfather game was coming out, like, years ago. They put a horse's head in your bed? A, yeah. They, what? Yes, they did. They Holy they shit. had uh, EA went and got like stuffed horse heads made, and then put them under like said like oh we're, we're gonna come in your room and put this under your uh, under the sheets in your bed, and then you're gonna peel it back and be like oh, the Godfather's coming out yay, which uh, is fuck ridiculous like why would you know it, yeah, it you just coined fuck ridiculous that, yeah that's how angry I am. <laughs> Uh, you know, but usually it was a lot more subtle, and, and usually we didn't have the Do Not Disturb sign up, so, it, right. you know, you go like, oh, well, if they're in here anyway, I guess they're going to leave this garbage. Uh, there was one year, I still have the sticker somewhere, they were sticking cling stickers to the mm-hmm. TVs that were like, for the, it was the year the PlayStation 3 was coming out or being announced or whatever, that was like a thing saying like, 
changed the game, whatever, whatever yeah. the hell it was. Uh, and so it's like this long history of people breaking into your hotel yeah. rooms to leave marketing shit behind. <laughs> I'm like, how is that okay? Were you, were you the idea that did the, it was the Master Chief? In I the think? mirror? In the mirror, yeah. So oh, yeah. You, you could like, I could be John. Yeah, so you could take like selfies of you in the bathroom mirror of yeah. your own hotel. With, yeah, yeah uh, but nobody wants that and now no. you're making me on my hotel room peel some shit off the mirror <laughs> right. so that I can, so can rush the and mirror. Like, get my eyeliner on and get my ass out the door. I don't want to be Master Chief yeah. in that moment. That's where I do my biz. Get out. I, I feel like where I want the line to be is like if you want to replace the keys to the hotel room with something that says there's a new Red Faction game coming out or whatever the hell, you know, just like whatever game buys the keys that year. Mm. Fine. Fine. I, I'll carry around keys with a game. I'll keep them because I'm a weirdo and I have a stack of keys. Not even ones that are designed by games. I steal all the keys from all the hotels I go to. Never and I have go a, back. I'm going to reprogram the... I'm going to be a really good hacker someday. I'm reprogram all these keys <laughs> and do something. Probably just reprogram one key. That's a good point. Dude, you're a hoarder and you're not going to do shit with those keys. <laughs> I cut one up and used it to pull some hard drives out of an enclosure once. All right. Do you have a screwdriver at home? A what? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't keep vodka in the house anymore. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's. I'm angry about. I'm angry about gummies. <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm just thinking how. Uh, I'm surprised no one's done like a horrible escape room in people's. Like you walk into your room and there's, and there's just like a guy in there with a fake knife just going like, Manhunt 3, motherfucker! And they're like, yeah. in stores now! Yeah. Someone's uh, going to do it. I mean, they're going to keep going. I'm surprised actually that we haven't seen like, with, with the amount of like, kind of meaningless stuff that's on the show floor at E3, uh, that there wasn't like a full-on escape room there. It seems like exactly the sort of thing they would have tried to do. We thought there, there was, was, there was we, an AR Thing. There, there, there were signs for Psycho Circus all around E3. Did you see these? Like, and I was like, holy like shit, this? they're rebooting that kid's yeah. FPS? Yeah. And it was for an escape room called Psycho Circus. Uh, on the show floor? No, okay. not at E3. Oh. Oh, also, right. I don't think it was licensed by anyone associated with Kiss. That was an album title as well, right? Sure. You're a Kiss fan. Kiss fan. <laughs> <laughs> knows anything about me. Oh, man, the audience is going wild. Dan Wright yeah. loves Kiss. Wyclef Jean, Kiss. <laughs> all the top bangers. Yeah. Oh, crazy in here. Uh, yeah. yeah, sorry. We're hearing Dan Riker does not like Kiss. I think he's more of a Kid Rock guy. Kid Rock's better than Kiss. Kid Rock is better than Kiss. I don't know what that means though, because they can both be quite that. low. Oh, You're not it's, sure. It's both like pretty low. <laughs> but I, I can listen to a Kid Rock song from time to time, and like have fun with that. Kiss, I feel like uh, there's nothing, there's nothing there in that music, for me. I'm with you. Yeah. I think that in if we're just on a a one two level of which is better, yeah. I'll take I'll take Kid Rock. Does yeah. Kid Rock have a video game? Not yet. I mean, I'm he, it's either him. that or he gets elected to some office. Yeah, he went into politics. Yeah. so I don't see why he can't get into video games. Right. I feel like that's a pretty logical progression at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what sort of stuff happened at the in the, the Twitch area? Are you is it like? Hey, you have devs coming by and doing interviews and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, we do the traditional, like, 
devs can come by, but I think mm-hmm. the real thing that we're trying to do is like get more partners involved in the show and like yeah. let them interact in some way. So I ran around with a partner, her name is Umi no Kaiju, and she's like a full-time streamer. And we just like ran around on the show floor and made her do like silly stuff, and then we shot it and played it on the live stream. Okay. And then we also let people do interviews. Actually, Danny's channel was just partnered, yeah. so you did one. <laughs> well, there was a no-show, and I, we were there filming our little... <laughs> this is a thing. standard thing with yeah. streamers. <laughs> Weird, huh? I just had the, uh, my own one rebranded no clip like last week. So they were like, come on and talk about it. And I was like, literally never streamed anything on this channel. <laughs> and it's partnered. Don't ask any fucking questions. <laughs> yeah. Who I might know at Twitch. Right. Um, yeah. so not, no, no, I'm not implicating you. Other and Nina's people. partnered too. And you can be partnered <laughs> if you want to. Anyway, the point is, is we're trying to help as many as possible. I stopped at affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I am. Yeah. They won't let me through. Uh, <laughs> I know. I started filling Aaron, out. do something. I was going to start filling out the paperwork, and I was like, this is way too restrictive. I don't think I can fill this out. Oh, wow. same. I work so many hours, and they require you to do so many things. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah that's, I think contractually, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Danny, it sounds like you've been going around the show for uh, with while well, we're just going around the show generally, both on on, on the either end of your illness, uh, <laughs> shooting a bunch of stuff either for end, no clip. Uh, yeah, we're doing. Um, people have been asking us to like do something on the media forever. Yeah, and it's about it, time someone rat got, got yeah. down to the bottom of those motherfuckers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know. It seemed like a little bit too like in our wheelhouse, like too like pally or something to do it for, at the start. But like now that we have like a good two and a half years of stuff behind us, um, we were people have always been asking us to do something on E3 as well. Yeah. So then we kind of thought. Uh, oh, let's let's like do a kind of a meta doc on I guess how the press does E3. Like mm-hmm. it's about E3, but it's also about like how the press, and then it kind of ended up evolving into how developers plan for as well yeah. um, uh, the show. To so kind of like I don't know, do that whole you know stupid pants operation kind of thing of mm-hmm. like this is what it's like actually being at E3 for people who can't get here. You know, every one of us probably watched like streams growing up, and like you know wherever you are in the world, you know I'm sure there's those people on Twitch being like I'd love to be there. Like people watching the stream right now. Yeah. So like that's the easy one. Like everyone kind of does that now. So. Doing that, and then also kind of, I guess, like it, it kind of feels like a, a phone in because it's just people that we know. Sure. <laughs> but like interviewing yeah. uh, uh, folks, like uh, we embedded with IGN, uh, we we were with uh, Vice Games for uh, the Microsoft conference. Mm-hmm. We interviewed uh, Jason Schreier earlier today, um, and then we talked to people like we had Marcin Davinsky this morning from CDP, um, uh, like folks like Tim Schafer. We accosted Rev Ford from Warframe, uh, who you had on the yeah, couch a couple yeah. of days ago, just like talking to them about like what it's like at E3. I guess the way that they tackle it, how they prepare, how their teams prepare, what it's like on the day, and then kind of how it's changed. Because this year definitely does feel different. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. The football is crazy. Like I can't. Like today especially. Yeah. I can't believe how how empty empty it the halls were. It felt so yeah. empty today. I, and yeah. I couldn't. We were talking about it yesterday. I couldn't figure out whether it was like it was the vacuum by the Sony booth, the vacuum by Sony, mm. the lack of like. Maybe they got better at the lines because the ESA was really bad at, at uh, crowd management the yeah. first couple of years. And Nintendo did have pretty long lines still, right? Uh, but I think part of it is you know, so packs used to only sell, uh, or they used to sell like three day passes or four four day passes, and so you'd have the situation where if most of the people on the floor had those multi day passes, they okay. would have their fill of it and be like, all right, we're done, yeah, and not come back. So for E three, those public passes were three day passes. Mm-hmm. So here we are, day three. They may have already waited in the, in the Nintendo line, 
they may have already bought a Fortnite shirt, and right. they might just be done. So what else just... is there to do in there? <laughs> yeah, well, like kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so a guy walked around just to kind of take the temperature or whatever, and mm. it was like, okay, there's like two people in this Fortnite line. Nintendo still had really long lines, but but everything that like was really packed on day one and day two, well, really really packed is even relative because it's not like old E3 right. rush just like like pinned in walking around like it never got like that, which is kind of nice. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also it, it feels bad. It feels like hey, if this show is going to be vital and make people happy and 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 serve a business purpose for the people that need that out of it, you probably need to be attracting more people to the show to either take the meetings to see the products or, or show up with the products like and, and it feels like on both ends of that that's not really happening the same way it used to also like the number of people that I know that left yesterday like, like business types right. that left yesterday uh, it was pretty high mm. people's going like alright I'm done like I this, that's all the meetings I need to have like I'm, I'm getting out of here like I don't need to be here anymore and that it feels bad I, I like E3 I've yeah. been to all these stupid things do you I, predict a, a more decline well, look look at it this way. Like next year is the year these consoles will launch, right? So that's the year we're going to know for sure. Uh, like, or, or I think we'll know over the next like six months. Like, will they have E3? Will it be like this? They announced dates, which that was the, like the thing I was honestly looking for. Is like, right. As a, if I walk out on day three, will there be dates? And sure enough, oh yeah, that's that email that comes at six p.m. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think. Well, I have to check. I, I wonder if they will send the email saying like here's, the, here's the attendance. Like, yeah. Yeah. If it's biggest E3 ever, that's. That can't be true. Yeah. Um, but also, like Microsoft is off the show floor, right? So, if you have an E3 badge and you're in the public or business or whatever, you could be over there. And I didn't go over there, so maybe that place was jumping. But, right. But I don't get the impression that it was. Everywhere you weren't was popping. Exactly. And that's why it that's looked right. so bland. That's probably it. But it's, I, you know, I, I talked to some people in PR and and a few people today. Uh, you know, even people that, that paid to get in and stuff, and just kind of asked everyone, like, what do you think? And no one was like, I'm stoked. This was perfect. It was like people in PR, especially if like smaller products, were like, what are we even fucking doing here? This is a huge waste. Um, people that had, had paid for access and, and to get in were like, oh, you know, I saw some cool stuff, but it's no packs. Right. Uh, there was that story a while back, uh, about a month ago now, that Crescente ran over a variety, like, like talking about the ESA mm. and saying like, hey, you know, E3 is kind of you know, been on fire, and then and there was something in there about, like, maybe they were talking at one point about selling the show to read the company that runs PAX. Mm. Runs everything now. They, well, yeah, yeah, they bought, yeah, EGX yeah, yeah, and all the, the Res. EGX Res, is that the name of that show? Why and do they the, call it that? I, I, I'm not the ambassador for UK <laughs> and Ireland. I think it's the queen. I just knows. assume it's a pretty thing. If it's something I don't understand, I just assume it's, like, related to, to soccer. I, maybe Eurogamer Expo just sounded weird with, with Gamescom being the Euro... Yeah, I, I think it's just the res part that I just don't get. Oh, like, yeah. you're like, Eurogamer Expo makes makes perfect sense. Yeah. But the rest of it, I'm like, okay, res, res sure. Res um, had a big showing one year. Yeah. Wanted to keep the, keep the party going. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe every year there's a res booth, and it's like, <laughs> we got trans vibrators for days. Just come on by. Um, but yeah, so you start to wonder, like, do they take the show and turn it into something more like PAX, which is probably the right move if they want like the public the LACC to come. Is the LACC the venue for that, though? It's not. It's really not big enough, right? Like, even You're if you open right. up Kenshi again, it's like, yeah. it's just, it doesn't have the... When you look at something like, like Gamescom, have you ever been to Gamescom mm-hmm. before? Yeah, like, uh, the scale of that is completely different. Oh, yeah. It's but even a PAX, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do we need another PAX? I don't know. Do like, we? I mean, they have, yeah, like, West, 
south and east now that covers so many different areas. I wonder, like, people, like the consumers, like how much money they're willing to spend on going to, like, fan shows. You know? I wonder if it just becomes, like, you know, if you're hitting enough different regions, like, you yeah. know, only diehards are going to multiple yeah. PAXs. Yeah. So, you know, if it's just like, oh, well, there's one in L.A., that's the convenient one for me. Yeah. yeah. I don't Where's need to go to Seattle anymore. Tampa, Florida convention. Right. Yeah, yeah, or, like, Chicago. For all those people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I see and hear about empty E3 show floor, I just think maybe everyone just has a hangover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's certainly, it's, it's certainly possible. <laughs> That's something that I've like, I've somehow like lost like total perspective on of the like how drinky is E3. Other than you can make the safe assumption, it's like it, very much so. Mm. Uh, but like being here uh, and and like being you know doing doing these shows, like I haven't been to an E3 party and like five years or something like that. It's usually tonight that... Are they doing what upstairs? No, that's that's uh, night two. That's usually uh, Oh, Wednesday. it is? Yeah. Did they do it this year? Yeah, they, they did it last right. night. There we go. Yeah, so my understanding is that the, there was a lot of people at the GameSpot party and they all got very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> they do. But, yeah. but as someone yeah. who worked on the GameSpot crew for many years, I can promise you that they did go party until 3 a.m. and their drunk asses did show up for their shift the next <laughs> yeah. day. Because they're always there. That hung was, over. That, so hungover. That was there. like the number one rule when I started at GameSpot back in the day that I was told. By, Don't talk to IGN. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> the, the number two rule uh, was basically like, I don't care what you do at night. Whoa. Uh, like, get out there. You know, yeah, just drink all night, stay up all night. I don't Quick give murder. a shit. Yeah. But you're in the booth, ready, <laughs> yeah. ready to work, first thing. And I always kind of took that to heart. Uh, and... You know, wrote a couple of previews while still drunk from the night before, but whatever. Uh, and actually, I'm pretty glad to have kind of been pulled completely out of that stuff because I just, I don't know, that, that aspect of the show. Maybe that's just like having been to too many of them at this point. It's like, <laughs> I can go to a hotel bar and buy my own drinks. I don't mm. need to go drink someone's free drinks at a show anymore. It's just like, leave me out of the it. Years, the years catch up with you as well. I'm like, I can't, like, I'm, I'm only... I'm only 33, I guess, but like, mm. I just I can't do it like I could like even two years ago. It's mm. just it doesn't like now I now we get a place that's like a little bit outside of town and I get a rental car and it's yeah. like it's a, that's but I don't. Well, you got a car. You can't I don't touch drink for the week. Yeah, right. yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. That was uh, yeah. I mean, in the the you know earlier days of covering stuff for Giant Bomb, we used to drink a lot more during stuff like this, right? Yeah, <laughs> other podcasts and stuff. And it was just, at some point, it's just like. There was one year that, like, I think we hit a breaking point, and I was like, I can't do this. And then, like, I basically have, like, one beer per convention at that <laughs> point. And I haven't had it yet, but, you know. But it's a four loco. It's, so, it's, yeah. is there a thing here where we're all getting too old to drink super hard at E3, less people are coming to the show floor, so the show floor is less important, but I feel like people still, like, watch the, like, streams of, like, yeah. the big presentations, so does that mean E3 is just going to, like maybe become more about, like, having a live stream of just, like, a small theater kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no denying that the press conferences are the top-rated thing. Yeah. Cool. And, yeah. like, statistically, it never fails. And it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter if we do developer interviews. It doesn't matter if I showed a bucket of mayonnaise that said, we'll be right back. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Can you do that? I actually, I have been pulling for it for yeah. years, and no one will listen to me. Just put the mayonnaise in a public bathroom. And then I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting so much 
double. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, the press conferences are always the top dog, and then it drops. You yeah. get viewer fatigue, yeah. and yeah. it always was. There was like, honestly, it was always like Sony was the top one. So this year, it was like, I don't care what you do. I don't care how much confetti you throw at the screen. I don't care what ideas you have. It will be lower because... Sony isn't here, and the press conferences yeah. are what bring the bacon home, yeah. as yeah, they say. And I'm not sure if you get that drip of gameplay and stuff you used to get after the fact. You remember mm -hmm. you get like, right. well, I was talking to Rich earlier um, about, uh, uh, you know, you'd send your runners out to go out and get the gameplay, right? And yep. whoever was fastest to get it encoded and up on the website. Right. And, but like, even like when we were there, I felt like there was we had exclusivity with certain people, we'd interview with certain people. And even that game doesn't really seem to be going on now. Like they kind of a lot of the, a lot of the studios they had the press conference bit. They're done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and you know the the games on the show floor. Yeah, I think you know EA really kind of refocused. And as the show gets open to the public, they're naturally going to refocus it to games you could buy right now. That mm -hmm. call to action of just like, totally. hey, you played it at the show. Now go buy it immediately and not talk about things that are or not not show gameplay for things that are like a year out. So instead, it's just like. You know, I, I walked around the show floor before it opened, and I was, yeah, I was like, okay, I've already, I already played Doom a month ago. Mm. I played, you know, like I'd already played most of the games that were going to be at the show, and it was like, it felt a little, I, I, it bummed me out inside. It was, mm. I, I want E3 to be huge and this big pillar of just like, look at how big video games can be. That's awesome, and also it affords us the opportunity to come here and do this show mm -hmm. because everyone comes to town, and so mm -hmm. we can like book guests because mm -hmm. they're all here already. And I love doing this, so that's the, the part that really leaves me a little shook. Is like if E3 yeah. doesn't happen, then if I can't do this, then I, you know, that that sucks. Like I really like doing it. I feel like the other thing that it is important to me, for obvious reasons, that would be lost from like not having it be like a gathering, mm -hmm. is like as an indie designer who I'm, I'm not like I don't. I mean, I work at full. Fulbright, but for my personal stuff, I don't like yeah. work with a publisher or anything. I always just self-publish, and it would be hard. Like if it was just those big press conferences, like I wouldn't get that chance to like come, totally. yeah, and yeah. meet up with press who are all in town, and like it would be like I'm like, where would I fit into any of those shows? Like probably not. And I think there's a lot of devs in that in that mm. uh, space. So like being here for stuff like the mix or like meeting up with press in like hotel lobbies and whatever, like. That's actually a really valuable part of E3 that I would hate to see lost. Right, and then it becomes like, okay, well, you can hit some of those people out of packs, but mm -hmm. not as many, maybe, yeah. or you know, it, it just it starts to spread out. Mm -hmm. It becomes more costly for everyone that's either trying to cover the show, or yeah, or for for smaller developers that aren't going to break into a press conference or, yeah. or whatever. It's like, yeah, you could just put out a trailer. Yeah. So who, but, you know? Yeah. This, this is such a valuable opportunity mm -hmm. for you. And yeah. the Media Indie Exchange is a really good organization that like facilitates that stuff. Mm. Um, Twitch actually typically works with them, mm. and they send us like a pool of games, and we yeah. bid through them and like try to pick like five or ten indies to be on our show. Mm -hmm. and you're talking about like prime time you know, front right. page yeah. of Twitch, they're yeah. going to get more eyes on that show than they could have ever gotten anywhere else. Yeah. It doesn't cost them anything because they were already coming and we're already coming, so mm -hmm. just <laughs> so just show up and do it. And it's, like, awesome for them to be able to have the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so true. One of my favorite things to do is, like, even just, like, go to the Devolver area, which is, like, yeah. the alley, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's right. a parking lot, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, a, you know, yeah, like murder alley that you can, like, hang out in and you always find something really cool there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I found, I played Fall Guys this year, which is basically like Takeshi's Castle. It's like all these like little goo right, dudes, yeah, there's yeah, like 40 yeah. of them, and oh, you, cool. you all oh, run yeah. I saw a trailer like up mountains that. and stuff. It's super fun. I would never have like probably 
uh, been able to play it, and mm. it was like really cool to get mm-hmm. hands on. So it's like those types of things can change my perspective, but it also gives them opportunities that they deserve. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think you, you've seen some of that already happen. Like that, some of that happened last year because the, the big area in Sony's booth where you just have kiosks for third-party games, yeah. big and small. You know, it'd be like here we got one kiosk for just about everything that we're you know that, that we care about, and it's all, a lot of it's right here, and it's it's like super small indie games to you know Capcom's game, you know, just running. Like last year, they lifted that whole part of the booth out because they needed open space for people to stand. Yeah. And you're just like uh, you're walking through there, going like, "Oh, there are way fewer games here." Yeah, like, that's sad. If, if I was making a, a smaller game, and it was like, "Man, I, well, maybe we can get on Sony's booth because they they like to do stuff like that," and then suddenly all those kiosks were gone. I'd be mm-hmm. like, "Well, I guess I'm not even going to come to E3 at that point." I guess. Mm-hmm. Like Microsoft has some stuff for the the ID games they're showing here, but like they seem pretty selective about what they're putting in in the, the Microsoft theater and stuff. So it's not right. quite the same thing. And and yeah, well, I guess that's like an indicate area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, indicate is the last bastion of hope. Yeah, and it's typically <laughs> always around, and it's really good. Um, a lot of times when you're like at a Microsoft booth, not always, but like a lot of those times, like, they're looking for exclusivity, they're looking for like exactly. opportunistic mm-hmm. opportunity. Yeah. Indicate is like we don't care what you're on, we just yeah. want to yeah. see you make great games. Yeah. I was hoping it would have gotten bigger this year. It seems like it's a it's it's still a pretty small little pocket of the, mm-hmm. the hall. It's on the, in the West Hall, kind of tucked away into the corner. Yeah, yeah. Is that where they had the little fake grass and some other stuff set up over there? I think so. Was the, oh, that was just L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Put the indies over there with the fake right. grass. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think the other thing that kind of like was, was strange for me is like the number of booths that are just like selling stuff. Like yeah, actually selling. Yeah, they're not oh, just like it's retail. Like, yeah, it's not like hey, here's a thing for coming to the show. It's like no, we're running credit cards, buy some yeah. energy drink powder and some Funko Pops and, and gamer gummies <laughs> oh, <God>. on sale. <laughs> Get them, crush them, crush the gummies. If it was gamer gummies, that'd be a different story. Whoa! All right. The segment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're going to get banned again. <laughs> Not another one. Yeah. <laughs> Channels just we dropping left and right. <laughs> Mixer didn't ban anybody. Help I don't me see out. Yeah. The gator gummies are banning everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming through. Yeah. Uh, Wrap it up. <laughs> you almost made it. You almost made it over the line. Uh, Danny, when are you looking? to uh, <laughs> cut all this stuff together you shoot here is that the next I've been, thing I've been editing it? the third episode of the Hades documentary for like six months now so yeah. I don't know once I get that one done um, thank you by the way for coming up with that concept building the bastion and we just ran with it pretty really appreciate it um, <laughs> Uh, I, I got that camera back that has all the footage yeah. uh, that they shot around transistor time. It came up in a Q&A. Yeah. Somebody asked where the giant bomb camera was. Greg finally gave me the camera back. I've he got says it. He thinks he might still have the charger for it, so that might be a problem. I bought a replacement charger. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like the how they're networking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the V3 thing will be up in uh, first week of July, Raymond. Right? Cool. So yeah. All right. Crossed. Uh, Mary Twitch Twitch TV. That's right. That's yeah. where it, all the action is. Yeah. Um, and you're you're. Just Dance streams and oh, yeah. so on and so forth. I still stream on my affiliate channel. <laughs> I'm the only asshole in this group that's not partnered. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm literally like, well, my personal channel Dead is super is, not part uh, of yeah. yeah. Maybe that mixer job will push you over the edge. Yeah, I've already ruined it. I burned that bridge so hard. Uh, I'm live on my personal channel, um, Mary Kish, M-E-R-R-Y-K-I-S-H, uh, every Monday. I typically play indie games most of the time. Cool. And Just Dance for Fun. 
Awesome. And you have one too. You're a hentai PhD. My yeah. favorite <laughs> name for a channel ever. Mm. It's me, hentai PhD. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about hentai on the giant bomb stream. She's a I doctor. All right, we're, uh, <laughs> Wordsworth, let's get into it. Uh, um, <laughs> we met in May, out in September. Mm -hmm. Out in September, yeah. Yeah. Yep, uh, we're going to probably hope to do a similar thing at PAX where we go meet up with press and stuff, so hopefully we'll have more footage and stuff to share at that point. Do you have uh, like storefronts you're on? Like is it? Uh, yeah, we're on Steam coming soon, so cool. you can find it. We met in May on Steam. Wishlist it, please. I've heard that helps mm. people, people sell games. People keep saying that matters. I have no <laughs> yeah. idea. I'm like, I'm going to try this out. Let's see what this <laughs> wishlist thing is about. Yeah. Um, so please do that. Uh, and yeah, I stream quite a bit. Twitch partner. Love it. Uh, come Overwatch. hang out with me. Yeah. Overwatch. And I've been streaming some game development, actually, which has been pretty fun. I've been working on We Met in May on stream. Cool. Like, every so often, which has been cool. Shout-outs to my Twitch chat, who are all probably watching right now because they love you guys. Yay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> Hello, oh. hentai PhD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming through. Thank We're going to take Thank another you. break. And get back at it with some uh, additional guests here. Everybody stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. <clears throat> Hello, welcome back. Giant Bomb's coverage of E3 2019 rages on <laughs> into the night, <laughs> into the darkness. I'm Jeff Gersman. Hello. We've got some more guests with us. Let's welcome them now. Uh, Luis Antonio representing 12 seconds. So 12 minutes. minutes. 12 minutes. <laughs> we have much shorter games. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty short. 12 yeah. seconds, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah. Alex Hutchison of uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yes. Thanks for coming. Savage C3. So intense. Has, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed a little empty. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, in that corner, corner, in that know. tiny corner, it was yeah. pretty rough. But, and uh, Brooke Maggs working on control. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming. And you should realize you have two Melburnians, not just That's two right. Australians. Oh, boy. You have two Melburnians oh, as well. Same city. All right. Mm -hmm. well, we're we're going to team up against you. <laughs> see how it goes. I feel good. Just like going to get a beer bottle. You've got to smash them up because then it breaks and you're ready to go. Right. Keep that in mind, actually. I've learned something. I've learned something. I tried, I tried yeah. to inform. Yeah. Teach is a, not a word I would use. Inform. Inform. Uh, so 12 minutes. Uh, we took a look. You came by with 12 I minutes. I know, I know. So in, long ago. In like 1987. <laughs> uh, you had me working with you for a second. We were talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> Holy smoke. Um, no, it's we we have video on the side of of a much uh, a much older version of the game, and I th I think you know in the back right is like oh that was really cool, and then kind of never heard about it again, and then bam, Annapurna's got it. It's on a stage, a press <laughs> conference. Uh, walk us through the last oh, A to B. Eight, yeah. Um, so yeah, so when I met you guys, right, I was working on the witness with, with Jonathan Blow doing the art, trying this prototype of of this concept, and and just figuring out. Is it something that is worth doing? Um, and then I showed it on a couple of shows. Everyone liked it. And then you guys liked it. E everyone was liking it. So I was like, now I have enough of a, a wave going on that I can uh, look for funding. Yeah. And then once I secured funding, I disappeared. <laughs> I worked on it. And, uh, and then I came out. Uh, but yeah, so I did at Xbox. They... Uh, yeah, for a year I was looking at everyone. Mm -hmm. Like different publishers. But it's always like... Um, you know, like we wanted to do this, we wanted to release at this date, you wanted to do that, and they, uh, yeah, they just said like, just do whatever you want to do. We don't, like, we don't do anything. We just let you go. And, yeah. And then Napuna came by, and 
mm -hmm. and we could just take this to another level. Yeah, it seems like Annapurna has been really just making a lot of strong choices. Uh, they've, they've had a really good run. Of, oh, crazy of, of good games. run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been fascinating watching them kind of go from, well, I guess from Sony Santa Monica and getting out and, and kind of doing their thing. Uh, and but their choices like Finch, Florence, uh, right. Goa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And have they been basically like like what's that relationship like? Are they offering you advice on the game, or is it's, it really like, hey, you know that best? We'll, it's like we'll a be family. There yeah. It's pretty weird. Like I met them like two years before we started to work. I met them mm -hmm. when when they were just deciding to 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 be to, yeah. to have this happen, and then it was like friends. We were just chatting, and then and it was always about like why would we collaborate? What's the reason? And then we started to realize that we it overlaps a lot. Like I was trying to do this 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 movie-like narrative, mm -hmm. and they have all these, these this movie industry uh, know-how, right. like cinematographers, directors, uh, sound design, uh, yeah, like uh, everything. So we, we, we just saw that it would be a, a very useful collaboration. And they're very, they're very chilled. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's so chilled, yeah, it's like just hanging out. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty, yeah. I, I do whatever I want, actually. Like, it's just, but, but it just works, like, yeah. Yeah, cool, awesome. Journey to the Savage Planet, mm. uh, having kind of a, a big coming out party here. At the yeah, show. This, is our, this is our big reveal. This show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and what's that been like, kind of getting it out there? I know like the game been announced previously and shown a, a little bit, but this seems like it's like, hey, we're we're actually there. We're letting yeah. people play it too, which yeah. is, you know, it's a big it's a big difference. Big, yeah. yeah, I think it's different when you know, like we announced, we did the trailer at uh, the Game Awards. And, and you realize with a new IP and a new studio, yeah. there's very little for people to go on. You know, they, it's hard for them to connect the dots between, you know, what you're talking about and what it could be. So people are like, it's a survival game, yeah. or it's, you know, all these kinds of things. And so now they play it, and they're like, oh, it's a comedy. You know, which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, a it's survival, survival comedy. comedy. So it's an adventure yeah. game, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a, it's a return, hopefully, to the... You know, to the, the sort of golden age of science fiction when you weren't, you know, escaping the apocalypse. You were, mm -hmm. you were in search of adventure. You know, and you were going on adventure. I always think of the JFK quote, you know, for the moon of like, you know, we're not going to land on the moon because it's easy, but because it's hard. You right. know, like it's yeah. something you should do. So I like that idea and the positivity and the optimism of it. Um, and so we did that, and it was clear to us, and then we showed the trailer. It wasn't clear to everybody else, and so now they play it. They're like, oh, okay, I get it. I yeah. get it now. It's so like great. it starts to click. You're like, okay, I, yeah. I see what you're going for. Exactly. Here. Uh, with, you say, like, yeah, new studio, mm. new IP, uh, how, you know, you got the word out at the Game Awards, yeah. but how do you, you know, I guess, like, oftentimes you start to have to look at, like, okay, what are things we can say that will kind of, you know, ring some bells for people so it becomes like, well, this is from Alex Hutchinson, who yeah. was on as well, that would be the worst. Uh, yeah, do you have to start, do you start, like, running down, like, from the creators of... I think that would be, like, that's, that's your last-ditch roll of the dice, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're, like, <laughs> desperately saying, if you like something else, you'll like, right. you'll like this. But so, but it was more that, you know, probably starting a studio may well have been the stupidest idea anyone's ever had, you know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> People the, keep doing it for I know, I know. It's, like, it's yeah. hope, uh, but, you know, like, the core of the team, well, most of the team, actually, all of the team, quit well-paying jobs, you know, at big studios making cool things and decided to get together to do this. And so then you think, well, we know obviously don't have the budget or the team size that we used to have, so what are we going to do? You know, we need to make a yeah. strong decision to make a strong flavor and make something that's from the heart and something that we believe in to make that worthwhile. Um, mm. So, you know, and it was lucky that, you know, oh, actually it's, it's funny because there's been a few with the Outer Wilds and the Outer Worlds. Right. Like everything's yeah. outer something. So yeah. I'm glad we didn't go that direction on the name. 
Um, yeah, we were near. We were close. Yeah. The uh, outer rim. Though, uh, but uh, these colorful space adventures. You know, but when we started it, we thought, you know, this is, a, this is a, a real niche we could pursue. And there's a few more people in that area, but luckily they're sort of RPGs or, right. you know, very serious games. Um, you know, so ours is still the sort of the comedy angle on, on that sort of colorful adventure is still, is still open. Cool. So what's the response been like? Have people picked up on the comedy? Like, have they... They have it. It's like been a bit tentative, like not sure if they're supposed to be laughing and then I get it, or is it very no, I think it's up like, front with the comedy? We decided, like, strong flavours was one of the themes of the studio, you know, so we you know, we put some things in that even some of the people in the studio were a bit uncomfortable with, you know, <laughs> and they made me laugh, so, like, like we're putting them in. But, uh... uh <laughs> you, you get know. to have a call on Yeah, you get to have a call, which is the freedom yeah. of having That's no money and being it, yeah. independent yeah. now, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I think people, most people have responded to it because there's, there's the, obviously the sort of one-liners in the dialogue over the top, but there's also the sort of, I think of it as like interactive slapstick, mm. you know, where, you, where you, you, you make a decision in the game that comes back to haunt you later. You know, like you start a fire and you forget oh, about the fire that you oh, made, yeah. then you're goofing around with something else and then it comes back or a creature comes back. And so for me, that's a really unique flavor of comedy mm. that I think we've only scratched the surface of, um, that we're trying to, trying to dive into a bit You're constantly just eating this goo and every. Yeah. Exactly. The, ship, the, well, but that was like the, the, the AI voice is like, hey, I, yeah, no, maybe, it, maybe yeah. don't do it. But <laughs> that's like I was remembering those Capcom games where everyone was eating like a, a chicken leg off the ground. You know, like yeah. every right. final fight yeah. or every, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, to get some help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we put like like alien chicken legs on the ground, and then people just eat them. So they have a device to look at it and scan it and see if it's poisonous, and they're like, no, don't worry about it. I'll just eat it. <laughs> so I think there's some sort of game-specific humor we get in there too. Nice. That's very interesting. Did you do some of the writing? Yeah, I wrote the first draft, and now the publishers inform me that we should have people like rewrite, like write over. <laughs> They should do a polished okay. part. Like, right. you know, yeah. This is a decent star. Yeah. I was like, I thought, yeah. should, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. And they're like, this guy, he, 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 he's a professional writer. So, like, we should get him. Yeah. But thank you. But thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You did your best. <laughs> uh, Control uh, is yes. out pretty soon Yes, now. August 27. Yeah. Yeah. All so, it's cool. coming out very soon. Um, we've had the great pleasure of showing uh, Control um, at E3. And the response has been really great. Like, people... Mm. I think um, something that's really strong is that it's visually striking. Yeah. Um, people have commented saying this game looks really different, it looks really beautiful, it looks really polished. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that really speaks to you know, the effort the team have put in making it you know, absolutely gorgeous. But um, we're also getting to talk a little bit more about the story this time around, which yeah. I've really enjoyed. Yeah, so we get to talk uh, you should a bit do the more polish about that. I mean, Control's just about rats. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. I'll call you in a week. I'll come and do some chicken leg There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a low-level Australian just joke. Just for a tone yeah. change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, uh, so I, I play, uh, well, I played both games mm -hmm. about, a, about a month ago now. Amazing, uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, Control really stands out. I, I just, Thank you. The, yeah. What, yeah, what you said about the art, I think, is, is, a really, is really true. It's It's... From a design perspective, just like like look at this cool yeah. transforming gun <laughs> and the enemies and you know like yeah. all the just the the areas, but also I think you know like there's a grounded realistic look to it yes. that I think kind of yeah. makes all that stuff work too. That's mm. true, and it, I mean it's a challenge too when you're working. So it's a brand new IP for us. Mm. Um, it's an open-ended game um, with side missions and main missions, which is new for Remedy. Yeah, um, and so the whole approach to that has been really uh, new and interesting. But then also we, we started building a world before we started to build an 
um, uh, an individual story. Mm-hmm. So that approach has been different as well. Um, and yeah, I think I think people are really going to like. You know, exploring, like you, you can return to places again right. um, throughout this game, whereas previous linear experiences <coughs> that we've done... Yeah, um, like can, pain runs this way. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah, which is, which is valid. Totally, um, yeah. And so, but this time around, um, we've, yeah, made it so that it's um, with new abilities, you can find new areas. With mm-hmm. side missions, we can build out characters and their personal stories and reactions to things. You can go back and talk to characters and ask them about certain topics in the world, which is a new thing for us as well. Um, so Control has a lot of the Remedy flavour, but does a lot of new, fresh things, you know, from, from that us. That sounds super interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And how, how did, you know, how has the decision come to, to just like the, the way the character, like you get that inner monologue from her right, over time. Yeah. And I, I thought that was really interesting and, and like a striking thing of like, you know, before she says what she's about to say, you get that little inner justification <laughs> of just like the, yes. the close-up of her face. Like, it's a really nice effect that I think really helps kind of ground her and her decision-making. Yes, you get some insight into her character. Yeah. Um, because Jessie, you know, um, has a, you know, experience with the supernatural in her past. Her brother is taken. She comes to the oldest house to try and find answers to his disappearance, Mm -hmm. um, where the Federal Bureau of Control is, because they took him originally. So she comes there to find answers, but largely she's been a closed-off character to the outside world because people don't understand her in there. Mm -hmm. So when she gets in, first of all, it's a good way for us to have the player get some insight into who she is personally. Um, So using that narrative technique of her you know, we we get some insight into what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was a really good way to um, pair the character with her early on and then, you know, continues for the rest of the game. And also she becomes more confident as a character as well and you can kind of see that change. Yeah. Cool. So, thank you. (laughs) Uh, With with 12 minutes, I mean, it seems like the, the storytelling works in a very different way. You know, you're, you're kind of looping through these sequences and seeing different bits and pieces of it. Do you just have like a gigantic flow chart, kind or just of. like do you, are you like tying strings to like and tying the other <laughs> like conspiracy theory style? And you just got okay. If they do this, then we're gonna go branch over here, walk over to the other side of the room, and write down cops, and then pin that there. Actually, and, I, yeah. I like yeah. <laughs> but so when I started, I. I yeah, very, very early on, before I even started, all, all I was doing was, was exactly, I had a flowchart, and I would invite a friend over, and mm-hmm. I would say, okay, you get into the apartment, what do you do? And he says, oh, I got the bathroom, okay, you see this, this, and this. And, and so I... Dungeon master. Kind of, like, <laughs> mapping it out until you get to a point, like, I'm bored, or this is not working, <laughs> or it's not interesting, then I would go back, and... And yeah, I kept... Like, the hardest for me, actually, and I'm curious how you guys did on, on Control, was... So... I, so I didn't know how to program for this game, right? So I had to learn how to do this. So it was like a disaster course on, on AI, <laughs> kind of. Like, I realized that it's... Like, there's, there's the immediate logical decisions. Like, in squad-based games, like, I'm going to hide or I'm going to shoot. Yeah. But then 12 minutes has a, a scale of, of... Like, for example, the wife is reading a book, but she might decide she wants to grab a glass of water. So she has to want to resume reading the book after drinking a glass of water. Yeah. But while she's drinking a glass of water, maybe someone rings at the door. So now she wants to answer the door, then finish the glass of water, then, and then maybe there's a thunder, so she wants to talk about the thunder. But actually, it's not that important because, so trying to figure this out, and I was always doing priorities, but then priorities. Priorities with the decay is what I would do. Mm. But priorities yeah. become always a mess. Because then you're, oh, I didn't prioritize. And then, 
so trying to figure out how to how to handle this, and I realized actually it was more um, there are panic situations, which is like my husband's getting like overruled. Attacked. Uh, right. There's reactions to things, and there's the natural uh, situations. So figuring this out was was. So do the, the characters have AI behaviors, like specific behaviors that they follow through that's congruent with their personality? Is that how it works? Yeah. And then, yeah. So for okay. example, when the loop starts, the wife is is at a neutral, like it's, it's so she's she's pregnant, but she's gonna like in the trailer, she's gonna tell this she's pregnant. She's excited yes. about the situation, yep. yeah. and and then this guy shows up, so she goes into this tenseful mode. Yes. But but as you talk with her, you can also affect how she... Imagine she's very yes. happy about the, 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 the pregnancy, she's going to the dinner, and then suddenly you say, uh, like, like in the trailer, like, uh, did you kill your father? Uh, what happened to your <laughs> father? And then she's like, uh, so film, she doesn't want to have a dinner anymore, or she no. doesn't want to do this anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. And trying to make it subtle, actually, was the hardest. Because yes. before she was very much exposition, mm -hmm. I am sad. Mm -hmm. I am frustrated and trying to tone it down, but still feel readable was yeah. the flowchart <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's really exciting. And yeah. so, is the goal then to, like, as a player, let that twelve minutes play out, or can you just let it play out forever and tell many different stories with it? Like, so the 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 so what I realized actually was that the most interesting aspect of it is you as a player how the knowledge you accumulate of what you see over time so the game doesn't right. tell you any objectives it doesn't tell you what to do it doesn't right. so you just so like you can you can be doing your groundhog day thing mm. I'm gonna do everything perfect but there's no goal towards that and and then you just learn like yeah, there's cool things like for example when the cop comes in most people do the gaming thing of I'm gonna stop this guy and right. kill him but if you actually let him talk and say what he wants to say, you learn more that right. then you can use on a later loop. How did you find people reacted to that? Because something mm -hmm. we've had a challenge with on Savage Planet was originally it was meant to be really open. You know, like there's many things you can do at any one time, and you realize there are players who just are desperate for direction. You know, they really like, well, tell me what to yeah, do, and you're like, well, go do. go where you want. And right. they're like, but what should I collect? I'm like, well, scan things and figure it out. You'll gain quests. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah, I don't understand. I feel lost. I'm doing <laughs> it wrong. Yeah. And you're like, you can't do it wrong. Trust me, you're okay. And so, and then on the other side, you have like. Subnautica, which is so open and you can do truly anything. Mm -hmm. And we sort of went down the middle, which is you can gain a, a challenge or a quest and then track it, and then that will give you uh, just a location in the 3D space, like distant, like far away, but not, not how to get there, nothing oh, to do. But just like, well, if you're really interested in solving that problem, with the, it's over there, there, like 500 meters Start there. climbing, I guess. Right, exactly. you're like, but I can't climb. And yeah. you're like, well, I guess that's a new problem. <laughs> <laughs> you that figure problem. that out. Yeah, yeah. And all that. But, yeah. But, people, but people have been frustrated. Some people, like even you know, you asked how it went, some people have responded and been very excited. They're like, oh, they got the loop and they go out, they, mm -hmm. they do a small task, they come back, they upgrade their gear, they go out, they go further. And other people feel like they're making mistakes. And they get very upset and very frustrated, you know? And you're like, yeah. well, it's yeah. okay, you know, like just it's engage part, with it. It's yeah. part of the experience. Mm -hmm. But did you have the same challenge? Uh, kind of. It, it was a more natural uh, process. Like I, so for example, everyone thinks the game is about stopping this cop, but the cop yeah. comes like three minutes into the loop. Yeah. And once you get rid of him or you're able to to control him, then it it starts to open. So the cop was the the main, like was a, the main was, was path like, forward. Look, here, here's something. It's more like. If you have nothing to do, this guy beating you up every three minutes is a pretty strong uh, <laughs> motivator to yeah, do something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. yeah, well, yeah. interestingly, navigation was a thing on control for us as well because now we have an open-ended world where players can, you know, 
theoretically go wherever they like and look wherever they like. We specifically didn't have a waypointing system because the idea is to explore, to be yeah. curious about things. Mm -hmm. The nature of the genre is to be mysterious and strange and unsettling. Do you have a map? And we do. Yes, so we have... We it, have didn't, did, it didn't always have a map, though, did it? Did it is that uh, something that kind of came in a little later, or um, is that... No, I think the plan okay. is to have a map. Yeah, okay, because I, I think, you know, the, the, you talk yeah. about the, the waypoints and, and the thing from playing it. It's one of those games, and not a lot of games do this, but it's one of those games where you, you read the signs and they make sense. Right, I was where like, to say yeah. that. Oh, exactly. and you can follow yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, oh, they've, they've built this like yeah. a real place Literally, that would have signs. that would yeah. have signs. Yeah. And the environment artists, like, are very, like, serious about that. Like, yeah. they, they design, like, think about the signs that would literally be in this kind of place. Like, the maintenance sector we've been showing off um, where, like, to, down to the detail of the lines on the floor, mm -hmm. you know, that people... Like, would use to navigate yeah. right exactly so we encourage players to like look at the signs in the world to navigate because if we put in a waypoint system people do just go yeah. and over there you, you know the which is, yeah, we had the same one where we put the the, 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 the the marker is so far away it's like 500 meters away and it's like up as well and yeah. then people like do you remember that story of the, the person in Japan who drove off a bridge that wasn't finished because the GPS said drive yeah. you know oh, it's the same looking. thing you're like there's no bridge like GPS says drive <laughs> this is where I'm it's going the same thing like people just walking into space. I almost, and you're like, I almost did that. There's a big gap. Like, so, you know, it's clearly, the game is clearly telling you, like, figure out another solution or find another path. Right. And they're just yeah. like, nope, I'm going straight towards the dot, off the cliff. Yeah. On the, yeah, I want to say on the witness, we did a lot of, 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 of like environmental navigation yeah. with yes. color. Yeah, and, and that's when you can sure. use the lines of the environment and the lights and color and things like that. Like, like subtly... Yeah. yeah, like sound cues, and, and we've we've integrated a lot of that as well, mm -hmm. which I think is more natural. Like it, it, it requires more work for sure, but it, I think it pays off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think, well, it makes it feel like a real place, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're there, you know, because I think if you play a waypoint, you really miss a lot of the love that went into all the details. And, you do. You just, you're just staring exactly. at the number. You're yeah, like, okay, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a pip and it says 2,000 meters and it's like, like all right, okay. I'm just yeah. going to go. Yeah, you see the number decrease and yeah. you just... Well, it's the thing, like a lot of driving games are this way now, especially because, you know, open world games because it's just literally... I'm staring at a mini map yeah. the entire time I'm playing Grand Theft Auto instead of <laughs> the road. Game, you, you play the map. You used to play the map a lot. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> you yeah. you're staring in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So when you have a game like Journey to the Savage Planet and you're trying to demo it at something mm. like E3, you know, it seems like a, a game that, that is so open-ended yes. and there are so many different things you could do. Uh, it was something I felt like, like playing it was like, okay, I don't have a ton of time. Well, it was two things. I didn't have a ton of time to play it, and then when I put on the headphones, like the left headphone was out. Oh. So immediately, like five minutes were burned. <laughs> Someone trying to track down <laughs> the headphone. I didn't know this. I'm glad I didn't know this. This was a month ago. Yeah. Uh, and did not hear it either. Um, and, and so I got back on it and started, and I'm like, now I got this pressure of just like, yeah. okay, I already wasted time. They're yeah. going to kick me off this thing in a little bit. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. And it was like, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. How do you, how, how do you craft a demo? Or yeah. did you craft the demo, or did you just kind well, of like, hey, I mean, we're, we're like, put we're you in the game? We're a small a team. There's only 24 yeah, of us at Typhoon, yeah. so we had to sort of make peace with the idea we would not be crafting anything. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, we would just be picking moments, like like setting the player up at a, in a state and letting them run free. And it, I think I did make I think it was Judges Day mm -hmm. when you played it. And, uh, uh, and for me, I think it was a mistake, and that my personal taste in games is I love being dropped in over my head. 
You know, like when you used to get games yeah. in the mirror, I would lie in the keyboard and you hit all the keys to see what, <laughs> they, what they would do. What, what oh, do yeah. I do? Like, like, you know, yeah. childhood. Hey, if you're getting those games legally, they usually come with an instruction manual. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to put that right, out there. Right. I'm going to watch The 16 year old me had All right, okay. The, uh, Running yeah, the crack on MSI. Exactly, like figuring it out. That's interesting because that was back in the day. Like, you would have the instruction manual and that was it. Like, you couldn't go online and find out. Like, trying to craft a demo. I was like, I think it's fun to sort of. It's unusual in the demo to be sort of like figure it out, like you know, try and engage with it. Yeah. But I think it was a risk, and it was you know, it was sometimes some people in that moment mm -hmm. were like, well, I don't know. Overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm overwhelmed, and because we didn't start you right at the start, you know what I mean? You didn't get the lead because we didn't want you just to do the tutorial, and so you know, it was it was a dangerous demo. So we tried to structure it a little more this time around and give ah. a bit more of a preamble to the demo to people to say this is what you've missed and yeah. you know this is where you're at so I think it, it is tricky to sort of strike the balance between giving a true representation of the game and, and the experience which is, to, which is supposed right. to be open-ended and yeah. not sort of just like pushing them in a pool when they can't swim yeah like I got out there I started eating stuff and, yeah. and found a teleporter yeah. and but that's all great fed some big uh, things to get some tentacles out of the way and yeah. like, okay I'm, I'm making progress, making progress. And that's it exactly. does the comedy come like right at the start or it's more of a um, it, I hope so. The tone on. <laughs> I'm really curious about. Yeah, it will come and play. The, 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 uh, uh, I think you know, like it's you start out and you know, like even something comedy is so tricky because mm -hmm. you know people's tastes are all over yeah. the map. Mm -hmm. You know, but we had like you know because you can you choose your your race and your gender right at the start because the story is essentially you as an individual, whoever you want to be, sent yeah. into space without any preparation. You know, like kind of the narrative setup mirrors the player. Mm -hmm. um, but we put up a whole gallery of faces, and I was like, they're always like stylized, handsome people. So we put up a gallery of faces of really unattractive people. And, uh, and then some people were like, I don't want to be unattractive. And I was like, how do I pretty this character up? Yeah, exactly. That sort of stuff. Give me some sliders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, with Control, you know, that demo was, just seemed like, here's a sequence in the game, the powers yes. you will have, yes. all that stuff. And so it was interesting, you know, like previously seeing trailers and stuff where it's just like, oh, She's just going full blast with everything, hovering, doing all this stuff. And yeah, right. It, it was nice to see it. Like, okay, this is a little more grounded in terms of like, okay, I can, I can. You can do a few PK, things. Like, yeah, yeah, fling yeah. some stuff around, and then there's glimpses of like, you know, oh wait, there's is this a crafting system. Wait a minute, is there? You know, mm -hmm. I'm picking up these items and equipment slots. Like, yes. it was yeah, yeah. it was nice to see like that end of the some game. Extra detail. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, the maintenance sector, like towards the beginning, that was mission three. Mm. Um, you have the ability to launch objects. So, but in this particular mission too, you have a couple of side missions. Um, which one, which is called um, a merry chase, where you find another object of power that you can bind to and gain yeah. the evade ability. Mm -hmm. So some abilities are off the beaten path. They're part of side missions. Nice. So you can actually go through the game not without have not mm. have the ability, cool. um, but it's to your advantage to explore. Mm -hmm. And I guess that sort of goes back to what we were just talking about is if the game doesn't hold your hand, then you're encouraged to be curious and then maybe even discuss things online with people or it sort of opens up a conversation potentially as mm. well. Um, and yes, there is uh, crafting that you can do in the world. You pick up materials, you can craft uh, weapon mods and player mods. Yeah. And that way you can tailor the way that you play you know, it to a certain extent, like to right, modify right. your different weapon forms. Because mm -hmm. um, we only have one weapon in control, the service weapon, which changes into different styles of, Such a of cool gunplay. Such <laughs> Weapons, um, and yeah. so then you have to be fairly like aggressive with the way that you play 
um, so moving forward with your abilities and your uh, weapon, and then kind of trying to see what suits you in terms of using different abilities. So you also have shield where you can bring objects around you, and then you can upgrade that ability to launch those objects cool. later on. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was it's cool. Like this this one, um, you do get to see how you can build up. Jessie over time, I suppose, which pairs nicely with her becoming, you know, the director of the Bureau and right. sort of getting yeah. more confident in her role as well end. and deeper into, you know, the strange and weird that's going on. Yeah, I was going to um, say, you know, <laughs> I met that janitor. The janitor, you met Ati. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting fellow. Ati <laughs> is, a, is the janitor uh, of the oldest house and he kind of takes Jessie under his wing and calls her the assistant janitor um, and, and helps her um, find her way to the water coolers and the power pumps in this mission. Um, Do they literally have conversations around water coolers? No, I said that water coolers. It's been such a long day. <laughs> <laughs> there are water coolers. Just stop, take a small beverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah ah, just nice. stop. Make sure you take refresh yourself. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Hydration is important. Yeah, but you actually get to do a side mission with Arti later on. And um, yeah, so he's a strange character in there. We also have security chief Arish who you meet. I guess mm -hmm. the reason I mention all this is because in this demo, you get to see a number of faces this mm. time. Yeah. Like previously, we've really showcased the world and the gameplay specifically right. and now you meet Emily Pope at the start of the mission mm -hmm. um, you meet Artie who helps you along the way and Arish who's just trying to keep things under control until his boss gets back <laughs> and hoping that his boss gets back yeah. so um, yeah I think it's it seems like really you well. know it's, it's Remedy and its stories you know go way back they and do. there's always yeah. been uh, that fake TV show, that this, that, that little little bits and pieces yeah, kind of yeah. woven in. Yeah, uh, slowing down. Ben had a TV going. Yeah. 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 Well, we do have some live action in control as well. Um, yeah. This time around, it's more grounded in the world. So in Quantum Break, it was um, assisting telling a part of the story right. as well. Whereas yeah. these videos, um, you can find around the world and, and feature in it as well. Yeah, it's funny we ended up with live action. I had a rule in in video game development: never do live action. Yeah. I was like. Made weird my, made my skin crawl mm -hmm. like every time and then suddenly I was like saying to Reed Snyder's over there my executive producer and I was like I think we have to do live action and I was like it's killing me yeah, yeah so like so you well, have live action we have live action in it as well because and it's kind of like it is in Wally -E where you, you get messages on the screen Wally -E was super strange I was yeah, going to say but that but you're in your you're always in the video game and it's never full screen but it, yep. like people will talk to you from a TV <laughs> yeah. and it's live action because no, it's cheaper yeah. it's I, I was actually going to say like, like, <laughs> we have no money yeah we have no money and we have no cinematics team so we're like yeah. shit we have some information we need to impart and it was nice. way cheaper and to yeah. get a good result in live yeah. action and just to, to do something different. It's really exciting part of development too. I mean we have um, a costume designer who designed all the costumes for the actors oh, cool. as well so oh, wow. they already have costumes and things that you know they can use but and they also get scanned in their costumes mm -hmm. as well. I think it helps them get into character for the performance. Yeah, that character, well. the janitor did look like he was a scanned character. I was like, I'm gonna ask you that. Like, <laughs> like, he looked like he had that weird, eerie feeling of yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. with the grammar. Yeah, 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 that yeah. guy's out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> he's a very famous uh, Finnish actor as well, and, right. and sings tango too. Yes, wow. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. That's a little something for like the end credit sequence. <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> yeah. Over that. Tango. Yeah. You 
you mentioned, yeah, like FMV being or like shooting live action video being yeah. being cheaper and stuff. I think that was like that was like the old twisted pixel mo for a while there when they just had all the end credits were just like them. Like we bought a video camera, we're fucking around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we got no money left. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, like it, it gave things like a cool, like, like a, yeah, like a yeah. DIY well, vibe. You can't beat, to like it, if you're right? a small team, you're not going to do cinematics that beat uh, Ubisoft or an EA or anyone. So, oh, yeah. so all you can do is make a bad cinematic. You know, so you need to find a way. And then we were like, all right, we'll do it in 2D. And then we're like, it's going to be bad motion graphics. Like, you know, like, yeah. so we're like, we can shoot live action and at least have a style and a personality. For 12 minutes, that's why I made top down. Let's yep. not see anything. <coughs> yeah, I, I don't want to deal. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And early on, I didn't even plan to put uh, mm. voice acting. So it was all like, you imagine how this speaking yeah. and you try to imagine how they're uh, and it works I think there was always a tension going on but when did you decide so the loop was the core idea right because like to me I'm fascinated by loops in games like even in our game you go out you get stuff you come back home and we play you know, like it's always it's circles which it seems like a very video game thing for me is that yeah. is that like the first idea for yeah so, so the idea was like I like time loops how does this work and I started mm -hmm. with the basic oh you get a key code yeah. now you open the door now you can open it immediately but I'm like okay besides this mechanical uh, know-how mm -hmm. yeah. how, how deeper can you go and then I realized hey, it's about it's about what you know about people more than knowing about and, and how right like if I know something about you that if I'm going to say it might change the, the way you feel but if I have the choice of saying it or not I can yeah. change how you are going to feel yeah. or behave so that's this nuance um, and then I was like how can I make that so very early, the game was 24 hours. It yeah. was like in a small town. I was going to ask that. How did you come up with 12 yeah. minutes? Was it just so like 24 hours? Like the breadth of the tree? Maybe yeah. like the, the 24 time. hours is a long time. Yeah, a long time. So very early, the idea was you're home with your wife, having breakfast. Like this was like, so, right. I, I used to work for AAA Studios. Yes. So I, I was thinking about this. I was thinking as Rockstar. We were wrapping up GTA 4, I think. They were wrapping it up. I was in, in another studio. I was like, oh, I'm going to pitch this idea. A small town. Yeah. So you, you're, you're with your wife, you talk, take breakfast, you, you go to work. So you pick, you pick heavy rain. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. A little and less murder. It worked out well. Yeah. No, no, there's, then you come back from work and your wife has been murdered. And then you're like, oh no, what happened? I have to figure this out. But when I thought about the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay, I was like, oh, you, you make your boss have a car accident and then you, you go hacking his computer. I'm like, no. Because if you actually make your boss have an accident, it's very hard for the player to understand that he's going to be late to work. And mm. So I kept just, okay, so I said one hour. And let's put like an apartment building. Yeah. But then one hour, I was like, one hour loop is pretty long. Yeah. So I was like, let's pretend like GTA. One hour, that takes 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, but it's a time loop and I'm already faking the yeah. duration let's of time. Let's make it real time. Let's make it real time. And then I was figuring out like things you can learn. And like very early on, you could learn how to play piano. Right, so every loop you play a little bit, then after like ten loops you're a master. <laughs> and I was like, this is really weird. You don't learn piano. In no. So I, I, I came up with let's, what could you really learn in real time that would be it. interesting? And then it slowly just, mm. as I took things out, it just became this this organic thing that that was just working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. I, I think the the, just the concept of time loops and and that sort of thing is really fun. Have you looked at uh, Outer Wilds at all? No, I, I, I met them like at, at yeah. a Puna party a year ago, or, yeah. and I realized, wow, it's also time loop. <laughs> but I think it's like, it's, our game, it's like our game's made of babies. Like, you know what I mean? It's, oh, an, yeah. it's an alien, <laughs> colorful world on a time it's loop. True, it's true, it's like, true. Oh, we should just go. stop. But there's, there's Deathloop this year. Yeah, uh, Deathloop, yeah. The Blair Witch thing, it looked to me like it was a time loop yeah. going on. I was like, but I, I think... It's a rich enough concept that yeah, it's, it's yeah. distinguished. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, this, the story you're telling is just a, it's a it's a different. It, it seems like a, a much more personal tale, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, meant to be this this very 
emotional core. Yeah. At least from what I've seen of it, I don't, I don't know <laughs> how, what happens in the back eight minutes. No, it's, it's all about that. It's about the, 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 yeah, it's about you and the wife and this and this police officer and, and making you really care about the character. Like, for example, you have a knife that you can use and, and, and no one stabs the wife, even though you could totally stab her or you could be aggressive towards her. So people start to care about... Hmm. You think they will in the end, though? I've been, I've been horrified in the long run by, like, even in, on working on The Sims, where you think, no one does this. But you build it into the system and then you think, is it and you good just or bad? Yeah. 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 First day, someone's like, kill the wife. You know, that's it. You know, <laughs> so, so we were showing behind closed doors the game throughout the tree, and yeah. there was one person who did it? The first thing did was... Did you take their name down and just report them? No, yeah. it, was, it was very serious. He stabbed her. And then, then we have a thing where your character never killed anyone. Right. So when you go to, to stab her, he's like shaking. He doesn't know what to do. And he tries. And, and she falls on the floor, bleeding out. And <gasps> for like a minute. <laughs> so, so my goal... Like, I, I wanted like to, funny to games. Li to live in it. No, yeah, to be aware yeah, that no, what you're doing is pretty heavy. Yeah. And after that, he grabs a knife. He tries again. Oh, my God. And then the character says... He says something like... a. I don't think it will make a difference. I think that's enough. But I was like, wow, you're... You're, 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 un you're, you're unwell. You're un <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's it. I think also people, like, you know, on that topic, like, people play demos when people are watching very differently yeah, to when they're at true. home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're watching, yeah. like, you're watching. 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 Like, I didn't feel like being violent in that game. No. Like, they, always, they, they got something there that yeah. makes you care about... The, 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 people. The, the people. Mm -hmm. Well, in Far Cry, we didn't let you kill. We, well, it, it was a big argument about you killing animals to create stuff a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but then the. Then Need the, this bigger wallet. Pretty contextual. Everyone drew the line of the elephant. You know what I mean? No, it was like, we're, yeah. not, give, we're not rewarding you for killing the elephant. That's just gross. You're like, so they You can do it. You can do it. Oh, but oh, but we do not encourage it. You feel bad about yourself. I think that was an interesting thing about, you know, like as Grand Theft Auto went on. And as the worlds became more realistic, basically, like I think from four on, yeah, you know, they got to a range of simulation, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. or, or you know, there was there was a little bit more emotion in the characters' faces, or, or you know, whatever it was, like that world got to a point, or maybe it was just because I spent the last three games entering cheat codes and killing a billion cops and doing all that <laughs> stuff, but by the time four came around, it was just like. I'm just gonna. I don't want to keep it low profile. Like I'm not. I don't want to start shit. I just. I'm a criminal. I'm gonna do my shit. But please keep it quiet. I'm not gonna. You know, shoot a bunch of cops. <laughs> if they come for me, we'll see how it goes. But hey, uh, and and five was the same way. Like I, it, it, I just, and it felt weird. It felt like I was taking this path of least resistance almost. Oh. And just like, oh well, this is a faster way to get through. But but no, it, it became like. I just don't think these characters would do that. Mm. But do you feel that? Like, I felt the same thing, like, weirdly, at the beginning and the end. Like, you're a sort of game where it's very abstract and it's in my imagination. I really don't like doing bad things because yeah. I'm filling in the gaps. Mm. And then when it's hyper-realistic, I don't like doing bad things. And in the middle, in this loosey-goosey sort of stuff where it's sort of, like, polygonal but not real, then I'm, like, fine. Like, not so bad. Bad. It's like running yeah. everybody yeah. Yeah. Like, the minute you've got ragdoll physics, I yeah, feel like, like <laughs> that's just, like, the secret code yeah. for just, like, run them all <laughs> over. Yeah. Uh, and but people are so interesting when they play. Like, I I think we forget about just the small parts of our games that are really joyful. Mm. Like, for example, people just spend such an amount of time using the levitate uh, ability to, like, the launch ability, sorry, to throw things across the room and watch the physics mm. of the, yeah. of you uh, know, the room. I mean, we we put a lot of effort into that because if you're going to give people the <laughs> the telekinetic yeah, ability, yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. make that feel really good. Yeah. And the whole environment is really responsive. So people spend time in the toilets, like launching things around, <laughs> and you're just like, this is so, this is gorgeous. Like it's very fun. <laughs> 
I saw, um, the, I saw the shelf of books get smashed a thousand times. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I very much appreciated how they bro broke and the book slid. I was like, that's well done. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, and also the ability to... Um, to levitate and to fly, like like that feels really nice, right? Yeah. Everyone mm. wants to fly, so yeah. you're, people are just flying around. I mean, that's personally how I play. <laughs> like, where, where can I fly to? Um, but yeah, and then people find joy in smaller parts of the game that you don't anticipate, and that's yeah. really nice to watch. And that's stuff that you know, I think it's a little bit easier to do in a demo situation because Absolutely. it's not your character. Yes. You have not experienced the story. Oh, you're like, just like, yeah, I'm getting a hold of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not my save. It's, 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 it's not real. Right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Get stabbing. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. You're going to put, like, you have to do achievements, right? Because you're supposed, you're going to do, like, horrible achievements. I think the only game that did it was, like, Dead or Alive. Something had mean achievements which made fun of you if you did awful things. Like stain, yeah. stain your achievements. So yeah. For all time, like zero point achievements. Wife, zero point. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm trying very hard not to judge your <laughs> behavior. <laughs> and I think not to judge by our team. I think you yeah, can judge because arbitrarily <laughs> murdering the wife. I think that's fair. Yeah. Not if so. So it's a. It, in some situations, the shortcut to do something faster. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And 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 in a way, I think the desensitization that you get out of the experience after a few hours and a few loops. Right. right. Because I need to do this, but I can be really gentle with her. I just go really fast. Is that good or bad? Does that betray like your goals for the game? Or is no, that, no, like, this is what it is about, right? It is, is like maximizing your very hmm. condo sort of... Yeah, but, you, but being aware that this maximization is, is making you trample the, this woman right. to achieve okay, that. Okay, so there's still, you still, it's still the emotional resonance of the decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because like... Maybe after like what a hundred loops, you go back to the start, and if she comes, how was your day? Mm. I mean, and I, she's gonna have a dinner to tell you she's pregnant, and mm. and then after you're, a while, you're pregnant, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, 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 okay. And and the thing is, you you can still pretend emotion. You can be like, right. oh, I'm so happy that you're pregnant. Right. Oh, I'm or or yeah. Just jump the argument. But it becomes the game is about that. Yeah, after okay. A while. It's That's about cool. that that gray area of of your behavior and and how you deal with the situation. Mm. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see more from, from all three of these games. Oh, cool. Thank you so thanks much. So much. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much for coming through. It was well, great talking to you. Thanks for, having us. Thanks for yeah. having us over. And uh, awesome. we're going to head out to another break. And we'll be back in a little bit with some more guests. So everyone out there, just hang tight. Keep it cool. Don't stab anybody. Don't stab anybody. Or throw Do not pick up a light source and levitate it around the room. Ray tracing is not real. Take a Five second run. Yeah, and we'll be back after this. I just think posture is important. That's all. I Hi, welcome back. I'm Jeff Gersman. E3 2019 is over. But we're still here. <laughs> I'm joined by some additional guests here. Let's meet them now. Rich Gallup is here. Hi, good to be back. How Hello. you doing? Good, man. How's how are things? This is my first E3 in like five or six years, and things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a very different show, right? It's empty. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is here. Hello. Of of Biffle Games. Yeah, the uh, incredibly humbly titled game from the Iron. Yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good E3. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Been fun. Sean Crankle down there at the end. A little after party. Yes. Yeah. It's been a long week because showing a game about drinking, I have to just keep 
<laughs> drinking <laughs> all the time. Like you kind of have to live the gimmick on that, right? That's it. Like you yeah. got to make sure I'll that pay money caller, right? Yeah, got to be yeah. a pro. Everyone sees you like, okay, if he's I, serious about making this game. It's going to splash on your leg if I puke. I'm sorry. It's okay. you know what? Like honestly, it wouldn't be the worst thing that's ever happened to me. This year, <laughs> at some point, uh, relatively early on in Giant Bomb's existence, we had picked up a bit of a reputation as being. Drinking drinkers, drinkers. Mm. I yeah. guess I would say professionals. And we yeah. showed up for an appointment uh, at a publisher to see a game, and it was like 11 a.m. Not at E3. Like we went to their, we drove a car to their office, and the guy was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have any beers for you guys." <laughs> and it was this early sign of just like, "Oh, we can, Oh man, yeah, we're doing it right. Probably bad. If that's the if that's the impression we're giving off, we might have to." I might have to rethink Ratchet some parts of this. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, you go Ratchet one of two ways, up. right? I Are you a rock star or not? <laughs> Lean it into it. Uh, I chose to back off. Fair. I'm proud of you. Uh, which, which <laughs> just made, it just made more sense at the time. Uh, so, Rich Gallup, you hear like it's so you're here showing again. What are you? What are you doing? I'm, I'm what are you doing anything? Business. Doing business. Oh, you're doing business. business. So you're part of like the the shadow E3 again. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I was on the show floor like twice. Mm. And I played Zelda for a minute or two, and yeah. then that was, that was and I disappeared uh, off to an Airbnb to pitch, like you know, thirty or plus pitch sessions. Uh, it was for showing a game that you won't get to hear about for years, and uh, unless no one picks it up, and so then tell yeah, 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 go on. Pitch it to us. Where yeah. The I audience guess, will decide, like here. Uh, maybe sure. someone's out there who's got the money. Maybe someone's out there. Yeah, maybe they do. This is it. Uh, no. This is it. This, but, uh, <laughs> we got TV. We put a PowerPoint up there. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I can, I can, I'd plug Underworld Ascendant, which we're yeah. getting out on console soon. But uh, yeah, I've been at Other Side Entertainment for six months now, and it's really <laughs> fun being back making what I call real games out of, after being on mobile free to play, which are also real games. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm happy to be on this side again. Yeah. Uh, longer form work, etc. And it's been a fun. Uh, six months meeting a new team working with them and I've been uh, dual producing both trying to turn Underworld Ascendant around and we've done a really good job of it like it's a solid game we're going to have a big update coming out within the next couple of weeks that I think cool. really will finally make it to where it could have and should have been for, for launch with time etc um, and then also making this this pitch for the real, for the other reason I was hired, which was to make this game with a small team. It's been fun uh, prototyping, and it's been fun doing the business thing. Like, I haven't done this in a long time. Yeah. And, and last time I did it was when I was at 38 Studios, mm. and they brought me to E3 to do pitches, but that's because, like, oh, you worked at GameSpot? You know how... <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can be vibrant. You, know you can yeah. smile for a little yeah, bit. Get out there. Get out there. <laughs> and I didn't even have, like... I didn't feel like I had much ownership of the, of the stuff I was pitching. Mm. Uh, you know, I was, I was on a game of, with, like, 200 people, and, like, yeah. I was just I was just being their mouthpiece, and this is yeah. a thing, and prototyping just, like, a handful of people, and I'm working with them every day, and, like, mm. I... Uh, it's uh, it's been a lot more rewarding, uh, you know. And hanging out with folks like uh, Paul Nerath and Warren Spector is, uh, is is always pretty rad. Yeah, stories for days. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. They yeah. never said you know, yeah. 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 They just have so much knowledge. It's like uh, like I will be like, this is a good idea. Like, well, we did that 20 years ago. And it, <laughs> it is a good idea. See, it's funny when I tell stories Confirm. like that around the office, no one wants to listen. To them. <laughs> I don't know, 15 years ago, we did a show every Thursday. And, uh, <laughs> that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, yeah. it turns out. No, nope. uh, you know, it's not going to stop anyone. No, no, yeah. My point being, no one's listening to my old man video games. <laughs> I'll, listen, I'll listen to them. Just call me up. Yeah. Great. All right. You already know them all. You yeah. were there, Brad. <laughs> John Wick Hex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have Three no idea. That. How, yeah. No, what, I'm not. How? I think it's an elaborate trick. I'll be honest. I think it's. Uh, I think it's been a trick that's uh, been played on me by someone, <laughs> some enemy from the past has 
convince me that I'm making a John Wick game. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, we can get you the license. Yeah, 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 yeah no, this is real, this is real, this is real. Yeah, it's been awesome. It's, um, it's weird, it's been a weird, we've well, been doing over a year, um, and, like, unlike most licensed games, like, actually had access to everyone, so, like, I've been beaten up by stuntmen. I've been <laughs> trained in like yeah. weapons. Supposed to happen? It turns out, yeah, I was incredibly offensive. Well, I deserved it. Yeah. I deserved it. And I went with it, you know. Um, but no, it's been great, and we've been previewing it, and yeah, people seem to like it. It's always that weird thing as a game dev when you put it in front of press for the first time. It's like, oh, it's a video game. Oh, great. Right. Yeah, we didn't yeah. accidentally make something Whoops. else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But like, there's something about having like, external voices mm. who really don't need to pretend to like it totally. being actually generous which is nice so it's been really good yeah it's been a fun trip was there any weird knock-on effect of Keanu Reeves showing up at E3 was there like, <laughs> like did you see like an extra maybe like 2% of people I think I think maybe or, like, I, I don't think it I don't think it did any harm I think yeah. I think like yeah it's it's uh, it's the it's well, it feels like it's been the decade of Keanu Reeves. Right? I'm literally like, wearing yeah. a Keanu shirt right now. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the influence he has, right? <laughs> he, he owns us. always with us, you know. <laughs> and aside from wearing Keanu on your chest... Yes, uh, <laughs> you've wear him in my chest, <laughs> yeah. too. Drinking and demoing, demoing a game. It's been uh, a good week. Are you, like, buying gold stars? Have you been on the floor doing We're it? We're close. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we've got a ton of support from Microsoft, which has been great. So oh, via yeah. Game Pass, so we're, yeah. we've been showing it on the floor. Yes. We've been on a bunch of different streams. The game is finally approaching completion, which mm -hmm. is good, because it became a much larger endeavor than we initially thought. <laughs> Go figure, video games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we thought it would be out about a year ago. <laughs> Here we are today. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really good. Like, we're super thrilled. And like you were just mentioning, like, just getting it into people people's hands outside feels so good because, well, it feels good when they well, say it. Well, it feels good when it's good. <laughs> yeah, it feels good <laughs> yeah. when they're like, I've huh, been in the other situation. Bad. That's not As so good. Yeah. We should talk about yeah. other licensed games together. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's been amazing. So yeah, showing really well, coming out a little bit later this year. Mm. Um, Janina, I think, is in the other room right now. I think she's on at 10 with you guys. Yeah. yeah so um, yes, through, yeah. it's going well. And yeah, the game, I mean, it's just such a weird concept. It's one of these things where because Oxenfree did well enough that we were able to keep going, we just sort of doubled down on our own weird tendencies and awesome. said, yeah, a game about drinking your way out of hell is, of course, the next thing <laughs> that we should do. It's, it's, it's the only thing we can do. If this does well, it's just going to get even weirder from this I mean, it's a slightly overpopulated genre, but like, <laughs> I feel like it's going to... I think it can sustain. I think it works. First person... Drunkard, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever think about you know maybe like attaching a license to that? You know, like you know. Well, you know what? We've yeah. had people approach us, and I'm like, come on. Like I, I'm, 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 I appreciate like, like spirits brands, really? yeah. which yeah. is cool. Say, like like you know, yeah. a party, that's yeah. great. But I don't think we want like. Bud Lime bar in the game or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It just doesn't feel like it would. I guess it depends how you use fit. it in the game, right? You That's can, true. You can have some fun and with you it. Drink you drink your way back into hell. Yeah, with exactly. Bud Lime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Red Bull and vodka takes you two more <laughs> like layers an, down. Like an ethics, like a binary ethics system based on which things you're drinking. Well, we, I mean, in the beginning, it took us forever to figure out the drinking. We sort of like thought of the log line too early. It's one of those things where you like the idea before the game. So we're like, yeah, drink your way to hell. This is red. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And then in the beginning, we. Had, there was like a piss meter and like you'd have to you could like black out yeah, like, yeah exactly yeah. and then we had like a Dark Souls thing where if you blacked out you'd like pass out <laughs> somewhere else and you'd have to walk your way back and you're like none of this is fun this is just sort of like a 
alcoholic simulation. It's not yeah. cool. So let's just make the drinking fun. So we finally landed there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, how do you represent? I mean, most games seem to represent drinking. You know, you look at like I think Red Dead, right? Probably the, yeah. one of the more screen recent blurs. Ones. Yeah. It's just like Rumble okay, around. we're gonna just vignette this, blur this. Yeah. Pretty much it. That's all we do it's too. No. If it works, yeah. Where we landed was more like treating drink. This is gonna sound awful. Did you do a bunch of research, like, like looking at drunk moments in other games? Or did you get beaten up by drunk? No, that's why I want to hear about that's this a really good fight scene no, that's really for helpful. your game. Really, <laughs> you get beaten up by drunk guys, it will help you kind of understand. We, what we decided to do is just lean into the idea that like drinking can augment your personality. And so treating, <laughs> if in our game dialogue is an ability, then mm. the drinking is like... An RPG sort of. So you're mechanic. gaining confidence yeah. or rage or whatever yeah. kind so of they, different personality traits. They sort of start with like you could be flirty, you could be aggressive, you could be whatever. But then they get more specific and weird, almost mm -hmm. like Harry Potter potions, where it's like, <laughs> okay, this drink will make me talk like a pirate because that's it, or this drink will make me talk like a bad vaudevillian comedian, that's or awesome. this shot may make me vomit my conscience up, and that is an actual character that will run into the rafters, and now all my dialogue choices are fucked up till mm -hmm. I can recover my conscience. So that's so such a good fit for your like dialogue system. And stuff. That's that what really I felt right. It's a really yeah. good idea. And then it, it we have. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we have we have a lot of like uh, activities in the game too that blend with that too. So there's beer pong and there's doing shots and stacking them and there's mm -hmm. dance offs and so the dialogue system kind of blends with all of that. And then the drinking will throw that off. Like in beer pong, your aiming will get all screwed up. So they kind of. Say it's like the Witcher toxicity meter it's, or something. It kind of like is. Too yeah. many potions, you're going to get messed up. <laughs> yes. But, you know, the right number of potions. is just right. The sweet ah. spot. The cool thing, like, audio-wise, uh, Scientific, his real name is Andy, which is less exciting sounding than Scientific. But, but he annoyed you uh, when you call him Andy in public? Or would you, would you prefer of. he stay the scientific? I, he, I think I... Actually, I say it the same way I just said it every time. I'm like, <laughs> Scientific. Really. Um, but he has been working on a lot of interesting sound design stuff where it's like, how do we make the music sound fuller at different times? How do we make it feel diegetic like you're really in the bar, but when I go play beer pong, I want to layer in more percussion or mm -hmm. whatever. So mm -hmm. it's this mix between a score and not, and it's like all trying to emulate, I'm drunk, music sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I guess like just in a in a, in a code way. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. thinking about those as like systems exactly. instead of just like a thing that happens. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so getting out there, pitching, but not having a lot to do at the show floor. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how how did it feel being able to just like get on that floor and just be like, all right, I can go. Yeah, I can just walk around. Yeah. Uh, the uh, it would have felt better if there's more to to see. It, sure. it just felt like it just felt like ghosts, really. Like I walked by the GameSpot booth, and it's just a big stage with strangers and the GameSpot logo. It's just gigantic compared to anything we ever had. Yeah. Uh, there's only one big three booth, and yeah. Nintendo. Nintendo's like, oh, that's the E3. I remember. And then you turn around, and you're like, oh, who are these yeah. pe people? The, the, thing, yeah. the thing I keep saying, like, there are people selling energy drinks on the floor. Yep. <laughs> like selling, like because the public, you know, like because they're trying to like make a buck here, which is always such a strange yes. thing. Yep. Uh, I was given a respawn drink today, but okay. it's not from respawn. <laughs> did you get this drink? I've I've not been able to get on the show floor uh, at all either. Yeah. You didn't miss anything. Actually, no. you, did, you did miss one thing because uh, we talked about having six-year-old kids. 
Yes. Gravedigger, the monster trucks on the floor. No way. Got I didn't see that. With it. Nice. Yep. That's so now I'm cool. here to my kids. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, that's the win. I was hoping that they would be rotating the truck out every day. It's like day one's Gravedigger. Yep. Day two is the Goldberg truck. Yep. With special <laughs> guests. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 They have a couple yeah. more outside. So they have the zombie oh, truck okay. with the arms. It's not the Goldberg one with mm. the arms. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have any of the ones that look like dogs. Yeah, I know at some point they repainted all the wrestling trucks they to did, not yeah. be wrestling trucks anymore. But <laughs> yeah. if you look hard it's enough, you're old, like, I don't, know. I don't know anything about either. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm from the Midwest, and I'm used to it. <laughs> you know, Sunday, Sunday, come out. But I don't really yeah. know. My, I, uh, I feel like there was I, there was just that window where yes. Bigfoot was king. Yes. Oh, remote he was control like, he was Bigfoot. The, he was the Hulk Hogan of trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truck Hogan. Yeah. 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 Truck Hogan. Yeah. 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 Uh, and somehow Bigfoot is... Uh, it's not gone. Like, it's like a big blue truck. It's a big blue truck. Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe you. I completely believe you. But with you. somewhat less racism. Right. <laughs> which is nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank Slightly you, Bigfoot. There was, there was like Bigfoot 2 or something that was like yeah. even like the, the, the gigantic oh. tires, right? Bare, barefoot. 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 That was one that had the claws that came out, or yep. was that just a toy? Uh, like claws coming out of the tires. I don't know this. It was just a I weird... There was a lot of monster truck lore, and, yeah. and like I don't even know how I know it. to 88. Like, I never just went all and saw any stuff live, but it was just, I don't know, like, just you watch enough television? It's wrestling with trucks. There's stories like Gravedigger's a hero. There's actually like four Gravediggers right now. Was there an animated series I feel right now? Thing? Okay. There was okay. There was a monster truck cartoon. Yeah, that Who, must did be they how I know talk, or did they have little no, drivers? Said, yeah, I think there's a little drivers. Well, why? Now, what? Let's, let's, <laughs> what would the drivers? After this, we'll are. go over to the other room and we'll start streaming this. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. After this, we're gonna get yeah. on Wikipedia was, right? and get to there the bottom. There was an animated yeah. truck show, yeah. but it was about the drivers, yeah. and they were just like, "Hi, I'm Steve Gutenberg," <laughs> and like, I drive that truck. <laughs> Is that what he's doing now? Yeah, he's. It's working out. Seeing your Steve Gutenberg, there is an interesting thread here if we would want to talk about licensed games because all three yeah. of us have had various experience with licensed games. Some of us have scars. <laughs> oh, and some it gets real dark success. for some. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that's interesting. What's, your, what's your darkest yeah. licensed I have scar. a whole spectrum uh, from shit to diarrhea. <laughs> 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 and then a couple good ones. I would uh, say yeah. the best was uh, we had a great game uh, with the Mr. Robot team that was very similar. To, like, yeah, they didn't, get, yeah. they didn't yeah. fight us, but uh, mm-hmm. it was like a very... Yeah, yeah, that was a good yeah, so collaborative like call experience. Call people and figure out how to like socially engineer them. Yes. Get, yeah, I played and you're it. Like, Thank you. Yeah, it was like it was fun because it was all about just making people just do awful things. It was, like initially we we're like, oh, let's make it about hacking, and they're like, that we don't want a hacking tube pipe mini game or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it more about messing with people. So that's the best experience. The war. I don't know. God, there's a lot of worst. Well, let's see. So I, I was the designer on the Desperate Housewives PC game. See, just crickets. It's a big, great, a big wow. Audience. Which, by the way, though, it was huge. No joke. It blew really? up. Really? Yeah, because it was during the was Sims like the era. actual portals and stuff? Oh, like well, we designed it. No, it was like you bought a disc. Like, oh, it was really? like a okay. thing. Which makes a no sense for me to blow up. Fl- no, but like my pitch for that was like it's Shenmue and The Sims with sex and drugs, and they were like greenlit. And I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. So then that worked, and we had branching dialogue. You found and sailors stuff. for a different reason. You found- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was a weird one. Um, God, a lot of bad Disney stuff. We w- uh, night school was making a Stranger Things game that got canceled right. after mm-hmm. Telltale went under, so yeah. that kind of sucked. Yeah. Uh, and then. 
I was the producer on the 50 Cent game. That was a really oh, but interesting... Then, uh, which one? Both of them. The really bad one, okay. and I left in the middle of the pretty good one. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know there was a really... I, I knew there was one. The first one was 50 Cent Bulletproof. Bulletproof. It was like yep. a strategy game. It was... It which was one had right? a... It was, it was, like, it was a, a portable version. Like, like a strategy game. Okay, no. So that one I did not work on. Okay. But the camera was cool. It was a top-down shooter. Yeah. But it was all from a police helicopter. So okay. it kind of actually looked pretty cool. Which yeah. one had the ramps? As well on the sand. Okay, that yeah. was a thing. That was, a that thing was actually a, a decent yeah. game. I, my fingerprints are not yeah. really on that, other than the basic idea. But the first one, total shit show, had to be done in 11 months. But I got to direct Dr. Dre, and I was like, that's cool. That's pretty cool. But it was pretty bad, other than that. Um, yeah, no, yeah. That, that it was like alarming in a way that there was a second 50 Cent game yeah. because of that other one. I was like, wow. Okay. They were like, we've got to double really? down on this. That's this what, it sold like 5 million units, the first one. And I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? On a hmm. disc for 50 bucks? Sorry. <laughs> I, <laughs> but it, I played some of it last year. No, you I didn't. put it back in. I was like, yeah, let's get back to 50 you Cent. Really? Yeah. I gotta finish this. Where does yeah. it Okay, so. How does it feel to reappraise it? Like, do you find deeper meaning? If you like. Um, yeah. Bad things. Okay, yeah. If you like. What, animated Monster Chuck. Animated Monster Chuck. Yeah. No, if you like Gears of War, but wish it was, like, a little mm. more fucked up. Yeah. Uh, in terms of just like these cover mechanics don't work very well. Mm. Yes. But then also, if you liked the club, that shooter that oh, Sega put yeah. out, that yeah. was all about yeah. weird scoring stuff. Yes. Because it's full of weird targets that just like fifty cents. You're like, yes, I need to shoot this target, and then I got another point. Uh, that's your game. Great. <laughs> it's weird you say that because that's genuinely what I was looking to play. Great. Uh, yeah, that's great. Right. Right. No, no one's representing a game Suddenly like that here in E3. You're in a hard right, turn yes. design. Suddenly, <laughs> it's like John Wick, has to, John Wick has to find this crystal skull. Well, it was <laughs> a crystal skull. It was like a diamond. It the diamond encrusted. Yeah. So the huh. first game, the really really bad one, mm. was written by Terrence Winter, who was the creator of Boardwalk Empire wow. and the exec producer of really? Soprano. So that was crazy. We'd be doing these recording sessions at like 3 in the morning with him and 50 underground at Vivendi Studios. And like... Just 50 comes in, he's got like eight people that come in and check under the toilet stalls to make sure there's nobody there to kill him, and then we go record. Well, we've all been there. We've been there. Life. Such is life. Pretty much. Uh, And so you've been beaten up working on John (laughs) Wick. Beaten up. Is that that, uh, just your experience with licensed games? (laughs) What's your worst one? What's my worst one? So I've only, so this is the first one I've done as an indie. I did work on a few uh, way back when I was junior designer. I worked on like Nickelodeon stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did. Honestly, actually, they were all good experience. Like I know it sounds like rubbish, but the, the one that was the hardest was, do you remember Tack? It was about yes. like a little kid. Yes, Tack yeah. and the Power, power of, of Juju. Juju. That's yeah. right. Yep. So they, so there were some good Tack and Power of Juju games, and then Nickelodeon got the rights to it, so they made a TV show. And then someone had to make the not very good tie into that. Based on that. And your boy Mike, he, I, uh, <laughs> I showed up. But it was, um, we had nine months to make it. And the pitch was, and I was not involved in the pitch, but I was on the team that had to make it. The pitch was Prince of Persia, Sands of Time meets God of War. Jesus. Finally. You know very low bar. Finally. Do you, do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> We did okay. <laughs> like I played it the other day. Yeah. It, it was on uh, Wii, and I was playing it, and it's it's not good. <laughs> But, but you can feel the pain of the team through every pixel. It's great. No, it was it was yeah. I made the it was it was it was called Tack and the Guardians of Gross, and it oh and Charlotte Shad, sorry I forgot 
also Shadow of the Colossus because you had to climb on these massive monsters. Ah. And and it was like Tetris. Yeah. It was it was that classic like producer who's never made a video game thing of like he picked the three games he saw in that issue of Game yeah. Informer and went let's make all of that for in nine months with twelve guys in uh, in yeah, Lemmings and yeah. Spa in England. But it was. No, it was it was it was my, it was my first game I ever worked on, and it was genuinely I thought that's how games were made. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of them are. They, yeah, a, lot, a lot, lot of them are. And, yep. and to be honest, I tell you as well, like as a guy starting out, that was genuinely such a such a value exp- valuable experience to kind of just work that like crazy kind of project. Because the other thing is on projects like that, I don't know how you guys feel, but there's so many opportunities to like punch way above your weight just in terms mm. of responsibility because no one cares. Right. There's no yeah. money. And it's just you in the room, so That's it's it. like I guess I'll exactly. So you get weird amounts of like responsibility. I was like writing lines of stuff for it and stuff. It was great. I'd like, yeah, with no get to spread your wings a little bit. Yeah, and fly. Well, yeah. spread my wings and then kind of fall off of a yeah. nine-month uh, Shadow of the Colossus clone. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, well, you know that probably still looks better on a resume at the end of the day. Because um, the the bosses of the game it was there were these four monsters. And uh, they were kind of walking through the client, through the environment. And yes, someone had said, like, let's make Shadow of the Colossus. And we had nine months. So actually, what happened was a cutscene played of a big, brilliant, beautiful monster r- rampaging through the environment. Amazing. And then it cut to gameplay, and you were on the back of it. And it was clearly just cool. a static level of the back of that oh, character. Yeah. So it was not, they didn't quite get the magic of the, the middle bit, which is, you know, Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> right. um, you know, but like, yeah. Give it another two months, it, would have had. We've yeah. had two more weeks. No, <laughs> but, but yeah, a lot. And then, and then the best one, yes, of course, is John Wick Hex. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, which has been, yeah, been a lot of fun uh, and weird. But, and, but yeah, it was, it's been cool. It's, uh, yeah, again, being up and learning how to shoot guns on gun ranges, which for a Brit oh, is yeah. terrifying. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Huh? And, and so, and then, Rich, yeah, you've. Uh, in my six year tour of mobile free to play, uh, we did Star Trek, Game of Thrones, uh, Walking Dead. All three were very positive experiences. In, uh, and then the last unannounced game, which no one will ever play, mm-hmm. uh, was a really great experience up until that last part uh, <laughs> uh, where, uh, you know, uh, I'm, my, my lawyer wife will start texting me any minute telling me not to say anything. <laughs> yeah. What uh, does that rhyme with? Uh, it, well, it, it got canceled. Uh, and uh, <laughs> people lost their jobs, including me. And oh. that's, that's, just, that's just not good. And uh, any time you're dealing with uh, another group that you only have some insight into how they work, you know, the things can change very quickly yeah. because they have a whole other thing going yep. on their side you have a whole thing going on your side and mm-hmm. it's uh it's difficult enough to get it to work when everything's going well and uh and when things aren't uh, it can it can fall apart pretty yeah. quickly yeah. You know? yeah, yeah it just seems like you know you, you talk to people that are working on you know as star wars or disney some of the other stuff just the so. approval of marvel for example you know mm-hmm. just like the approval process mm-hmm. of just like Hey, we decided to make this change. Oh wait, we have to run it by these people. Are you are you like sending things off and waiting a week to hear back for, from case, John Wick people? Like no, John Wick LLC. John Wick LLC. It's a very dangerous building. <laughs> um, no, no. Like genuinely, that's what's been great with this one because their whole process with Lionsgate has been to incorporate us in. So instead of like normally, yeah, you get like the brand bible. It's like 200 pages. Yeah. You read it cover to cover. You send off every milestone. Yeah, wait a month, mm-hmm. then find out. Just before the next milestone that this has to change. But with these guys, what they've done is they literally said to us, you're flying to L.A. every month. 
Mm. You're going to meet with everyone. So, like, I'm... FaceTime is important. It's, uh, it's, yeah. But it's FaceTime, but it's also, like, being embedded not just with the execs, who are lovely, and I love them all very dearly, but also, like, the filmmakers. So, like, sitting, working on the Fog of War system with Chad next to me, mm-hmm. who's taking a break from cutting the third movie, and is... You know, sorry, Chad's the yeah, director. Yeah. And, like, and having him kind of, like, go, oh, that's bullshit, Mike, that needs to work. Like, like having that level of integration, what that means is... Which, by the way, doesn't happen in licensed games. No. You actually no, get to hang out no, with the director. Definitely not. Yeah. 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 Um, but getting to do that um, and get that feedback, it means that, honestly, it doesn't get to the stage where they're kind of refusing something you've done because you already talked to them about it right. like three yeah. weeks ago in the room. Um, and also the other thing with Lionsgate, which is cool, uh, has been that they like if they disagree with something, they respect and allow me to do it. We had a, a very early build of the game. It's a strategy game. We're making a drama strategy game. Yeah. And it was a turn-based... We made Basically, we pitched them XCOM with one-player character, mm-hmm. which really sucks as a game. Right? <laughs> like that. But we didn't realize that until we spent a few months prototyping it, getting it made. Um, as you, as, you know, it's, in retrospect, it was a really dumb idea. But showed that to the executives at Lionsgate. Um, and I already kind of had my doubts and wasn't, wasn't feeling it. and knew we had yeah. to do something. But put it in front of the exec producer who's in charge of like, the whole John Wick franchise. And he was like, why is John Wick waiting his turn? That's not, mm. Have you seen the movie, Mike? Like, you know, that's <laughs> not how it works. Um, and I felt like an idiot. But bless him, he said, but like, you know, you're, the, you're the game designer. I don't get games. You, know, I, you, you carry on. But that was enough that I went home, obviously, and immediately changed everything course, and fixed it. Yeah. Because, um, but that's but that's nice. That kind of so no, we've never had. I've never received that email saying you've got to change it, we, we which found. is amazing. Like, and I mean, who knows? Maybe like tomorrow we'll see. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, all that stuff. <laughs> we found. We think John Wick should wait his turn. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, we're like John Wick. He's 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 he should chill more. He should chill. Yeah. More. We're gonna recut the movie. Uh, the, we, we found whenever we talk to fellow creators in any way, the conversation is, it just flows. Like people understand they get it. if they're yep. going to make stuff, the challenges of it, etc. You trust in expertise. If yep. it's not your field, etc. Uh, it's uh, it's the people in the middle that sometimes are absolutely, absolutely amazing and will change the world for you, and sometimes yep. uh, gum it up a little bit. And I think there's are, a respect yeah. though that's growing. I think that's the other thing is we're we're hitting this stage where the the people in those meeting rooms grew up playing video games True, yep, and they definitely. like I've definitely felt that difference being not doing a licensed game for like eight nine years to now um, the people I'm talking to play video games they know video games they're they're you know they grew up watching Giant Bomb and stuff like that and genuinely like know what they're what they're doing and mm. and, and want to let you make something good because that's the other thing is because they grew up playing games they know licensed games suck and they want to be yeah. the ones who fix that you know and it's uh it's really cool. It's. I think that's. I think that's that's spreading. I've talked to people who are doing stuff with other film companies, and it seems like that word is getting out yeah. and it's changing. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Good ideas can come from film, though, and we should embrace them. Something like John Wick that's so awesome. We should, we should make a game of that. Yeah. Do you yeah. still feel the wounds? Well, I, mean, I do. I burn I, all the time, like daily. A little bit. <laughs> what you said earlier is super accurate, though, about like the closer you can get to the other creators. Like everybody involved wants to make something good for right. the most part, right? Especially yeah. the creators of these IPs. It's just a matter of like how many people are sitting in the room that have to justify their existence, that have to raise their hand when there's right. 12 people in the room, right? So 
yeah, like the reason why uh, our Mr. Robot game well was because we were embedded with the creators too. Like I, I flew out there after a week of coming up with a pitch, and they kind of destroyed half the pitch, which was yep. great because I'm like, this is way off. And then they're like, but you should do this, and we got embedded with a writer, and then one of their writers kind of worked with us regularly, and suddenly it felt like this organic yeah. piece of it, you know, and it felt really cool. Yeah, right? that's really that's great. Yeah. You need people who are going to tell you your idea sucks as quickly yes. as possible, yes, and are going to have like ideas for how to improve it. Sam Esmail is one of those guys. He'll do it in like five seconds. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to annihilate all of this. And I'm like, oh, you're so fucking smart. Fine, you're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you talk about brand books. What does the 50 Cent brand book look like? Is that oh, just, my God. I mean, it's not 50 Laws of Power, the I, book, I'm uh, mean, assuming. but the, God, the early days of that were crazy. So, like, I'd go to Jimmy Iovine's office, which yeah. is already crazy enough. Right. And I'm sitting in there, and I look over, and there's like a... There's a piano, and then there's a picture of John Lennon with some guy, and I'm like, oh, it's John Lennon and Jimmy Iovine sitting at the piano, and then Jimmy Iovine comes in from some secret door that you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you I've know, been watching yelling at somebody, yeah. and then you sit down, and at that time, yeah, they were like, we don't know what we want to do. We just, they're like, we know this guy's going to be fucking huge. That's all it was, <laughs> over and over, and I'm like... I think I concur. Like, this is before the first album came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And then I had to just go sit down and, like, talk 50 into this weird game. And that game, like, the idea for that game, which we didn't really fulfill, was a very fluid, sort of like, remember the chase sequence in 7 where they're moving in and out of, like, hallways oh, and yeah. into rooms? Like, yeah. the whole goal that I wanted with that game was to have this, like, fluid combat system. And even if it was a very linear experience it felt like you were moving from interiors to exteriors and doing these kind of mm -hmm. crazy things so I'm on the PIMP video set <laughs> pitching these guys and at, a, at this is uh, I'm sorry I'll make this as fast as possible like in the middle of this uh, pitch uh, Jimmy Ivan gets on the phone with the police chief of LA and it's the night of the BET awards and he's like uh-huh 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 how many of you in here are felons and I'm not. How many of you here felons, right? And like two thirds of the room raises hands. All G Unit is there, right? All yeah, this. yeah. And like, he's like, yeah, okay. Well, look, they got it. They got to wear the, the vest. And like, it turns out, it's like you can't wear Kevlar right. if you are a felon. And they're like, our guys are not coming to the BET Awards unless they have. Kevlar vests on, and yeah. uh, and then another guy in the room is like, "We keep living this fucking lifestyle, man." And I'm like, "I'm in the middle of trying to pitch this dumb <laughs> video game." So that was there was no Bible. It was just a lot of those moments. Over right. And I over. imagine that that kind of builds your internal <laughs> Bible. Yes. You're like, like, "Okay, okay. you learn the lesson yes. in that room." Yeah. Definitely no brand Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so then the early days. I'm sorry. I just I'm so fascinated. <laughs> this, like blood on the sand. But I, I know you weren't there for the whole, whole thing. But Only at the beginning of that one. The, er the early days of of Blood on the Sand. Yes. Was it like okay, let's re up, let's get back it out there? We got the game done. Thank God, breath of relief. And then we're like moving on to something else. And then the game blew up, like it did really well. Yeah. And we're like, oh wow. Uh, okay, what's the craziest concept we can come up with? And legitimately, it was that. It was Andre Emerson and I sitting in his office, going like. I don't know, maybe, uh, he, yeah, let, let's say he goes over and does a concert. You know, it's the Iraq War. Let's go, he'll do a concert. Okay, that's great. And we're kind of just joking as we're coming up. <laughs> right, like, yeah. It, that came, that came across. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It came across because that comes across. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. It was yeah. very intentionally ridiculous. The right ridiculous. way to do it, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, 50 is 50. Like, what do you, what do you yeah. want? You don't want to... I, I want a curse button. <laughs> I, I want to be able to make Tony Yeo say a bunch of really yes. dumb yes. shit. Yes. And then they hit that ramp, and, you know, they drive for a while, and then there's the skull. Yeah, I, that's... Like, that game... 
I'm not going to sit here and say from a gameplay perspective, it's like, great, it's <laughs> all right, but everything around it is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and also, at times, it looks like a fake video game you would see on a TV show. <laughs> right, right. No, that's you know? pretty and, intentional. And, too. and so there's that aspect of just like, you see 50 Cent taking cover behind a door, and you're just looking at it going like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All right. Wait, even that introductory cutscene where he gets off stage. The, all right, he's at the concert. So, gets off stage so you wearing know. a fucking full vest and a shotgun on his back. Like he's out on stage with a fucking. Everybody's in on the joke. Like everybody that worked on it. So that's no. what, it. Kind of it slightly bummed me out that people when they were playing that one. They were like, just Is this like something. Yeah, the yeah. point. Like no, yeah. that was the point. Okay, you, know? you say everyone. Was everyone in on working the joke. on it. Yes. Okay. Well, all right. Yes. That's the yes. thing, though. It's like it's the uh, Starship Troopers of... <laughs> sure. <laughs> People shit on it, but everybody was in on it. Um, yeah. You know. uh, so I occasionally... Uh, it's been a while, uh, but I have uh, done a few spots on satellite radio, on Shade 45. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think it was like the first or second time I was on what? literally just... Really? Yeah. This is great. I just broke into a tirade about 50 cents on the thing. <laughs> and I'm like... In retrospect, it was Eminem's radio station, like Maybe me, me talking about how it's hilarious that Tony Ayo says all this dumb shit throughout the game. Maybe he's not going to go over super well with the people that run that thing. Yes. Uh, but it was worth it. If they had never asked me to come back, I would have been, well, it was at, least all I, worth at least that. I talked about Blood on the Sand on Eminem's fucking radio station. How great is that? Put uh, that on your, your tombstone. Exactly. <laughs> Just line it up. Uh, yeah, no, that game is, is like... I, I think there are a lot of games like that that are just like fascinating, not always for... The right reasons, but but for reasons. That's like that window of time where like the double A license game, like, and they were all sixes and sevens out of ten, yeah. so be it. But I kind of miss that. Like that's mm. sort of gone. Like yeah. I worked on the Grinch game. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I just skipped right over that one. The Jim Carrey, <laughs> Jim Carrey movie, Dreamcast, sister, Dream, <laughs> Dreamcast game, like. But it was cool. It was fun. I don't know. We're like, let's rip off Spyro and put the Super Mario 2 butt stomp in there. And Perfect. Done. done. Great. That's that was cool. always how those games were designed, right? Like, just right. Like, like, what are three yeah. decent other things that Mad we, that we can't, design, get, yeah. <laughs> can't get us so, yeah. the, the marketing departments know better now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to try like They're going to put all the effort into like getting a skin in Fortnite or something. Like, right. It's rare we're going to see something awesome like uh, like Hex. And for, you know, for a while... Yeah. I mean, they like also did a skin in Fortnite. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's like for a while there, they were just going to mobile for that stuff. Yeah. You know, it yeah. became like, okay, well, clearly no one's going to pay $60 for any of this stuff, but we can do a free-to-play mobile game. We can find a way to extract dollars out yeah. of people because they love a TV show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, for our games on a prior company, we pursued all those because we, uh, another aspect of free-to-play mobile, it's really hard to get attention. Right. So a good way to get attention is to uh, use an existing IP. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that, the, the game that I was the director on that no one will ever play, which mm-hmm. could have been cool, uh, and I burn about it most days. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was more of a, a, a collaboration like you're describing. Yeah. I got a heavy bag. When I was in that situation, oh, that just like do? when there was a thing that was just yeah. like, I'm so pissed about this okay. company, for example. <laughs> it was literally just like there was an and, and for a while I was punching it, and then I eventually was like, it's just not doing it. And so I got a wiffle ball back. 
And I would just be out in my garage, just going like, <laughs> for a while. And over time, that goes, faded. Okay, like yeah. four years, five years. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, it always, it always happens sure. on my commute. It's, it's only on the commute, which is the worst time to get angry. So like, oh, like, yeah. I, it's, it's a good zen practice. Like I, I'm getting really good at dealing with it. And yeah. it's ridiculous, because it was like a year ago. I should be over this. But Yeah, you, was, you've moved on. You're doing yeah. cool new stuff. Awesome, like, cool new yeah. stuff. It, it, it was more like how... Uh, personal it felt because I, I was the director like I was mm. the one who had the idea for the game I was, and that, instead of I'd just been a producer and helping shepherd other ideas yeah. through and this was like this was mine and it was a yeah. good one and especially uh, when it's going well right yeah, yeah. it's we, like every most don't games hit. don't go well just yeah. by their very nature so mm -hmm. when it's going well and the rug gets pulled out yeah, it's, it's awful. Awful. thank you yeah. thank you for this I appreciate it but well, on to cooler yeah. things indeed well we'll all have to learn that zen thing I'm going to work on that zen thing right now during this break. Thank you so much for coming through. It's been a great chat. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. been, been awesome talking to you all. I, yeah, I've got a present, actually. One second. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we go. I got merch. Oh, you're going to propose. Oh, oh wow. he asked me. He asked me. Whoa. Thank you. They're really nice. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I'll give you kill someone and get rid of the body. Exactly. Uh, or you yeah. could get a drink at the bar. Or you could get a drink at the bar. <laughs> it's I a perfectly worse. functioning yeah. economy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, thank uh, Thanks so much for coming through. Thank you very much for the coin. You're it's welcome. going to come in handy later. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll be back with some more guests. So, everyone, stay tuned. The longest count I've ever heard. In my life. Hi, welcome back, Giant Palm C T V twenty nineteen coverage. Show's over, but we're still here with more guests. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Samantha Kalman is happy to be here. Jeffrey Durston. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm well. I just flew in this morning. And boy, are my arms tired. That's good shit. Hey. You nice. workshopped that earlier wow. with me, and it didn't work then. It always works. It always works. You're no, back there. Uh, Marty. Marty. <laughs> Oh, he did things. It worked. Yeah. Oh, 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 how do I stand? Everything's up. If everything's up, how do I stand? You do the sit while he pees like you, you monster. I stand up. What? Yeah. yeah. It was an erection joke. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, they're not a sponsor this How time. much time left in this segment? <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for watching. We're going to... Casey Malone is here. Hello. Hello. Mayor of Los Angeles. It's true. How's it going? Good. I'm Hollywood Malone now. Yes, <laughs> as, as you and everyone here has reminded me since I arrived. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad that we could be a part of that. You know, move, you move across country, that's what happens. Yeah. What, had, what do they call you, John Drake, when you moved across country? Do you become, I mean, because you're not down here, you're up there. Yeah, beta drakers, I don't have anything off the dome. You, apparently you did. Apparently you did have something. I'm just trying to dodge this Mardi Gras parade float head in front of me, so I'm vaguely on camera. Are you sure? Are you sure you want that? Nightmare Factory, Day of the Dead over here with the paper mache skull. This NBA jam cheat code motherfucker. <laughs> so my, my preferred dunk yeah. is Castle Grayskull looking motherfucker. Sure. Sure. There we go. Can we get a chair? Can yeah. we get a. You can sit on this pillow. Yeah, that's great. Please give me the Matt Kessler <laughs> pillow. pillow your, lumbar, your lumbar support okay. yeah. of Matt Kessler. 
doing Dragon Ball poses. I'm sure it's very comfortable. <sighs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm good back here. It's fine. Fantastic. Adam, how's the show been going for you? you Fantastic. You're a CEO. Yeah. Captain <laughs> of industry. It's weird to be here and not have to worry about a press <laughs> conference. Both because they don't work at PlayStation, but also because they didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, it works out. I mean, you could have yeah. turned out you could have stayed working there and yeah, had and the exact same experience. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. Um, <laughs> it's been awesome. It's been great. Yeah, teams feel great. We're doing good stuff. Are you out there fun? Just pitching. We're super busy. So yeah. like, this is more of just like reconnecting with all the publishers uh-huh. that we work with and partners and stuff like that. And drinking. And drinking. Yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. I know that part's weird. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, we had a couple things that we um, that we're working on that were announced here. We're helping the guys at the Phoenix Labs with Dauntless for Switch, cool, which is cool, and then Spyro for PC. We're working on that too. So ah. it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, just like going to press conferences, watching all the good stuff, and yeah. trying to uh, wade through the JW Marriott lobby, which is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, I yeah. I was down there a few times. Why? It seems like because uh, it's uh, sometimes a good place to get a cab if you just okay. like walk yeah. through there. There's cabs yep. out front. It's faster than going out in front of the convention center. Sure. Uh, and so I found myself walking through there a few times. It's the first time I've done that, and it seems like it's changed from. Like, it used to feel like. Uh, and, and, Builder, you've been to a lot, a lot of these shows at this point. You've been going at least for yeah. uh, 30, 40 years now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been to all of them. So yeah. 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 Anchorage, yeah. when they started in Anchorage. Yeah. Right. Uh, it used to feel like there was like Pangea three yeah. business <laughs> happening at a certain level, and now I feel like I walk through there, and it's like a lot of people that want to do business that other people might not want to do business with. Well, now we have, like, you know, streamers and influencers and esports people and Mike? cloud-based people he was talking a Mike. lot of different That's things. Fine. No, take it. It's fine. And we have Mike Builders. Yeah. And we have Mike Castro. Builders. Yeah. Now you know what it feels like to be Chelsea. Wow. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> not a dig. Chelsea's on the show. There you go. But that's, that is where I saw the two of you. Yeah, doing business. Doing business. Doing business or doing business. Like these two. Yeah, Dude, those two. Dave, what we're we doing? A business man. Was these or D's? We're doing business time. Oh, business time. Business time. Business we're time. doing business time. Sorry, I forgot the bit. Mario time. Business time. <laughs> What's Way the difference? difference? It's business time. It's Gooigi time. <laughs> I'm oh, here. Gross. One more time. It's business time. <laughs> Great. Oh, have a, yeah. You have a, did you, did these bits well, kill in the media? Yeah, these bits are oh, yeah. crushing. Yeah. Yeah. them in the media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even with all the rehearsal they did, too. <laughs> that's why Chelsea does totally flawlessly. natural and not going all like, rehearsed a thousand Chelsea, that's she, Yeah, that's why Chelsea does all the talking. Right? Yeah. You don't want to sit across the airplane aisle from the two of them sitting next to each other and coach doing these, like, working out the timing and just workshopping it off. Like, okay, then you take the glasses yeah, and, and then like, we do a YMCA thing. No, we're cutting the YMCA thing and just paring it down to the glasses. I like it. We workshop a lot of bits. You have to. Yeah. To stand out, right? None of them work. Why would, you know, you don't want them to work. Dave, if we were about bits that work, we wouldn't do this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were retarded last year. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yikes. Uh, I thought we were retarded last cut. year, but. Yeah. Deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> we retarded someone last year, but, you know, we're not talking about that. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Don't please do not pour one out on the floor. <laughs> you play, have to pay a cleaning fee. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that. I don't want to go through that. Dave Lang. Yes, sir. How you doing down there? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. Good. How I'm are fine. you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. It's been a it's been a oh, fun show. You know, we've been doing our thing. What would you say so far has been your favorite segment from the live show? 
favorite segment from the live show. Can't pick this show. one. What, why, the, why not? Because it's not done yet. Yeah, it's not done yet. Yeah, it's not going well. It's, it's also not going well. Catastrophic. We had Al Coach putting on Brooke Max from who's working on Control, and also Luis is working on 12 Minutes. That was a that was a fun one. Oh yeah. Earlier tonight, talking to them. Phil Spencer came through yesterday. Uh, you know, talking about the future of the Xbox and all it's that. It's not sort the of last stuff. console. The no. is not the last console. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's, it's always interesting to kind of like do that, like take the temperature thing, right? About like, okay, like you're running this console division, all this yeah. other stuff. How do you see it going from here? And uh, why are you on this show? Yeah. <laughs> he keeps coming back. We <laughs> ask and we ask. It's amazing. Once he, yeah, he did it once, he's fucked. <laughs> like he can't undo it since like ooh he couldn't go back where it gets real in the zone man I like the like, idea that it's hard to get yeah. I like the idea he just doesn't know how to remove it from his Outlook calendar yeah, annual appointment <laughs> yeah <laughs> a recurring appointment yeah. Yeah. I know I'm pretty sure he's got people for that well, well thanks thanks for grounding the bit game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really the problem with that premise Casey Malone hello uh, have you been at this show at all or are you no, just live in the area not. and and yeah. I live here. I'm having some free beers and talking to Vinny Caravella about painting miniatures. That's that's been my E3 what so far. What type of miniatures are you painting? Star Wars Legion collectible okay. miniatures. Are you finding that from you know after moving from Boston to Los Angeles, is painting miniatures different because of the temperature change? Mm. Look, man, the humidity is an issue. Okay. With priming them, but oh. I think the the real key is that I'm like 40 year old single man in a new city, so I decided to start painting miniatures for war games. Pretty on brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah How you get out and meet people? Too many yeah. people are playing Magic the Gathering and not being shamed for it so I do the new hobby yeah <laughs> put the miniatures in the sun and then it you know attract the neighbors to like come and like absolutely play, play 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 if you put all toys out in your new place to attract people I feel like that's a <laughs> quick way to get arrested this, this is Los Angeles <laughs> it's not the weirdest thing that's happened sure. here <laughs> Samantha Kalman. Hello. You said you flew in this morning. I did. What? And, and what? Why come to... Well, I didn't really have any business to do here. Okay. So, you just, you know, like, had the miles? It was a Bill Spencer situation. Like, Alex is like, you're going to do the show? I was like, I can't say no. So I'll just... Yeah, I spent the miles. Yeah, I spent some miles and uh, showed up, booked a hotel room for one night. And I'm flying back soon. Thank you, yeah. Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice you're welcome. Yeah. So See, someone loves me. That's right. Uh, last time we spoke, you were uh, doing stuff with with Astroneer. Yes. So yeah. been on Astroneer for about two and a half years coming up, and we're shipping more updates. I love that game, by the way. Oh, thank you. Give it up for Astroneer. Astroneer. Cheers, Astroneer. Great game. Great Cheers. Astro cheers. Astro cheers. And cheers to the team. It's a great team. It was an awesome experience for me to, you know, coming from solo work, like driving my own stuff yeah. and doing all too much work, to be part of a team and to be, like, supporting a team um, rather than, like, being the guy. So um, uh, I loved it, and I'm moving on. Yeah. Um, I decided to go back to school. Um, cool. So I'm moving wow. to London. Dance school there. Dance school. Going, going back to university. Painting miniatures. Yeah. Yeah. At that yeah. point. Yeah. Going back to university. Uni. They Ooh. call it over there. You have to get. Are you getting your O levels? I don't even know. What, what, OBE. I feel like you, this you is too go, personal of a question. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, OBE. It's OBE one. Also not OBE. So a quick, a quick bringing up of a topic and then shutting down. I'm going to school. I will not be taking any questions. Thank you and good day. I didn't understand that O levels were education related. That was my problem. So I'm going to be studying. Uh, electronic music computing and technology cool. at Goldsmith. Yeah, that sounds so made up. Going to be writing more audio code. What did it's you say? Online course. That sounds made up. <laughs> sounds made up. There's no way you can get an actual degree. Also, don't go to goldsmith.com because that's not the right way. That's website. not a thing. You just made that up. 
You know what else is made up? Your name, Dave Dang. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> and that was That's great. Yeah. It's impossible to argue with the fact that Dave Dang is a made-up name. Way to grab the bit, Casey. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Malone. John Drake is here. Yep. How are you doing? I am here to sample the scooters of the fine city of Los Angeles. Yeah. And to sit behind this fucking... <laughs> Like in the forest, for in the forest perspective, you're also closer to the camera, and your head is still that much bigger than me. Like that's how that works. That's how forest perspective works. You close the camera, my head's gonna be bigger. I guess my head looks Please, normal. We that's why. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's why. It does look really fucked up right now. <laughs> it's like a Krang situation. It's like a, like a different scale in my hand. You be like, my yeah. second, you be my Goro top arms, and I'll be the Goro bottom arms. Oh, oh, that oh, work. Oh, 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 I'll lean over. Yeah, get Ed Boone over here. Get over, I like it. Yeah, get over here. See what I did? That's branding right there. Scooters around this area. I rode, one, I, I rode one in what? Santa Monica last year and uh, deemed them to be reckless and dangerous. And yeah, well, so I started following an Instagram account called Bird Graveyard yeah. that is showing oh, wow. these scooters getting fucked up on fire. Yeah, and, and now that's what I want to do is destroy all the scooters. Yeah, well, they, in the Bay Area, there's a problem of people taking them and throwing them off the piers into it's the ocean. Fucked up. It's not good, but also kind I get of it. Yeah, I get it. It's the modern day uh, Boston Tea Party. Exactly. Again, Silicon Valley. Yes. Yeah. Just throw these scooters in the Someone fucking ocean. If I'm not doing it, who? Yeah. We're gonna make a scooter reef. So I'm sad to hear you stop scooting. Yeah. Because you are the reason I started scooting. I scooted for four days. It was amazing. It was three days ago. It was incredible. Yeah. And then I heard a horrible story of a YouTube employee that got an accident, split the head open, and broke the vertebrae. That's that's I'm sorry. The vertebrae. 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 Scooter? I heard vertebrae. Yeah. The vertebrae. 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 I didn't say vertebrae. I said vertebrae. Vertebrae. Vertebrae is getting way out of control. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It's, 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 wait, there's no rent control. Yeah. No, out of control. Uh, anyway, so you're but you're still scooting. So I'm staying. So I was. I'm still scooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I was in the lobby. It's in, the, it's in the rock band the case is designing. Um, the, uh, so we, I was in the a lobby of a hotel with some glass windows, and I looked out and saw Adam uh-huh. riding a scooter with our friend Carter behind him, and I thought, I've always thought... Carter people, also on a scooter? Yeah. yeah. Gonna, I've always... Chasing no, behind him with his bag. Yeah. Just yeah. had a heart attack, let's put him on a scooter. Yeah, we don't think Josh is going to have a heart attack, so we have to yeah. take a scooter. True. Right? Darkest time of a truest timeline. The, uh, and I thought, I've always thought people on scooters look stupid, and so I didn't want to do it, but I, I couldn't possibly look any stupider than Adam does on a scooter, so maybe I'll True. give it a shot. And it was like, it's been like 95 all week, yep. right? Yeah, until and so, today, yeah. And so I'm like a mile, 1.3 miles from like the South Hall entrance, and it's like, well, I can walk, but I'll get real sweaty. Mm-hmm. Can't really take a car, it's too short. Yeah. But these scooters are like, it's like three bucks and four minutes, and I'm in the bike lane, it's flat. I did ride it up a hill, I rode it up grand, uh-huh. and the scooter hit an incline to the point where it just like stopped in space and time. Like it just met its coefficient of friction. It's like, no, you, they you don't gotta walk go everywhere. Now. Yeah. 
Uh, what? <laughs> please. Now, Cole, please. Way to ground a bit, Dave. Please. Please tell me about science, Dave. Please tell me. Okay. Dave, please please tell me about science. If you zoom in up, Dr. Dave Dang is here. Dr. Dave Dang TDS. That's my thing. And so I'm Scooter Gang right now. Are you Scooter Gang right now or are you Scooter Gang for life? Scooter Gang for life at E3. Okay. Scooter Gang 83. Well, because it's like, it's, gang, gang? I think for conventions, it's great. I wouldn't in my day-to-day -day life, though. I, you can't be Scooter Gang. Scooter that's Gang for life, parentheses, 15 cents an hour. Yeah, right. exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. Throw them in the ocean. Hmm. So that's, my, that's what I've been doing all week. Fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to step back in my chair now. Okay. Where did he go? <laughs> Builder has been going. I mean, you know, like the Jackbox series yeah. is like... Mad popular. Yeah. The rap battle game shit is fucking yeah. bad. Doing well. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Mad City Rico. Mad City. Mad sure. Yeah. Bad name. So okay. Good game. Good game. Bad name. Yeah. But it's like verse. You get because like you spit right. a verse. Oh. You see, we're, not, we're not maximizing Builder's appearance on this couch. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you've both interrupted it. <laughs> right. I mean, this is a no talk at some point. Yeah. yeah. But Malone, we'll do it later. Yeah. yeah. Can I talk? Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll catch him tomorrow. Look at his hair. His hair is fucking beautiful. Like, let's get Builder. To spill the worst. Let's face facts. Let's talk about what we. No one wants to admit. Where's Vinyaki? As we all want to know, nobody was asking. Nope. Yeah. 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 Or even think it. Let's Ooh. hear you. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Tell your best John Vinyaki from Midway story. <laughs> Maybe the one where you did the whole thing and that he did the thing. No. <laughs> oh, yes. No. Yes. No. 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 Yes. This is you right have now. to. We can't. Well, like, we oh. made, didn't we make an agreement <laughs> that he is now an important person? No. Just change that one fact. Change the one fact, and then you have to talk about the rest of the story. Yeah. Change the one fact that it's Johnny and just make it about someone else. Yeah. We can't when the ship finally careened <laughs> out of control in way, he was holding the wheel. <laughs> yeah, Mike Builder was, like the, head head was the one studio. holding the wheel. Looking for Matt I don't, Booty. I don't think that's He's really the one that drove me and Adam yeah. from the company. Yeah, yeah. He chased sure. us out of the door. Well, yeah, that happened. Yeah. 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 Okay. He was your boss. Here's a question for you. What would... Uh, boy. <laughs> You're going dark. I was gonna be don't go bad. too dark. I was going to say, like, don't go too dark. more people on the Ballers team would do something good, what would... Don't go good? too dark. There's a lot of inside nonsense going on here about... The, the awkward laugh did. of a man yeah. trying to salvage his career and uh, not blow up a friend. There, yeah. there, are, there are a few... Ridiculous story. Just tell one. Share one with the nice pleeples. Uh, do the do the, the nice that's, a, that's a big one. Pleeple. It's a big one. Yeah. yeah. It's an important one. Yeah. Share one. Um. Give them something. Everyone's right. Where's Vinyaki? Is that happening? Also, who are these old people in the chat? Is any of that happening? None of that's happening. Why are there so many white people? This is what Ninja's going to look like in ten years. Pause on that. Okay. I'll warm everyone up with the Johnny story. All right. So, like four years ago, I met Johnny in person. Here for the first time. I was just yeah. visiting a different friend in named Johnny Giniaki. Yeah, okay, I got it. And so, but we were just chatting. He was like so friendly. I was like, hey, hey, you know, saw you on the shows and blah blah blah. And he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go outside for a smoke. So come with me. So we're chatting and like we go down. He takes his drink and he puts it in the pocket. <laughs> then we walk outside. And, um, and he's, you know, taking out a cigarette, starts to smoke. And then, and we're just chatting about, like, video games and E3. And he's like, so what's the deal with Caitlyn Jenner? I was like, um, and he's just going on and on about Caitlyn Jenner. And she's just been on Vanity. And I was like, 
Wait, did the did the drink spill in his pocket? Look at that! Check out, check out, get in the drink. I was like, I was like, John, John, you know I'm transgender, right? Like, why are you asking me about this? And he was like, Oh, you are! Oh my god! Oh my god! I have no idea! I no idea! Like, he was just, like, That's off perfect. of the mind, just talking about Caitlyn Jenner, thought I had a take. Um, anyway, we've been best The man is obsessed with the news of the day. Yeah. 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 Who came up with that one? Well, watched the deal. Yeah. Took his drink out of his pocket. Uh, <laughs> thanks for paying that off. I was worried we were going to get Hey, good shit. Good shit right there. It's amazing. I've never heard that story. Who else has a big story I've never heard before, because I want to hear them all right now. Mike Builder does. Okay, Builder, go. Come on, Milder. <laughs> Milder. Mike Milder. Feed the fire. Um, Fox Milder. Uh, there was a uh, there was a rap party. You want me to tell the story? Yeah. This is the story I'm going to tell. Yeah. Okay. Like a rap party? I'll like, tell the story. Yeah, it's like hardcore gangster <laughs> rap. Yeah. Word, word. Right. We were all yeah. We're all old and white. Sitting. Yeah. Sick lyrics. We uh we had a ballers ballers rap party. Ballers. Yeah. Um. I have to say. And we went out to a Cubs game. The whole team, actually most of the studio went out. Mm. And then we went back to uh, the Cubby Bear, like a bar that's right over by. Yeah. Regular. And we're proceeding to drink more and more and have a good time. And uh, at the time, uh, I was, uh, I don't know, I wasn't studio head yet in Chicago, but I was running sports games, I guess. He was right? still just our boss. Yeah, still just your boss, right. And... Uh, Johnny um, was a little intoxicated. Well, no, I shouldn't say Johnny. Uh, this this unnamed employee, <laughs> unnamed employee at Midway. Uh, yeah, was a little was a little intoxicated. Okay, yeah, edit that out later. And uh, he came up to me and said something to the effect of, "What happened to you?" Uh, Always a good opener, right? Um, you used to be so cool, fantastic, and hang out all the time with us, and now your wife is. Expecting and you're lame. <laughs> well, something, something to that effect. Well, more cool, yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More cool, cool, more colorful. Yes. yes. Was right. he right? Uh, well, 100% correct. Sure. 100% yeah, correct. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And some people call that responsible. <laughs> and, well, right. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, and I, I proceeded. I proceeded to you know give him one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, which hit him exactly where you thought it hit him. Yeah. And which any other man would go, ow. Mm-hmm. And he fell to the ground. <laughs> like, literally. Not like, directly to the ground. Like, yeah. I like I knocked cold cocked him. Like, fell yeah. to the ground. I mean, okay. Uh, hit, his, hit his head <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> his head on the ground. And split his eye wide open. Oh, my open. God. <laughs> Oh, and it is no. gushing blood <laughs> everywhere. Like, everywhere. Over an art. fucking over reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking insane. And, you know, he's now, like, almost in shock, right? Yeah. And like, runs, runs he's, the, he's bleeding out. He doesn't know whether he should be, like, yeah. holding his nuts or, like, stopping the bleeding. <laughs> like, he's just like, rolling around like, oh! I don't think it was that happening, but, but sure. Yeah. Uh, but no one was, like, tending to this. Yeah. So then I feel responsible. Walk away. Like, all right, I feel responsible. And so, who's lame now, Jeff? Right. So I made sure he was okay and he wasn't. So we, <laughs> I, I took him to the hospital and he got his eyes stitched up. Okay. Yeah. And then the next day at the office. When you were fired. Uh, I, promoted. I had a, I had a no, voicemail waiting it's for me when I arrived uh-huh. to go see the CEO. And rumor had spread that I kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. 
Right. <laughs> no. One one hit. Yeah. Right. The violent person that I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's that's it. And, and we're friends for life. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Right. And now you're in line to run Riot Games. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So. So there you go. You want that's 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 Thank probably you. my best story. And you've nailed it. Good job. All right, you're welcome. Mike Builder, everyone. Yeah, Mike Builder. Good. So I mean, it's like something like Jackbox is like this established thing. Yeah. You know, you you've got a, a handful of them out now. Yeah. It's people like them. What is what do you get out of an E3? Is it like do you still have to like if you have another one coming, let's say, yeah. uh, are you out we there do. pitching it to people? Or, you or, get or are you like saying, Hey, we're doing another Jackbox. Yeah. I would imagine that'd be like. Hey, we're doing another Jackbox, and that's all people need to hear. They're and like, they're like, well, yeah, great. Put it on our platform. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I mean, it's a little of that. It's yeah. developer relations. It's meeting with everybody. We're on mm. 12 different platforms now. So. That's a lot of okay. platforms. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. It's too many platforms. Oh, John Drake says it's too many yeah. platforms. But it's, it's a lot, yeah. and so there's a lot of people to meet with and like <laughs> talk about what's coming and yeah. how to promote it. And, um, and then there's other meetings. Uh, like, we're not obviously shopping or selling. We're not right. meeting with publishers. Yeah. So E3's yeah. a little different yeah, for, like kind for of us. Catch up. You're not selling? Get to face-to-face. Yeah, and it's this. It's networking. It's hanging out with friends. We need to do a quick... What is this count? Well, everyone... I don't know what this guy is doing. We're going right. to do three lightning rounds. We're just going to go around the table, and everyone but Adam talks. And we're going to go boom, 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 boom. Who shows? And we're going to improv first way to make fun of Adam's head. <laughs> what? We're going to do three rounds of it around the horn. You ready? I'll start. You were born on Easter Island. Go. So, real quick, what happened was you thought of that. Yeah, and then like, you reverse yeah. engineered this whole game. Yeah. Right. I got two more. I got two more. I want to do two more. Do your, do your next two. You guys are no fun. Do your next two. <laughs> yeah, just knock them out. I think if he was like, you know, the Moon Man from McDonald's in like the '90s, they had the moon, the giant the moon, moon head character. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Good. Anyway, you got the con again. All right. How about let's see? I feel like I could go like this and pull my mail out. <laughs> You've got mail. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Adam is the biggest Funko Pop I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, that was good. That was good. Oh man. All right, maybe we stop there. Yeah. Maybe we put our head on that. There are four pet boys now. Four pet boys. Yeah. Lang. Yes, sir. Who? I wanted to give you dang, uh, dang, an dang. opportunity. I know last year maybe some things <laughs> didn't go I'm quite your way. And I wanted to know if you had took an L. Um, took an L for the squad. Yeah, gracefully though, I remember right. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to know how has the last year been? So it's been rough. Um, there's been some dark days. Mm-hmm. I flipped Kessler off. What show was it where I flipped him off? He's talking to another dev. <laughs> this is last E3. year. No, no, it's like I did it again at the next show. Where were we? Oh, uh, that, that was the GDC. Yeah. And then no, mm-hmm. that wasn't. It was here. Yeah. yeah it was, it was at E3. It was upstairs <laughs> at the Marriott. I think. Oh Marriott. no, it was this year at GDC. Out of six yeah. people, five of them know what yeah. happened, and the only one who doesn't is Dave. By all means. So this year at GDC, we're the we, builder has no idea what we're talking about. We found about. this super awesome. Outdoor lounge. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what the third. 
outdoor you know, lounge. You know, the Marriott Marquis, where it's like you go outside, no one knows to meet there. It's like a secret meeting room. We're doing a meeting with, I think it was Ubisoft or whatever, and then Kessler strolls in with two indie devs. It's like, fucking, how does this happen to me again? <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you so much. And we finish our meeting, mm-hmm. and he's over there. He's just, he's just. You can tell he knows he's going to get got. He knows he's going to get him. I just let stretch it out. He's going to lose face in front of his, the indie. I'm like, hey, gonna... I got to go over here and take a call. <laughs> and I go over to just where I'm inside of, like you can see me through things. Like, and I don't flip him off. I'm just giving him a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. Yeah. He's like, I walk away, and he's like, I made it. Then guess what happened? What happened? You mooned him. Close. You, you flipped him off. But close. You I took the high road. Oh. And I did no such thing. And I earned my own respect back. Yeah, those weren't close. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Apple time. Wow. Mario time? That's uh Just kidding, I flipped them off. Okay, great. <laughs> Yay. And then he had to explain it to the people he was with. There these two and he doesn't never like they they seem like nice people, but like they he's like, What's happening? Why is this guy like, you know, who oh, is this whole thing nine months ago? I got this I got banned from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and I ruined his meeting. And it was the greatest. <laughs> and I did it to him again. Fuck you, Kessler. <laughs> you want to say he's it, a bottomless pit of sorrow and despair. Say it directly to him. I like, actually like him. Yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. That guy's alright. I like him. Is he hiding inside the pillow? Yeah, was it stolen like, there or something? No. Is this an Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> joke? <laughs> yeah. He's oh, going to so burst through. Yeah, heavy. burst out of it. That's you didn't watch the Ellen Show day? That's a lot. I don't know. That made me a magic spell. No one can see it. No, no. Yeah, no, you're like pretty well hidden. The Hollywood flap is in front of me over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we leaning this way now? No, are, are we all uh, leaning? Yeah, uh, uh, I saw you do Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. I saw a scooter today that had, like, the guts and handlebars ripped out of it, and it made me so happy. I was going to say, was it the happiest moment of your three? Yeah, it was like, I want to stop and take a picture of it and, and you know, commemorate the moment and all yeah. that, I just, but I was too busy and, and didn't get to do it. They're a menace. They're littering the streets. Yeah. Your scooter gang. Yeah. Scoochie gang. Scoochie scoop. I don't... Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It, it's... I'm going to scooter away from here. I'm, I'm going to forget all this. I'm going to feel the breeze in my face. I'm going to feel alive for the first You're time. You're going to be like a midnight scooter yeah. on I, I the street. Want, yeah. yeah. I want to scooter off into the sunset. That's Let's how I want to go. Yeah. We're going to yeah. scooter all the way to Ready, the John sunset. Yeah. here. Double the scooter with you. Ready? Get behind. Get behind the scooter. Like the worst version of the I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Visual comedy. Why we're here. What do you guys think of the show this year? <laughs> <laughs> this show or E3? E3. Um, let's question. start with E3. Good follow-up. Is this the dumbest E3 there's ever been? That's my question. Absolutely not. Are you sure? All the Santa Monica ones were super uh, Did you yeah. watch the Elon Musk interview where, where he talked about putting Mario Kart in Tesla's? What's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for that. I mean, it's nice and it's recursive. We'll get it done. That sounds okay. very disruptive. Yeah, 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 the three of them on the couch Mario Kart or Tesla's. Why would you get... That and dude made like, a Sega CD game. Like, why wait, wouldn't you did start he really? there? Yeah, he worked at, like, Rocket Science or what? Was Rocket Science? I had no clue. He worked on, like, Lodestar, the legend of, Man, like, Tully Bodine. Mario Kart on a car. Totally. 
And why can't you play Sega CD games on a Tesla? It's got a CD. It doesn't have a CD right? player. God, God, I, don't know. Damn. I mean, if he'd made Sewer Shark, that I don't know how you know that. Well, if he made Sewer Shark, I think his whole life would have gone differently because people would respect him and he wouldn't have had to go make these cars. There you go. There you go. And smoke weed on the internet just so people will smoke weed every day. Yeah, yeah, Major. People would already see rules and shit just to show them. Yeah. He's just like, I gotta stick it to him because I'm a rebel. Like it's just. Honestly, like I so that's what you do when your games don't hit, when you just have a failure in your career of you making start a car yeah. company. Wait, you start does, a I don't electric know, that car company. Anything yeah. So what, yeah. why hasn't Dave started an electric car company yet? Reketeer should have spawned an entire trucking nation. Yeah, like my career. Extinction, more like extinct, son. But wait, did he? Haven't heard that one yet. Did he? Did he? Did he vape weed or did he smoke weed? He smoked a blunt on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh my god! If you smoke a blunt in space. Does it get you high? Does it push you back? <laughs> no, you right, you just like yeah. go into a slow spin. Now we can hear me scream at this hypothetical question. Yeah. Because yeah. no. you're in space. Yeah. In this exactly. hypothetical question. Joe, do we huh? got yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, what? Nailed it. What were you saying? Best E3 ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I walked around the show a little bit. And Not the worst. It, it had this like weird energy of there's still all this cool like hype and excitement and like bouncy castle type shit. It's right. not actually Bouncy Castle. Yeah, you told me earlier that there was zero Bouncy Castle. But it's, Fortnite, I said it's Fortnite Bouncy Castle. Fortnite Booth is like bordering Bouncy Castle. Yeah, yeah um, they're, they're like... If, if they're the jumping the show, they would have just like automatically spawned about Bouncy Castle right now. Yeah. yeah. It's like carnival-adjacent stuff, which is fun and exciting, but also there weren't that many people, which was right. like this weird That's energy. True. Did you see the Human Crane game? No, there was a human crane game. Like they put you in a harness and they and they take you out on a pole over prizes and then they drop you and then pull you back up real quick and you that have to grab amazing. a prize. Yeah, it was what? in the South Hall lobby. What did you win? It was I like crash up. team racing, human crane game, photo opportunity what? with an Overwatch. No, what, what game was it promoting? I, not, I think it was just like. Yo, you're in the game. I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it, was, <laughs> it was an immersive AR game. So it was an EA thing? Yeah. 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 That was the one thing they brought to the yeah. show. They're yeah. like, you're we don't have a booth, but like... You're in the game, you're in the game. you? Yeah, it was a... Great. What was the weight limit on the crane? Do you know the weight limit on the crane? I did not say the weight limit on the crane. It did not bow when I saw a relatively sizable gentleman on there, so we could probably get this for the next... Maybe for PAX. Maybe for PAX, we just yeah. collectively run a human crane game booth. No affiliation with anyone's company. Yeah. Sponsored by Jackbox Games. Of course. Yeah. 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 Of course. Dude, it's you It's very generous. You want to yeah. yeah. You're a generous man. Yeah. 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 Like, strap yeah. 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 Twice as many hands. Yeah. Yeah. Twice no, many but we, no, but then we, like, we <laughs> tie our arms together on the inside. Yeah. We have to cooperate and agree on what we're going to grab. I think we're inventing the world's best game show is what we're doing. Not bad. It's like that or like marriage theory. Yeah, ABC. Do you have to wear a helmet? Ellen has literally done the show. No, I mean, well, safety is overrated, right? Game. I mean, yeah, but were they making those people wear helmets? No, I don't think we should. No, home, no helmets? No, I don't think so. Right. so By Adam, the way, Adam, Adam could participate. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we can't find helmets. Not big. That was a good one. Yeah, a good drag on that. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, no, Mike Builder is generous. The other night we had a big dinner. I realized the new gimmick that worked very well. Mm-hmm. You bring together a bunch of business people mm-hmm. for a large dinner, mm-hmm. uh, and then at the end of what? the dinner, you do a uh, big toast. And I stood up and I said, you know, it's really amazing how many great friends and colleagues we have in this industry, and generosity is just pouring through the streets. And the fact that our generous friends at Jackbox are going to be paying yeah. for this dinner bill tonight yeah. is just an amazing, yeah. incredible thing. Yeah. And Mike was like, 
fuck. So he tried to counter it. I did counter it. Okay, and, and what we was your speech? Split, we all split the bill. What was your speech, though, to counter you it? Stand up, you stand up and give the speech. I, I, it was something about how... No, you got to stand up to do it. Ding, 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 uh, Modelo. It was... It was uh, yeah. Don't say that. I know. It wasn't, great, it wasn't a great speech. It was yeah. enough to split the bill three ways, so... I won. Nice. As far as I know, I won. It was about yeah. shaming the platforms because you paid them 30%, now it's the least they could do is give you some back by paying for the dinner. But you split... You're not a platform guy. No, I know. So why did my speech work on you? It didn't. Okay. Oh. When well, does this get good? But it's a roller coaster of emotions. I know. When does this get remotely entertaining? I'm just waiting for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Any minute well, now. Uh, <laughs> warm it up. Yeah. Are we going live soon? Or are we just going <laughs> to... And three, two... Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. We're here talking with Adam Boyce, formerly of PlayStation. TLDR has a massive head. Uh, <laughs> has it, you know, it's what an eight quarter. If you're fucking measuring from home, it's an eight and a quarter. It's very hard to fight fitted hats with this massive fucking noggin, okay? I've said it. Right. If you want to, you can send. Hit him with the profile. Show him the profile. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that shit, man. That's like Frankenstein. You can like send. Bumped his head in the morning. <laughs> you can send fitted hats, eight and a quarter fitted hats to Adam Boys. In Chicago, DM me and I'll give you my address and I'll accept all gifts. Care of, care of the station. So close to doxing someone else from my God. You can email, you can mail them to John Vignocchi, who lives in Seattle, Washington. What's his phone number? 476 Indiana Avenue. And his phone number is. I'm not going to do that. 23 Skadoo. So Sony's not here. You had some time. Sony's not here. With the press conference. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah, it's like, you know, you were at one point a part of that process and and participated in in those press conferences yeah. and participated in the launch of the PlayStation 4 yeah. uh, and uh, what do you think about that move? Do you think it's just like that's like a normal thing and E3's value is changing or does it seem like weird? Well, I think I think it, I mean we mentioned this earlier that the, the show feels different. Yeah. You got this like Esports people, influencer people, fans, developers, publishers, business people trying to, like, you know, work on cloud. Sorry to interrupt. I have a quick question for everyone. (laughs) Am I the only one that hears Bruce Springsteen's Glory Days playing in my head right now? Yes. Just me? Yes. Now I hear it because he did that. Just me? So you do it. Go ahead and tell your story again. Do you want to finish it for me? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so it feels weird. Like, it's usually the, the, the console wars were a thing. It was always like, who's got the better? It's going to get copyright stricken. <laughs> He's so on key. The algorithm's going to figure it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pentatonics, everyone. Here it is. The, uh, <laughs> yes, it feels weird that we can't talk about, like, can't compare. And then had to have Microsoft on stage be like, you know, and we have the most amount of games shown of anyone here. Like, right. But whatever. Like if Sony was here, they would have had like two games. Because last year they had four. This would have been like we brought one and a half games. We bought one game and a sandwich. Look at this sandwich. It looks like a PlayStation. It's also hard to follow all the things that happen. Literally, the stadiums happening. It's like all the different platforms. There's so many things happening, and everyone's doing like you know press conferences all across the week. Right. So it's hard to actually like what happened at E3. Like I literally only know half of it. I have no idea all the other stuff. But the good news is, from a dev and publisher perspective, it's fucking awesome because there's so many platforms, so much awesome content being made. So yeah, it's great for us. And it's really it, awesome. the, the, the three of you making games for those boxes, uh, how are you feeling about what's what's coming down the pipe? They haven't said too much publicly, but you know, so we're feasting. Right we 
at Jackbox, we're as excited as can be about real <laughs> real time race racing. Of course. <laughs> Secular highlights on that. Oh, man. It is going to crush. No, it is going to crush. Yeah. Secular highlights We're on that. Yeah. Drop shadow on that yeah. farm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Unprecedented current. Yeah. Yeah. Photo real Dookie Masters. Right. 316 yeah. point yeah. font. It is going to be amazing. You don't know, do you? Yeah. Uh, 8K. Yeah. But you know, true, 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 Sounds right. good to me. Um, Twenty frames. Yeah, I think that that's been the <laughs> like that's been the interesting thing. That's been the thing of the show, right? Is like that thing of oh, we're looking at what is like kind of the last holiday for yeah, this, the current consoles, yeah. but also like there's not enough information out there yet about what's next. So it's like this weird thing about like oh, there, it's like there's half a story here at E3, right. and sure. the other half. Right. Where 2020. Like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, or, you know, like, I think back to, like, because we, we, we watched a lot of the press conferences and stuff from, from the olden days, uh, and, you know, you have those weird moments of just like, here's Phil Harrison showing the duck demo, you know, and there wasn't even anything really like that that was just yeah. like, we're going to demonstrate the power of this box. Yeah, Look yeah. at all these Marios on this screen. I got to say, I worked on Marios. You can fuck these Marios. I worked it. I Dave just recording the studio audience. What are you doing? Are you trying to live stream this? No, it's my, it's my one second a day video. Oh, yeah. Uh, my selfie camera's broke. Oh. You see that crack? Thank what a God. It does good things for me. <laughs> uh, it makes me look purpose, mysterious right? and artistic. Okay. Hey, this is an interpretation of my face. Check it out. What do you think? Dave, Dave you, you, tried, you, you tried to take a selfie and your phone cracked. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Apple 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 you are very warm. Apple time, apple time. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrifying. Did you know that you can just send up images to a pillow company and let us do it? I need to know more about on there. They yeah. have to. It's the law. It's the yeah. game like that. You yeah. can order pillows. Oh, there you go. we should totally do that. That's called pillow talk. Pillow talk. Pillow talk. I like that you named it for him and he just made it TKO 2.0. Like he's incapable of sticking with a good name. We can't say it at the same time. But this is good. Did you? As long as you have 3XL pillows for this massive noggin. Right. I don't like that you're leaning into it now. It was more fun when it felt like we were. Oh, weird, Drake. Now I feel like you're taking it on. You understand that he's deeply disturbed by it all. Yeah, good. Later it'll be. I don't know how to fall asleep at night with my small, regular hotel size pillows. You stack them up. That's what I do. Yeah, he's four. Yeah, I got his. Like, I build a whole thing. Like everyone's like Adam just like walking around at a party. It's like, why are you drinking out of a thimble? He's like, this is a glass. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah. And I responded appropriately. Yeah. yeah. Casey, what's up with you, man? Oh man, fuck if I know at this point. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to know about? Tell me. I'll I, tell you anything. I've got some questions. Hit me. <laughs> How are you enjoying L.A. so far? L.A. Yeah. rules. I was really? Across, yeah. where, do you, where do you live in? I live in Palms, which is the most like late 30s-ass neighborhood I've ever been to in my entire life. Okay. You wouldn't get a mic. Yeah. 
So, Younger now that you've been here a minute, yep. where's the next area you're looking into moving into? You're moving into Venice, right? No, what? No. Moving to Venice. No, why? why? Why are you pushing me to be in Venice so bad? No you reason. got a secret family out there you want me to check out? <laughs> What's happening? I thought, yeah, that's, so the first couple of E3s that I ever went to, we stayed at my friend's mom's boss's place, and he had a beach house that was on Venice Beach. Yeah. So we were like, I don't know, like 16, 17, well, no, it was from 95, so I would have been like, you know, 19, 20, something like that. Uh, and it was real cool, except for the drive. You have to drive all the way in to go to the show, but then at the end of the day, this idea of just like, okay, we're getting far away from the show, and just gonna hang out on the beach. That's great. And it was fucking great. Yeah, uh, beaches are nice out here. I grew up on the East Coast, and I don't know if you know this much. Yeah, the beaches. I grew up hating the beach. Trash beach. They have beaches just, over there. It's well, they Not have really. they have ice cold water and stone cold rocks. Oh, yeah, like okay. it's we ground up these rocks, put them under your feet, <laughs> so you can't walk anymore. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the beaches up north uh, where I'm at are not too far off from no, yeah, some yeah. of those East Coast beaches. Yeah, but it's gorgeous out here. I get why people like it now. Jeff, can I take you to the beach between here and the convention center? Hop on a scooter, feel the wind in your face. It's like oh. being transported to an island. Me and Adam boys, Yoda, and, you know, giant Chewbacca, I guess. Scooting our way to freedom. Do you think they should make a scooter built for two? Yeah. I'm surprised tutor, they haven't already. Yeah, a tutor. A tutor. Yeah. I like it. A tutor. I like it. I saw one dude riding two of them at the same time. What? What are these fools? What are these fools? What are these fools? Why are they making up? I am sitting at home jamming on ideas of what the fuck Scooter has yeah. Dude, was riding two scooters at once. Two scooters, fuck you. I got a scooter story for you. It was wild, man. Yeah, I bet that guy was like one of these dudes that like takes the scooters and charges yes. them up. Yeah, yeah. Then he was putting them in the back of his uh, Prius. Or to go and charge the scooters. Can he fit in a fucking Prius? He had seven of them in there. What? He's probably pretty good at it. Yeah, I guess. He can ride two scooters at once. Jeff, don't have to. You're right. You're right. I can't the fucking do that. Realm That's the like. Ah, it's just such I saw a fucking his inner Target shopping cart too. Same it, thing. It's just that's so fucking watchdogs of just like this fucking weird ass scooter nonsense. And by setting the game in London, they're not going to probably have any fucking scooter bullshit in it. Uh, which <laughs> That's the only reason they're not have scooters in London. No, they don't. Uh, London seems like the sort of place that would not play with that shit. They'd be not like, proper. fucking oh, no. Right. It's not proper. Yeah. Uh, whereas here. Sweden had it. I was in Sweden. I was scooting Sweden? Around. Sweden yeah. had the, the same scoot- type of deal, rental Yeah, yeah. So I had a dinner like three miles scooters were super hot. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Very sexy scooters. Yeah, they did. They went three miles around. It was awesome. Because it's more flat there. It's not like yeah. L.A. where it's traffic. Yeah. Right. See, when I, when I got one, the one time I got a scooter, I was riding it on the beach. Uh, like, that, you know, on, on uh, the beach of the Santa boardwalk. Monica, yeah. They have, like, a paved thing the in the middle. Walk. Like yeah. a bike path, boardwalk yeah. type yeah. thing. And, cool. But it's like a bunch of people on it, and you never know when they're going to stop and go, Ooh, the water! <laughs> So I'm like weaving between Jake's people like, I love this thing, beaches. and it's just oh. like, and yeah, I'm just like, hitting a fucking move. I am gonna fucking kill someone doing this, or yeah. myself, or both. That's how you. That's the rush, though. That's how you feel alive. Yeah. 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 San Antonio, I rented a scooter, went up the street, came back. 
and there were like a couple that were renting a scooter, and they basically were going the same way. When I came back, there was an ambulance there. <laughs> <laughs> she had crashed. That's environmental storytelling. Oh, literally in ten minutes, right? Like that yeah. happened. And we, but yeah. he was telling that story two nights ago in a lobby, and a guy turned and said, "My friend broke her arm in San Antonio on a scooter." He's like, "At PAX." Yeah. He's like, yeah. Like, that was my friend that right. you saw. Yeah. Now they're getting married. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then they exchange business cards. Yeah. You said, yeah. buy Jackbox. Perfect. Right. It's, it's always, always yeah. got to sell. Always I mean, be it's, selling. It's like they say, yeah. the video game industry truly is a small place. Everyone knows small no one, everybody. Right. I'm proud of what we did here today. Yeah. I am too. We brought oh, thank together. you all for coming. Thanks for having us. Do you really? I do. He wants to thank if I leave. He wants to thank you. Yeah, he won't. But he wants to. Dave, great to see you as always. Episode 6 coming soon. Yep, yeah. We're going to listen to that Post Malone album any day now. Any. I mean, you can't do. It sucks. It's, like, it's, it's just like the last insult Post Malone inflicted on hip hop was he destroyed our podcast. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Kanye's bullshit that destroyed the podcast, but it turned out forcing ourselves to try to listen to a Post Malone album finally was too much. Nail in the coffin. It was too much. Yeah. And what are you going to do after that? How was it? Didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it. We, oh. can't, we have to describe... The next episode is us describing what the album was like. And we're like, what do you viewers think? And we're reading their emails where they're very enthusiastic about it. And we're like, we hate everything. This is horrible. And that's why we're not doing it. Yeah. I can't, I can't bring myself to listen to it enough to talk about it. What about Sunflower? It's good. Was it? <laughs> I like it. Post one ruined my Fortnite experience. The sharp left turn. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like my like a man game, riding two scooters at like once. That's my, a sharp left turn. <laughs> yeah. My gamer tag you is can't my make name. A sharp left turn. Oh yeah, it's and, right. And now any time I log into Fortnite, it's just 13 year old screaming "Post Malone" at me for you the entire match. Are you, you sure that it isn't actually Post Malone just shouting his right. own name? <laughs> Into a microphone. Or Carl Malone trying to My name is Casey Cologne. No, I said. <laughs> good. God. No, I go, yeah, send me V-Bucks. Send me V-Bucks. Always the answer. Yep. Mike, do you have any idea who we're talking about? I do. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, I do. cool. I do know who we're talking Thanks, everyone, for coming out. They have Spotify and Builders. Yeah. I want to go out on a positive note. There's something there for everyone. I'm noticing that more than ever. It's almost like there's never been a better time to be playing video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true. Hey. Oh. It's true. Okay. Hey. hey, Samantha, Casey, always a pleasure. Oh, thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out. We are going to take a break and come back with more guests. What? Yes, it's true. Stay tuned. <laughs> ah! 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 Welcome back to the final segment. Uh, the show has been over for hours, and we are here. We have loaded up the couch and the seats behind the couch. We're at capacity, is what I'm saying, with a collection of wonderful guests. Starting with formerly of Waypoint, Natalie Watson. How you doing? Wow, the formerly kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> thing you? Yeah. I don't know, guys. Still true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been on pod like every night this week, so. Yeah, it's like kind it's, of rolled back in yeah. a little bit. You know. Nice. Yeah. Gina Gavankar is here. How you Hi. doing? Hi. Hi, guys. Great to see you. I'm happy to be back. 
So I heard you were uh, live streaming from the show floor. Did you manage to get kicked completely off Twitch and arrested? Or? I didn't, but I did have the exact same backpack that Gross. the doc had. I Ugh. know, I know. I was told, and I was like, <laughs> bring, just bring it to me. The exact yeah. same one? Like the, the one he literal, carried into yeah, the bathroom? Yeah, the literal same one. Isn't that in Ooh. evidence now? Like, what's the in lockup? Like, the footage is all that matters. Okay. Like, if they just mistake you for him because you have the same backpack. I mean, I was also yeah. wearing a mustache and a thing at the same time, so it was a little confusing. As we all were. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Awesome Creed of Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah, hello. Yeah! Fantastic, how are you? I'm doing really well. So happy to be here. I'm glad to see you made it out from under the stage. At the I got stuck for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. It's so hot down there in the hive, you know? Oh, I bet. Gear yeah. 5, check it out. <laughs> well done, well done. Uh, yeah, they let you out long enough to fly up to, what, was it Sacramento? Yeah, did a Gears panel Tuesday morning, then flew to Sacramento, Woo! to do SmackDown, then flew back that Woo! night to do more Gear stuff. And then Final Fantasy, and then bouncing around. It's a, it's a, we'll talk. We'll yeah, talk. we'll talk. Austin Walker is here, Vice Games. Yay! Wait, well, okay, wait, she gets formerly Waypoint. I guess that makes sense. I was still part of you Waypoint. You still get with Waypoint. Oh. <laughs> I should have walked out. <laughs> you could have got out while it was still Waypoint. Yeah, yeah. But maybe they would have left, and then one day they would have hired me back and like bought my shit, and then it would be still Waypoint, but yeah. Vice Waypoint. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I better get out and get back in. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Clark knows about getting out of a place. You know, I don't think I don't think the shirts working. I don't think this bit is kind of do it. Oh, you guys were those we were we did this last year. It was like funny, and Patrick was like, "We should do it again." And like, yeah. wait, wait, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Wait, 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 it's, it's, it's change. Change. What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. My pearls. <gasps> yeah! I think he just defected to a rival organization. Oh yeah. my god. Chris Davis can have him. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Have him back. Yeah. 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 Third thanks, time? Thanks fourth to, time? What's that? Thanks to Yes We Print t shirts over on <laughs> South Boulevard. <laughs> Last night I sent. Uh, Yelp, you can make a request, and they're like, do you want to spam four other places to see the quotes? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> they replied back and said, batches of 12. And I was like, what about batches of one? <laughs> and this one place said yes, and then I sent all the information this morning. They replied back and said, that file, that image you want on that shirt, is it's too low resolution. And I said, that's fine. <laughs> In fact, please. In fact, we make All it work. Yeah. Just lower it. Yeah, send them back something even worse. Uh, just, some sort of JPEG compression would be great. Yeah. Just to really... Uh, that's, that's about the what Ziff Davis probably deserves. What even is Ziff Davis at this point? Who great question. It? No idea. Did I just buy it? There's there someone here from Ziff Davis. There's Who one person? Is Ziff here? Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's Mr. Ziff himself. Wow. I can't. That joke is an old joke. It's Uncle, Uncle Ziff. Uncle Ziff. Yeah. Uncle Ziff. Wow. Yeah. Drew Scanlon is here. Hi. How's it yeah. going? Uh, good. Yes, I uh, broke your microphone. Okay. Great. This is, a, this is a backup. That's coming out of your paycheck. Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> From Cloth Map. Welcome. Right. Yes. Hello. Outstanding. Yeah. So, I keep So, Waypoint Crew. Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah. It's a Waypoint Radio, so that means we can still claim it. <laughs> Our E3 badges all say different variations of Waypoint. Really? Mine says 
Waypoint. No, yours is waypoint.vice.com. That's true. Mine says waypoint-vice. Mine has parentheses in it. Sure. I don't know where that came from. And mine said vice because I'm committed to the brand. <laughs> For once. Team yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, all our badges say GameSpot on them, so I can, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's ridiculous. Because you, you, you appeared at the, like, what, the GameSpot eSports truck. Yes. So uh, we just, it was, it was a thing. Yeah. It was a thing. We were just really loud, just screaming about how we want to beat up little kids in video games. Yeah. And then people brought their kids. And it was they called your bluff? Yeah. They're like, all right, they please beat up these, my child. These are grown men. Yeah. And they're going to let our kids win. No. <laughs> no, we send the kids crying. It was great. Fantastic. Awesome. I mean, you know, you gotta, you're, you're superstars. You gotta, you gotta get out there and we get the apples yeah, for kids. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it works. Put smiles on faces. What the fuck is that about? So the whole thing is, you don't really learn anything through winning. You learn through losing. Exactly. Ah, no, no participation it. trophies with us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, you've, you've got to get stronger. You exactly. Get faster. You gotta get better. That's mm -hmm. exactly how it works. Reach for that brass ring. Yeah. Janina, you were. Live streaming from the show floor. What else have hey, you been doing? Yeah. Like, you're kind of talking about the game a little bit. For sure. So this week, I'm um, excited to like tell the world even more about After Party, which mm -hmm. is the game that I get to be a part of this year. It's by Night School, who made Austin Free. And uh, yeah, Crankle was here earlier two hours ago. Yeah, talking. There he is. He's doing a great Did job. Did you know he worked on the Fifty Cent games? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, he let he let me know. Yeah, he's got. He's got yeah. Lee was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's done a. Crankle has a diverse history of um, game making. Mm -hmm. um, people gave him the reins to, to lead some teams way before they showed up. <laughs> sure, well. Yeah, well, he's told me about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a really special it's a really special game. And, um, and it's getting closer now, right? Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, don't take offense to this, Crankle. I will. This is a compliment. All right. Basically, <laughs> the, um, the thing that was really exciting this year was, like, people actually knew about the game. Right, <laughs> and, you yeah. know, when you do an indie game, you're just you just think, like, so... So it's really up to us to let people know about it, just like awareness-wise, you know. Right. I knew that people were going to be excited, so that wasn't really a surprise. But, like, the level of awareness for the game was really surprising and fucking awesome. So I'm really... Yeah. That's dope. Like, it just was unexpected and, and exciting. Yeah. We didn't get the, like, we don't have the, you know, the hotel like, you know, like we don't have the three panels like yeah. but still a lot of people freaking knew about it and that was exciting maybe the sequel you know you yeah, yeah 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 wait for the third one because it's three pillars of the hotel and yeah. then you could have like you know yeah. one oh my two God, three that's so good. the remaster where like we yeah. do all three. Back yeah, to yeah back yeah. to hell yeah <laughs> yeah back to back to the future hell so wait it's so that that would be hell heaven and purgatory Oh, yeah, there we go. See, we just broke it for you. There you go. Wait, you're making this game and you haven't already planned out the full arc for the trilogy? Listen, I'm under an NDA, so that's why I'm saying it was question marked okay. by it. Because, right. like, I'm pretending like I don't know anything. I don't know. Who can say? Who can say? Yeah. Question marks. Drew, how's it been going for you? Good. Great. Uh, it's good to see I'm you. I'm in an editing hole. Um, oh. but, uh, <clears throat> I finished Mongolia. so that's, Yay! That's kind of great. Mongolia is up. Wait, did Daddy come to Mongolia? Com? Yeah. He so took his dad to Mongolia. I took my dad. My dad was a camera guy in Mongolia. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, to save money. 
<laughs> Fair. Don't ask for him. Uh, and he can hold a tripod or a camera just like a tripod. So uh, perfect. Just, what yeah. does he do? She just like stand like. Just so still. It no, sounds like so a bed bar. Like I took my bed to my elbow in the hip. Yeah. That was a VHS camcorder with what that was right there. So you were planning that trip last E3. We got lunch and you were like, I think I'm going to go to Mongolia now. Yep. A year later, you're still editing. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. I went. In my, I went in November and yeah, just finishing it. Then, wow. So nice. Yeah. Giant undertaking. Yeah. Wow. It was cool, dude. Mongolia is cool. Uh, what's what's going on? What's the scene in Mongolia? So their their second biggest <laughs> holiday. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> their second biggest holiday is a game holiday. There's like a Lunar New Year uh-huh. game holiday. <laughs> what what, what games? So they're like traditional games. So there's horse racing. Uh, archery, wrestling, and a... It's kind of like a bowling game, but with... Um, uh, they flick uh, pucks made of deer horn at sheep ankle bones. <laughs> I mean, I could have guessed Are that. Ankle oh, bones? Are there stadiums for this? Are the ankle oh, bones whoa. in the sheep still? No, no, they take them out. Okay. <laughs> <That's>, <yeah. laughs> that was but, the most wrestler thing you've ever said. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm Are they still in the body of the sheep? If they're not, then we've got a problem. But if they're taking, <laughs> if they're taking the ankles out... And the sheep now just have no ankles. Fair game. Different. I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> I think they take care of the sheep. <laughs> well, so yeah, like, like, take care, care of the sheep? Like, I'm going to take care What's of the glue made out of over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's not coincidental, though. <laughs> it's just this whole thing over the industry. They love sheep. So wait a minute. Okay. Ang- mm-hmm. Sheep ankles don't seem like a large thing. You're talking about flicking stuff. You're yeah. talking about filling stadiums. Or is this like a microscopic sport? Are they just like... Is it really well filmed? It's uh, so that one that so the wrestling and the arch the wrestling is in a stadium mm-hmm. the archery is in a separate venue with like a amphitheater okay. the uh, the sheep bone thing um, ankle bone ankle <laughs> bone shooting title. contest uh, is in like a little another pavilion which we were filming in and then the president of Mongolia just walked in with his <laughs> secret service freaking Walt so <laughs> it's apparently a big deal uh, and then horse racing takes place um, like uh, a d- couple dozen kilometers outside the city where you can it's not like in a track it's point to point so it's oh, like weird. a okay. twenty mile drag horse. Race. Yeah. Horse drag race. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the riders have, are five years old. You don't have me. Wait, 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 up. Excuse me. We don't skip over that. Yeah. The riders are five the riders years are five old. Years old. Children race the horses. Are they good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Sir, what they've spent their whole life waiting for this moment. Yeah. Are we doing this like? What are we doing wrong with our kids when they're five? American kids can't do this. Yeah, exactly. You want to find some American kids can't do shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait. When was the last time either you put an American kid on a horse? Okay. I've you know seen. Right. I don't right. know like if you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know about Minecraft, but people will be five years old. Okay. Minecraft making some dope ass Minecraft world. So fair. So are you saying fair. that if we somehow teach these kids that crafting is like a thing you can do in real life? They'll start to craft things and they might craft a horse. Well, yeah. Too big. Too big of a... No. This, no. We no. like three steps yeah. in like child labor law. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now what if we get these kids to make a pickaxe? Now. <laughs> step two. Oh, okay. If they dig deep enough, we'll get diamonds. Yeah. I want the diamonds. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. armor. I don't see the problem with it. Yeah. 
No. I, oh, yeah. God. What, what would possibly be? If they're doing it in Mongolia and they've got a game holiday, we're doing something wrong with you. We don't have a game holiday. Uh, yeah, it's E3. What are we talking about? <laughs> Why is he gathered to these I've holidays? been working t- fucking 12 hour days. Holiday. <laughs> You're the Santa of E3. Oh, that's Ganta. so good. Ganta. 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 Who wants Santa. to be on my lap next? No. What? Hey, there he goes. Let's get it. Uh, can I, can I ask you one more question shit. about the sheep bone? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I'm, I'm picturing, do you remember the paper football game? Yeah. yeah. Fold, but that's what I'm picturing. There's in a stadium full of people watching. kind of like pavilion. that. A pavilion. So, pavilion. All right, so there's the puck and then a slide that you put on your knee and you flick it with your finger and then it goes about from here to the camera. Oh, uh, that's hard. And there's a, yeah, I tried to do it. All of my shots went about half the distance. Did the president of Mongolia laugh at you? <laughs> uh, he didn't see me play, but uh, he got to try, and everyone crowded around him, and no matter what he did, everyone was like, very good shot. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. Seems really like that's gonna, that Please do not hurt me. You <laughs> nailed it. Can we do this next year on the couch? How big, is the, how big is the population of Mongolia? It's like three million. It is the lowest population density country on Earth. Oh, wow. Because Mongolia is enormous, mm-hmm. and there are very few people in it. Huh. Hmm. Which is what that means. So yeah. there's a fight Uh, there's states. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. Cool, cool, cool. Can we, like, door dash some sheep bones? <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, uh, Mario Sonic DLC. Okay. All right. You're talking about archery, and I was like, I saw Austin and Kato doing that earlier on Mario Sonic Olympic Games. We did all right. Mm. They didn't have that sheep yeah. bone shit, though. No, so. yeah. That's what I said. Coming soon. Yeah. See, those games are always whack. You know? Like, no, okay, but there was a karate mini game, and I was Bowser, yes. and he was Sonic. I did like a fucking takedown. Oh, yeah. Sonic. It was tight. Swept the leg, went down. Oh, oh, fuck you, Sonic. Okay, well, yeah. I did not do that. <laughs> I was about to, but then it was like, thanks for playing, and the devil. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, you know what? That's it's crazy because like those Olympic games, I've always looked at them and be like, oh no, what? This is just terrible. But this one almost has me. Why? I don't know. Because I'm looking at it and I'm like, they're skateboarding, all right. It's yeah. like it is. They're trying Surfing to look all right. Yeah. They're trying to be Tony Hawk like, Yeah, it's super low key Tony Hawk. Well, it's, yeah. exactly. But it's like, but it's still okay. And surfing's okay. You take what you can get these days when it comes to skateboarding. Yeah, exactly. You know? Can't get a skate three. Yeah, get something. Yeah, it's like you know, Skatebird will come along. Session will come along. Skater XL will come along. Is it is it scratching a California games itch for you? Ooh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that has, yeah. <laughs> get that five in a row. Just jump up and down. It's yeah. so bad. At, uh, yeah. You were good at it. No, or I was terrible at bad California games. Oh, I was and like hacky sack and California games. Oh, really? I thought, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm bad at hacky sack. I'm good at hacky sack in California games. <laughs> But only the Commodore version, every other version. Actually, the Lynx version. I'm pretty good at that. Oh, this is a video game you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm from California. I don't know what California game is. California game! Okay. okay, you no. know what California no. raising? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Well, yeah. they started a tournament. Okay, okay. And they decided they wanted people to engage in the following sports. Surfing. BMX. Yeah. Footbag, it's hacky sack. Mm-hmm. Flicking sheep bone. Yeah, sheep bone flick. <laughs> BMX. Mm. Frisbee, and a frisbee thing. Okay, yeah. The frisbee thing really sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nobody shows up for that one. not very good. I played, I probably played a thousand hours of that Really? Thing. Wait. It's, Mario? I got, I got real good at that hacky sack. Oh, okay. I think anybody's bad. I'm sorry, I'm, I always devolve. 
please. No, it's I, it just. Oh, it's the last show of E3. It's gonna devolve. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it's gonna. Yeah. That's how it's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, no, the, the Mario and Sonic stuff, like, uh, it's for something about the way the surfing looked and the, the skateboarding looked gave me that kind of California Games vibe of just like, yeah, I don't care about the actual Olympics, but if you give me, like, a sportsy minigame collection, I might just be enough of an idiot to fall for it. <laughs> uh, and, and seeing, like, the karate stuff about, like, here's, you know, yeah, like, yeah Bowser and a gi. And it's very stuff. funny. Like, this yeah, is really he charges silly. up like a DBZ character also. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, all right, yeah. Now you're in. Yeah, that's, it. that's that's been the the scariest thing for me about this year is there because of the descent into anime we've had over the last twelve months around these parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, oh no. What happened a, a when I left? <laughs> ascent. Ascent. Yeah. I think is the right term. Yeah. No. No. People <laughs> no. we'll start with a anime and descent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now there's a Dragon Ball Z game coming out, and I know like things about it. Like I can touch it and play it and go. Okay, I see what they're going for here. Oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah. you, you, maybe you get a spirit bomb eventually. Okay, all right. Okay, we're going to do this. And Oh, yeah, I guess this quest line makes sense. And Oh, these side quests are fun, uh, but not really canon. I don't know how I feel about that. Did you see the big capsule core thing? Core yeah, thing? yeah, they had a, the big capsule core. Yeah, cool. the, the big ball of the booth. The yeah. the, you, you get in there and train. Turn yeah. gravity. You get in there. I didn't go in. Was oh. the gravity harder? I was too afraid to go in. Yeah, so. you should be. I missed that. Yeah, cool. it was the, the Namco booth, all the Dragon Ball Z stuff over there. Did you guys get hands-on Final Fantasy VII Remake? Uh, I did not. Brad went and played it. Uh, <gasps> played yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this from Yes touching it? Or yeah. Touch? Okay. Getting good hands-on. Okay, okay. And it's not Mako. It's Mako. I disagree. Dude, we can't argue that. They're wrong. They're wrong. God damn it. What is it short for? So, Mako Reactor, what's it? Uh, Mako Energy. Yeah. Mako Energy. Know, the world it's, it's, not a, it's not an acronym, right? No. Well, it yeah, seems yeah. like it would be like... Well, it's okay. M-A-K-O. Yeah. In Japanese, oh, okay. so, you're so not. for the past 21 years, we've been saying Mako Reactor. We go in and watch this amazing like, thing. Oh, can you feel the Mako? And I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better go back and fix that voice acting, sir. But it's, 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 it's it was like they, they put Mako in there so many times just mm. so you wouldn't question it. So then you go, right, we're all wrong. We've been so wrong. What else yeah. have we been wrong about? A, a lot, as it turns out. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Wait, are you excited? Are you like? Of course, I'm excited. What's the what? What is the version of this game you want the most? Like, where do you think? Without getting into spoilers, I know there's some people who don't know anything about Final Fantasy VII on yeah. this couch. <laughs> How far in the, in into the that game, game do you think the remake should go? All the way. All the way. No, I mean this first. Oh, episode. this is gonna be broken up into multiple games. And uh, getting to uh, what's in that Don Cornelion. Okay, that's because the cut. That's the cut for the first one because because for, for the first if they do this in episodes, yeah, that'll be the cut because then you have to get all the clothes and stuff. And I want to buy that second one because I want to put the clothes on, and do the squats. Okay, I did not that's see the Godfather specific. episode. <laughs> that's a place to cut that game. Sorry, it's it's a thing. I mean, okay. you'll, you'll see. Uh, maybe. Like, I, I think I would have initially thought that they would have cut it where the discs were in the original release or something like that. But like, I don't so, remember if the discs cut off at like good points to stop a game. Like, they do. They yeah. do, but they they're do. not going to do that. Yeah, no. Yeah. They'll probably make way less and then put yeah. out six of these or something Hell because... Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> make, your, make your money, Square Enix. Make your money. That's not their problem. <laughs> not Yeah, not anymore. They, they figured out a way. Kingdom Hearts uh, 3. Yeah. That's what I'm talking Boston about. We got her back. We got her back. So, uh, how do you, what do you think about the Kingdom Hearts DLC? You, I know you've gone deep down a lower hole with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did do that. 
I have no idea. Now he's oh, young, young yeah. Xehanort. His eyes. His eyes are not. <laughs> they're not yellow. They're not yellow, which means I mean, he hasn't been cons consumed by the. Or so it is the question is whether, like, <laughs> when. But he does say the coat. He does say the coat is protecting him from the darkness. Maybe. Yes, he realizes value in the coat. He's. It's. Uh, it's some sort of preliminary. Well, who is Zigbar? <laughs> when also, you when your eyes become yellow, it's not a permanent state. It's, it's not like. It's like a status effect. It's when Aqua's eyes went yellow, but she wasn't norted. So. No. Well, you know, we could have lost her. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. We pulled through. But then yeah. our eyes are not yellow anymore. Right. No. Otto, it was temporary. Yeah. Are we right about this? Yeah. yeah. See? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's all Kingdom Hearts up to. Oh, also, uh, if... Well, this... Mm. <laughs> you want yeah. to invite people to your mobile game, Kingdom Hearts Guild? Oh, yeah. Guild? So if you want to join my oh. uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross uh, Guild... Isn't it full? It is full. So. <laughs> <laughs> there oh, it is. I have a Google form on my Twitter that you can sign up for to be put on the wait list. Oh my god! So it's they're pretty small. It's only thirty people. I mean, I wish yeah. I could squeeze you in, but hey, I, I could. But I'm I'm running a Tat Titans two guild right now. Uh, I don't. Okay. I understand. How, how yeah. could you find the time? <laughs> exactly. I've got to I've got to touch the screen. If I don't, the guild will know that I haven't been doing it. That I've been letting them down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. We've been raiding. It's oh, it's a nightmare. Wow. Video, it's video game. Anime right. and raiding in the same year. Look it's been a. Uh, it's been a. It's been a time. Ooh. Yeah. When Jammers Two is coming. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when was the last time you checked it out? I know they're I always it at PAX. I yeah. believe. And so I know that's your jam. So. Yeah, I think that's the well. You know, yeah, like you also yes. are significantly better at it than I am. Oh no. But it's yeah. But uh, so. Yeah, I saw it, not this last PAX, but I think maybe the PAX before that. Yes. Yeah. You guys don't know Windjammers. Windjammers. It's, it's Pong on crack. Yeah. Oh. It's fantastic. Yeah, right? Intriguing. Intriguing. Yeah, yeah. there we go. That's all we need. <laughs> With a lot of 90s neon. I was going to yeah. say, do yeah. I get to wear a windjammer like, jacket? You can wear a hot pink and light baby blue oh swishy God. jacket so everyone will know that it was you who touched their thumb and yes. had the 7-Up. Because it just like, sounds like <laughs> when you move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like you admit to cheating and heads up 7-Up all the time. <laughs> all right, good. If you're, He's if, using if you're not cheating. audio context yeah. clues to figure out who it was. That's not okay. cheating. That's just being smart. Yes. If your arm isn't off your desk with your eyes looking at shoes, are you even playing the game? <laughs> Why even do it at that point? Uh, yeah, Windjammers 2, it's like a Frisbee battle. So is the Frisbee thing done right, for, as opposed to exactly. the other ones? Exactly. California like, Games fine, Frisbee yeah, bad. bad. Windjammers Frisbee cool. good. good. Back around. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, okay. They've, like, not involved in Windjammers 2? No. No. Make it, no, okay. not, not in any capacity. I would thought he was someone who could have, like, made that deal happen. Nope. Huh. Not at all. <laughs> not, <laughs> at all. Yeah. not at all. It's, uh, I think it's really cool. Like, they, they made it really feel true to the original game. Yeah. Uh, and then the stuff they're adding to it seems really smart. It's, it's very fun, and I yeah. recommend that every Everyone play it. I'm using this platform to talk about something that didn't occur here at East. <laughs> big part of my soul. Oh, oh, Game's not out yet, but track it down, yes. find a guy, punch him in the face, steal his laptop, and then you can play Windjammers too. You just got to figure out which is the right guy to punch. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I, that's stuff like that isn't always represented at E3. You know, yeah. it's like uh, it's, sometimes it's hard to get smaller games across. But mm -hmm. like, it seems like yeah, as you said, so many people know. Yeah, I mean we're lucky. So many people know. Yeah, but that's like, also because like you know, Night Night School is a studio that has like a 
something that was so beloved before, you know, right. like so they totally. have a footprint. Um, I'm pretty excited about Speech Simulator, guys. Did you see Speech Simulator? That's super weird. Now, it's basically it? like Octopus Dad. Do you remember Octopus Dad yeah. except for yeah. speech? <laughs> and you're just like with mouth. So it's like a like a like a talk to Dad. Wow. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's just. Good. It's so gross. Haunting. It's haunting. Yeah. Buttons to make them talk. Yeah, and all these different buttons will then teach, like, will have help you try to form a word. And so, it's if you fantastic. hit the buttons in the right order, you eventually make them speak. It, like, like you're manipulating the mouth. Will, yeah, your person will be able to like tongue. Um, lips, teeth, like the whole thing, but then like eyes will pop out, and like if you fucking get your tongue in the wrong place, and it's just well, like right real place. life. Yeah. Mm. Are they still giving away teeth? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I got a tooth. That. See, okay. Yes, I got a, I got a, a little implant tooth that they were giving away. It's a very classy operation so over there. Is this the same kind of or similar technology to that Dreamcast game, Seaman, where you teach them how to talk? Seaman. <laughs> I said it the way I wanted to say it. <laughs> it's Mako! <laughs> it might be, um, but it was just sort of like the exact kind of hideous, and I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like Quap for mouths. Yeah. I got, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so how did your live stream from the show floor go? Why do uh, you keep talking about my live stream? Like, it was like a really big thing. Because I, I saw you on Twitter talking about it. Like, oh, it was yeah. a really big thing. No, I just, I just did. Okay. I was just walking around with it. It was good. Um, I don't remember it. I honestly don't remember anything from this week already. Black yeah. Black no, I really don't remember anything. Welcome um, to live streaming on the internet. Yeah, truly. What was the last thing we did? I don't know. What's the next thing we're doing? I have no idea. I just know that there were a lot of energy drinks this year, which was really like the death knell of E3 to me. It was just like, oh, God, there's more than two energy drinks. And they were selling them. It wasn't like, hey, free samples, we no, thought it would be a good... It was there, like, was, there was like the, we'll take Respawn, uh -huh. which was just handed to me. Um, okay. There was G... Fuel. Oh, fuel. Fuel. Yeah. fuel. delicious. Fuel. And they've also got energy crystals coming. They're pop on the community. Hashtag ad, if they are a sponsor, thank you. Are you serious? Hell yeah, I love G Fuel. Oh my god. I'm telling you, G Fuel and a little drink? Have <laughs> you waking up somewhere where you don't know where you are? It's real good. There was another one that was literally just called Bang. That one's banned in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead ass. You know why? Today. Super creatine. Super creatine. Not for the reason you think. Super creatine. Actually, the reason's twofold. The first one is from the super creatine, which is not cleared by the European Union to use in food. Number two, L-agonine. L-agonine, uh -huh. they were right. saying, right. is a okay. muscle grower. Okay. Grows muscles. Just in that one area? Just like that one area. Uh, 200 but days, right? The problem that, yes, the problem that we've come to uncover. <laughs> you you uh, included? You yes, included? You were there for that the trial? News, that I brought the news to the, the table. table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you would have to drink 200 cans every day for 45 days straight to feel the growth muscle benefit of L-agonine in a bank can. 
So they banned that shit. So they banned that shit. Wait. Not us, though. Wait. Yeah. Did they, did they ban it because it works if you drink a lot of it? It worked too well. It worked too well. If you, no. If you have 200 a day, they, you're going to get they, they super weird. 200 a day, you'll have a digestive problem. 200 yeah. wheels of cheese a day, my stomach will grow. Are we banning cheese? <laughs> I fucking hope in not. America, <laughs> in America, absolutely not. The cartel is too strong. That's a real thing. That's, uh, you think those cheese wheels in Skyrim just materialize magically? No, the cheese car lobby. That yep. All right, we think we should put that in there. <laughs> the thing I like about Bang is that it seems to have been adopted by like uh, real miscreants. Uh, like that, that dude, that Instagram dude I was telling you about oh, a yeah. month ago. Uh, I saw a guy cracking open a bottle of Jägermeister, punching two holes in a can of Bang. Putting the Jaeger in one end and then his mouth up to the other end, and then the Jaegermeister and the bang all just went. So, the, but that is not like that wasn't a thing he did one day. <laughs> he perfected that move. You're no, right. Did you talk about this guy? I don't know if I talked about this. All right, his name is Steve. Will do it. Oh, you're just putting him <laughs> on Instagram. He just started a YouTube channel. I don't know. Like he had, it was this whole YouTube channel about like this dude will just eat whatever or drink whatever, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna drink some brewskis, and I'm gonna pour in 1,500 milligrams of liquid THC. Let's go. And then he does it, but then they never show what fucking happens afterwards. No, you're kidding me. It's the worst. Me. I'm really like, I want to see this guy. Like going to the hospital, <laughs> growing up immediately after the camera yes. was turned off because, of course, storytelling is set up and payoff. How dare they? Yeah, and there's there's no payoff, but it hasn't stopped me from watching. <laughs> you gotta you gotta leave a comment below to let them know what you think. Yeah. What it is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've seen comments to the effect of like, "Yeah, I bet that wasn't real," or "I bet you threw that up," and he doesn't. Really? It does, it has, no one is throwing able to, it up to read his Yeah, no one is able to go <laughs> in and to just like... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless somebody clips what you just said and they all send it to him, they spam him. Exactly. How many followers? Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's doing quite well for himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's doing quite well for Steve himself. Steve will do it. He will. Yeah. yeah. So, with this bang, Jägermeister, like, it sounds like... I'm, it sounds impressive. Yeah. The process. When I saw Not it, I was like, actual. that seems like, you know, there's some real ingenuity there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow you. I'm trying to throw some. Clothes. I know we're goofing. I know we're goofing, but <laughs> it was a smallish bottle of Jägermeister. Oh, okay. I mean, oh. a big one. Oh, I mean, come on. Okay. Oh, not ridiculous. Okay. How big was the bang? It was regular bang size. Regular bang size. There's one bang size. I just yeah. love that their tagline is, "Do you bang?" Yeah. No, it's not. Is that a joke? Is it, is it, <laughs> no. That's not a joke. <laughs> I've had a couple of bangs that I liked. Congrats. Most, most of them were pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. You know? Hey. Oh, my God. So you must have been covering the show with podcasts over there. Periscopes. Halo Waypoint. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hey, we cleared that to be legal. Like, yeah, that's fine. We said no, it shouldn't be, but you said okay, so we'll yeah. do it. Uh, oh wait, I okay. Speaking of this live stream, <laughs> they said it was okay to Twitch stream in the mixer tent. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I did I'm that sure today. Twitch care? No, mixer. Oh, mixer I fully asked. Oh, I, I bet mixer. Is it okay to stream in here? Like I didn't even realize what I was doing. Maybe they assumed it was mixer. They probably it was not. <laughs> You're showing the inner workings of their operation. Oh my god. You're wearing a wire. 
Yeah. So we're wearing an NWO shirt. We were like, or a DX shirt. Like, rips it off underneath. Yeah, yeah rip it off. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mixer. God. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 they were totally okay with it. Whatever. How's Mixer doing these days? I don't know. They're it's owned. Yeah. That's you know, good. It's like, Microsoft like, will continue to build that into everything they do. Yeah. and It'll be a feature. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, some people will choose to use it. Their quality is good. I like their quality. Yeah. yeah. There's no delay. Yeah. But, you know, everyone else caught up, though, in a lot, in a lot of ways. Yeah, like the their, post-streaming. Their, yeah, like, their tech stuff was, was, like, second to none for a while, and now it's like, uh, people are kind of caught up a little bit. But, like, how the, you know, the, the practice of covering the show this Good, year man, go? We do, it's weird. So we, we did this big fold in a few weeks ago, months ago, I guess now, and that means we actually have, like, all of the motherboard editorial team to write stuff, which really frees us up to just, oh, like, wow. be in appointments and then do, like, podcast stuff and weird streams and grocery hauls. So we're really using our time well. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, it's a weird year. I'm sure you've hit this like a thousand times already. But, yeah. Yeah, a few. But it's, it's a, weird. Let me just say, it's quiet. You could lay down anywhere you want to. Any three yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, they just keep increasing the amount of places you can buy alcohol at E3. Yeah. I kept seeing tiny little bars crop up, like it was Kencha Hall or Gamescom or yeah. something. Right. Like it was real... I had, a, I had a friend who was, he was he, some developer, and it was like, hey, do you want to meet up? And usually, like, oh, we'll leave E3 and like, go around the corner, go find some place. It's like, there's like a really nice couch over in the South Hall. <laughs> like, no one's on. Like, that's we could just go and chat there for a couple hours, and mm. that's fine, which is not great for E3, but it's, mm-hmm. it's great for me, and it's convenient. Do you think, like, maybe it's a great, it is also great for E3? Does that, like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, would you like Patrick Klubbeck to buy an $8 beer or, like, sell, like, a $50,000 spot for yeah, any, any Any company else. to sell Funko Pops or whatever they're selling here this yeah. year. Mm. Yeah, it's been interesting. I, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot, but, yeah, I think it's, you know, it, it's part, like, that year of, like, hey, new consoles are coming. But, like, not yet. not yet, and we're not ready to talk about it. The thing I said last, last hour was, like, this would normally be the year where you would get, like, dudes on stage with, like, you know, duck demos or just, like, weird tech demos showing off, like, the power of the hardware. And Sony even has one of those with the Spider-Man stuff that they showed to investors. But, like, I was thinking Microsoft might show something that was just, like, look at how powerful this is. We got... Eight billion Master Chiefs. <laughs> like a human centipede thing. It's going to blow your mind. The Scarlet is so powerful. Uh, you know, it's just something. Uh, yeah. Abby had a, an, a... We were, like, throwing out ideas of, like, predictions for next year, and Abby said she thinks it's just going to turn, like, all consumer. And, like, there's... that. I actually thought that was, like, mm, that's actually a really good idea. She's like, she's like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you know, you have to think that the people that... Whoever, you know... Uncle E3 is, he has a lease on the space for the next however many years, and they have to keep their lights on somehow, so if that means, like, selling out tickets and putting, like, bouncy houses up, then they're going to do it, you know? Yeah, I think, you know, the the direction change of bringing the public in in the first place, I think, came from the companies that were just like, we're just not seeing, like, we we want something more out of E3 than what you're offering us. It's so so funny that you think it it. came from the, the... Sure, maybe it came from the companies, but I think that most, like, mo- most of the, the the decisions that are going to be made are literally from the people who just have to, like, that are <laughs> going to make sure that they don't waste money on that lease. Like, it's like the sure. person that that company that is truly 
putting the whole thing together. Like it's not, it's not, it's no longer about the companies anymore. It's not about yeah, and they don't need it anymore. Is the point? So it's really just right. about whoever I mean, leaves know, the shit. The the Apple process of like we're just going to announce our stuff when we're going to announce it where yeah, we're going to announce we feel it. Like it. You know, Microsoft can get away with that. Yeah, you know, Sony. Can Sony get away with just that. like yeah. dropped an eight and a half minute trailer. I still don't know what the fuck that game is about. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they didn't need to show up. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, like, we're all talking about it anyway. But, like, the same thing, though. I mean, if you get that baby and you punch Put one hole in, in the, the end, and then the other end, you punch another hole, what and then get a Jaeger motor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you yeah. go on a horse, then he's gonna watch. Yeah. People are, yeah. People yeah. are gonna yeah. sign up. People will follow you on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. What's the, uh, <laughs> so, okay. So, and I didn't have enough time to bounce around the entire floor, and I may have missed some things. So, in my brain, when I heard that Sony wasn't coming to E3, I was thinking, oh, Everybody's about to jack everything through the roof and say, like, look at my big new crazy thing. Yeah. I feel like I didn't see any of that. If anything, I feel right. like I saw less. Okay, wait a minute. If your big new crazy thing is a chair to play video games in, <laughs> way more of that this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It kind of it made room for a lot of weird kind of companies that would normally be further on the outskirts. Yeah. Kind of got a little bit closer in. Like the army. <laughs> and they, of course, in fact, all of the branches got together and they the bought a big boost Let's go. Yeah. Wanna... They had that last year, too. It was just like, yeah. here's the armed forces just like hanging out at E3, like, you, you think these games with guns are good. <laughs> you know what's real. It was great because it was right across the, the path from Bang. Yeah. And Bang was just playing Eurobeat music and there were dancers. Yeah. So. And nobody in front of them. That no. was the weirdest thing. It was like the most 1990s booth babe dancing happening. And then there was just like nobody in front of them. It was very. Yeah. Anyway, this is people at home who yeah. didn't get to come to E3. This is what we're talking about. By like the weird, the weird thing that happened this year where it felt a little bit like a ghost town like even the most low hanging fruit like booth babes in like pants that don't cover their ass doing choreography and not having a bunch of people in front of them was like killing it yeah. <laughs> I mean, killing, killing that choreography. Killing the bank killing. were killing the choreo. They yeah. had, like, the outfits Coordinated. on point. Yeah, like, yeah. I was here for the bang girls. They showed up. They got paid. I'm yeah. here for them. Yeah, no, like, I'm also here. Yes. All right, bang girls. Make your money, boo boo. Yeah, get it. <laughs> but also, where's your audience? They didn't yeah. even hear. <laughs> but it gets, like you said, like, even the lowest hanging fruit, people aren't hanging out, which no. I think is, like, a weird testament to, like, what E3 has kind of turned into. Like, yeah. people that are here, like, actually here, like, for the stuff that's here and not just hanging out like you might see at some other convention. Well, so yeah, I but did. then you have to start asking them like, okay, what? Well, how, so fine, you saw it, great, now what? Would you rather just be at home like getting your information? Right. I don't know, it's and hard. It, it changes, watching a live stream. Yeah, watching yeah, a live that stream. Sounds, that sounds great, when, when you <laughs> When you yeah. direct it more, I mean, that's at, at what the, I'm when you direct it more at the public, uh, the games that show up change too, because it becomes more about like instead of just like, hey, here's this like it's barely a game yet, we want to talk about it a little bit. It becomes more like here's a game you can buy right now, because yeah. they they want you like to yeah, see launch. it and buy it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like the going to the game awards then being like, this is a trailer, but also open your console right now because yeah. it's available. Or like, it's actually like, like a lot. Like, you go get a game. Thank you. You go get a game. It's like Oprah on stage. Yeah. yeah. Truly, I, that would be a fantastic game. I would love for Oprah to show up at a game convention. Just give everybody everything. Oh my God! All right, we're gonna work on that. Yeah. Next year, we're gonna you get Oprah on the couch. Year. Not this year. Uh, yeah. Weird to up this year. Yeah. But that's because it's turning more consumer. It's right. like yeah, exactly. she's an insider. Yeah, yeah. No, she doesn't want to deal with that stuff. Yeah. So she's like, forget it. I'll see you at PAX. <laughs> <laughs> 
Classic yeah. Oprah. <laughs> but then my question is, like, to the people at home who are consumers, like, okay, fine, we're a bunch of lucky ass people that get to be on the inside, they get to show, to come to these things, and we're like, oh, E3, how many have you been to? I don't know. Like, yeah. we're fucking assholes for being yeah. this jaded. We are, no, we are, we Too are. Many. All of Too many. Literally like, all literally. Of them. People just got to start going to this yeah, shit. So, yeah. I was going to say, me, so, me too. I'm only four years old. Uh, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so very excited. Yeah. I'm so very excited about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So, like, but I think where I'm coming like, from on this. It's not necessarily a bad thing, yeah. is what I'm saying. It's just it's, a. It's an evolution. Exactly. That's where so, I'm coming yeah. from. Like, it, 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 they, could okay. be, they could do a way better job. Right. Like, PAX does a killer job of, like, we got panels and events and there's stuff going on. Nice. All this. Where this is just like, come to the show floor and there are some games. Yeah. Wait in line for hours and maybe you will see two of them. Yeah. Ten minutes. You will yeah. get big yeah. bags, though. Was it, yeah, was it oh, ever what? different? Was it ever panels and stuff like that? Was no, it always no, it this? It didn't no. need to be that because it wasn't for a fan. It was it for was retail for and yeah. press yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, like, retail was coming to E3 and being like, how many copies of this do I want for my store? Yeah. I'm Joey Walmart. Let's take yeah. a look at this basketball game. <laughs> I, mean, like, I love that. Like, literally, that you could get a badge if you worked at a Best Buy. Any place that sold video games. Yeah. If you yeah. were just an employee, as long as your retail establishment sold video games, you could show up and you could just go to E3. It yeah. almost made it easier for people that were not necessarily <laughs> in the industry to get in than it is now. Yeah, yeah you could just like say, so like, yeah, I work at a GameStop and like, like, I work at Babbage's. Let me in. It wasn't marked with an yeah. orange gamer pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, orange gamer pass. Yeah, that's true. The... Um, it sort of feels like the television, the network upfronts, which is this like weird mm -hmm. week um, where like yeah. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, they all show their chosen, whatever pilots they, they picked up, they show them during the same week um, and they, each one has a day and they show advertisers and it's like the <laughs> weirdest thing. Yeah. And um, so like I've gone as a, part of cast of a show and then you do this like weird dog and pony and suddenly you find yourself sitting with this cast that you pretend to know really well you've literally spent like a week together and you don't know each other and like Nick Cannon is DJing up Ooh. there and then like Dolly Parton is singing a song it's the weirdest fucking thing Frankenstein together wow. but it's there for the advertisers yeah of course so yeah. it's really there for them to go oh, which one of these do I want to put Tide with Bleach in between you know Yeah. and that feels like that was the days of yore probably of E3 but like it I'm needs like, to change. I'm ready for the. I'm yeah. ready for it to change. Yeah. You know? it needs to. It's, it's in the middle be. of changing. You know, yeah, like they're trying. Yeah. I don't think they found it yet, but I think they will. What has changed? I think like? I have so to. like for so for me, like so like I said, this is like my fourth year. I've like yeah. always wanted to come to E3, so everything is still like very fresh to me, and like I was excited to see Mako reactors like build yeah. and people. Like I'm 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 willing to wait like two hours to like play a game. You know, <laughs> luckily luckily I don't have to. Yeah yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, because you're fancy now. I got because I have a gaming channel, almost two million subscribers. Up, up, down, down, subscribe if you get to subscribe already. <laughs> Greg Miller taught me that. What up, Greg? Hey, Greg. Um, hi. So, so point. If, if this is something that is that seems uh, strange to do or it's in this weird process of change, like what does change look like that you guys would think would be a positive change I for think E3? It's, uh, it's maybe a little bit more like Gamescom show in, in Germany where they've, they've got 
a separate industry area that is like, okay, this is where you can get your just demos of games. Like, I'm here to conduct this business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also have a big public area that is like, okay. And, and then at that yeah, point... Yeah, but Ubisoft did that this year. Like, they've done that last at least two years, right? Sort of. But it's, this would be more codified. This would be like, okay, this is literally like, here's an area where you can get work done and it's, it's not ridiculous because the public side of Gamescom mm-hmm. is like it's wall-to-wall insane. people just like, ah! 400,000 like, people. Yeah, it's, it's Okay, intense. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I went last year and like you could yeah. not move. Mm-hmm. So something like that in structure, I think. So like a work. hall for business, this hall yeah. is... If, if that would be bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a mullet. But I want you three to be as a really nice mullet. A classy mullet. Exactly. I want to thank you all for coming through. Oh, my God, we're done? Yeah. Easy. What's an hour? As I always say this, you can do an hour in your sleep. I can do anything for an hour. Yeah. Most things. Most A couple of things. You try. You got it. Yeah. Think about baseball. All right. Congratulations again. Thank you. I'll be thinking about baseball. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. It's been a pleasure to see you all as always. Uh, I hope you had a productive show and a fantastic time. Sure. Thank you. And we'll Whatever see, that means. We'll see yeah. you all again very soon. Uh, and we are going to take one more break and come back with one last little send off for the folks at home. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rory. <laughs> It's just Matt Rory cracking up as he's moderating chat and just getting people just going, fuck you guys. Cackling like a dark soul. We'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned, everybody. Thanks again for coming. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back. As you can see, I am sitting in the host chair. I feel very uncomfortable because this is not where my butt goes. <laughs> Jeff, thank you very much for letting me see this chair. Yeah, it, feels, it, feels it, it feels nice, right? It's, it's, it's yeah. strong. You get like a good 18 hours in it over yeah. the last three days here. I feel like I've imprinted it a little bit. It's a new chair yeah. for this. Can you I tell you my favorite thing about this chair? What's that? I can feel your cheek imprints. Nice. Yes. Mm. You can feel that warmth. We're about the same. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of butt meat. Thank you. Yeah. I've been working on it. Real thick. Yeah. yeah. Well, we call them thickies where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So, uh, red beans and rice didn't miss me. There we go. Mm-hmm. Baby got back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to come back here and just uh, thank everybody, right? Yes. Most? Yeah. These shows are a hell of an effort. And I just wanted to extend my thanks to the entire crew, Abby, Vinny, Jan, Jason, for all their hard work in uh, putting all this stuff together, making sure this show goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short, getting all these people together. Excellent work. Yeah. Thank you. And, of course, Will for keeping the website. Yes. Rory for keeping things Rory, Rory keeps this whole room together. We'd yes. be it'd be like waist deep in filth and garbage. And as of now, we're only about ankle deep. So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I have a very late red eye uh, that I need to catch, but I just wanted to express that before I took off. Uh, I mean, I already fucking missed Werner Herzog today, so it's not like I'm going to miss anything else by getting out of here. So It's late. Everyone's it's fine. late, yeah. yeah. So I just want to say my goodbyes now. Thank you all. Uh, I will see you on the other side. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Ben and Brad yeah. for yep. everything. Appointing, booking, and all that stuff. Yes, thank yeah. you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff.
Thank you, John. I just, gotta go. Appreciate it. I just sit and talk to people. That's yeah, you're, you're a great yeah, dancer. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually have to go myself as well. So I wanted to say thank you for having me on every year. Oh, this is, hey, this is it's a pleasure. It's my favorite part of E3. Thank you. Uh, I have to go actually uh, train because I'm in the Fortnite program this weekend. Oh, and, oh uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I trust. So I heard somebody trying to explain Fortnite to someone, and they said, mm. "Is that the game where when you shoot someone, they turn into a hotel?" That's, oh, like, no. yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's, that's pretty much I have to figure that out so, right. uh, so, so thank you I'm going to so. something see you guys thank you All so right. much for coming take care thank you oh, Dan I don't think I can talk at this volume anymore you should move on in so I don't, talk at a lower volume I don't know how you do it every time I'm going to scoot in yeah right. scoot in let's um, just talk I, honestly it's, it's very impressive yeah. to see what you six uh, hours yeah six goddamn hours and you guys are still making noise I'm tired, I have an early flight, and I just want some rest. Are you, are you done? Are you uh, done? We're, I mean, we're, we're just about... Yeah, we're, we're wrapping up, we're actually. We're pretty much we're wrapping up, yeah. up. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Thank you. We didn't get any complaints or anything we would have... Okay. Sorry. I'm going to get some rest. Okay, okay. yeah. No, that's, Thank you. Yeah, have a good night, man. See you, man. Sorry. Hope you had a good evening. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I just been a busy guy. Oh yeah, no, that guy's been all over the place. Yeah. You're back. I'm back. Would you find me? No, I forgot. I forgot my phone. Very important thing. Oh, oh, did, did you swipe okay. it off? Um, if you did, that's your own fault. It's on tape. No, you can see no, it. No, all right, perfect. I mean, yeah. do you? Whatever. It's, okay. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not shy. It's all right. Have a good time, friend. Right. Yep. See you. Yeah. All right. Hey, what, did, did I just hear something? No, 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 no. No, I I heard a very familiar voice and I okay. No, You've seen okay. that before. I just right? yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, I'm low on sleeping.